Painkiller already. Episode 350 with our guest, Filthy Robot. Kyle, robot. Got a, uh, got a few uh, sponsors tonight. Smart Mouth, Nature Box, <laughs> Movement Watches, Dollar Shave Club, Hello Fresh, uh, and DraftKings. So uh, we'll talk more about each of those later in the show. There are links in the description if you just can't wait. But yeah, we got our guest, Filthy Robot. Uh, yes, going... Mr. Robot, how you doing? <laughs> ah, it, it gets worse and worse every time. It was the sim rapist at one point. Like, oh, I, you're I don't still know what, that I... is in my... Um... Like in my Skype thing, I rename everyone on my Skype because sometimes it gets shared <laughs> accidentally and I don't want to like leak it. So, you Dude, know, like, like whatever, FPS McDuck is not Kyle's real Skype handle. But uh, but if you were to see my Skype, you would think it was. So, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Man, we got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, lots of disasters, lots of uh, crazy stuff going on in the news, lots of shitty people. But um, I found this green text on Reddit. For those who don't know, it's, you know, this thing on uh 4chan some of them are made up i'm sure but some of them are just so some specific. of them are made up <laughs> yeah of course some but, <laughs> yeah. but some of them are just so specific and detailed that you're like ah oh, i think that shit happened you know and it's, it's basically people describing things that have happened to them and often they're awkward or humiliating well here we go this is this one's called the worst sex story this was in the worst sex stories thread oh okay. be me desperate and horny landed a solid six out of ten body five out of ten face in the pub I guess this guy's uh, European. Sing uh, she's a single mother, but what the fuck? Get back to my place. Turn off the lights, because really, she's a 5 out of 10. <laughs> That's being generous. Uh, <laughs> we get to work. Bit of foreplay. I needed it more than she did. Sucking on her tits. Get a mouthful of milk. The kid must be younger than I thought. Swallow. Jesus Christ, that's nasty. It's like fucking gone sour milk or something. Guess she stopped breastfeeding a while ago and that shit went off in her tits. <laughs> what do I know? I'm not a fucking doctor. Have, have a very forgettable sexual experience and go to sleep. Wake up the next morning, turn over to check, my, check out on my uh, conquest. She's even worse than I remember. Decent tits, though. Wait, what's that? Right there on her left tit. It's a huge, red, angry-looking, freshly-drained boil. Remember the mouthful of milk from the last night. Throw up all over. Oh. Oh. I, I don't like. Okay, that's one way to start the show with a, with a boil, with a tit boil. That man, what a. How can you not notice that? See, you were saying this is probably real. It's probably not real because I've never met anyone who, who in like a gross situation. The only time is in movies and TV when someone is standing there and sees, like, dog poop, like, somebody licking it, and then they go, uh-oh, uh-oh, like, that, does, that doesn't happen in real life. You don't remember something gross and then vomit, or at least I don't. Do any of you remember gross things and feel like you're going to vomit? Because it has to be well, in the moment for me to I'm feel I'm thinking a couple out. of things here. First is that alcohol seems to be a really major contributing factor here. So you can imagine, let's say he had a really rough night the night before in terms of drinking. He wakes up, like, he's on the border <laughs> tossing his stomach anyways. And then he looks down and sees this. I could see that maybe, maybe pushing someone over the edge. Yeah. What thing? Uh, what kind of things will make you vomit? Smells. Uh, what would act? Oh, smells. What smells get you? Uh, the the worst of it all. And I'm I'm a little better now than young Woody. But even in like my twenties, somebody vomits. I want to vomit too. And one time even huh. did. And it's like, well, now I've just contributed to the problem. You know, <laughs> someone more capable is going to have to deal with this. Yeah. Dog there, shit. The one that bad. always gets me is dip spit sitting in a bottle or a cup. I have a, plenty of friends being from Mazzara who use 
chewing tobacco and dip. And I still remember like in high school or college, we'd come back for breaks and we'd party somewhere and I'd be cleaning up the next morning because a bunch of bums left. And I would pick up like dozens of cups full of just your tissue or paper towel down there to soak up the spit and then just soaked in rancid, nasty smelling. It's got a perverse mint smell because they put mint in it. So the person yeah. chewing is like, oh, my breath probably smells like mint. It's like, no, you smell like an asshole. You smell horrible. And I can still remember picking those up like this and just walk into the trash can like, <laughs> trying not to vomit. It's the worst smell. And it's just knowing that that entire thing of liquid is somebody else's fucking congealed Spit. There is a, that they left in a body cup fluids, in your house. If I pretty. peed in a cup at your house, filthy, you would have every fucking right to throw that pee in my. Well, you would want to do that, get it all over your house more. <laughs> you would have every right to kick me out and never invite me back again. That's the level of disrespect I see with leaving a, a red solo cup full of fucking spit on oh, someone yeah. else's I'll counter. I'll Taylor on this one. I think there is a huge disconnect by how gross, like chewing tobacco is, and how cool people who chew tobacco think they are. You know, I think in their head, they're like, I'm pretty much cowboy here, right? I mean, I bet all these chicks are digging me and my spit can and that. But no, in reality, anyone who's not chewing is, is thinking that you are disgusting. Yeah. You mentioned pee. I was thinking poop. If I sat there and like, all right, I'm just going to take the top off of this beer can and take tiny shits in it all night long. <laughs> <laughs> then I would tiny be right on it. Let me yeah, right on par. Actually, what yeah. you're saying happens. My dad, uh, my dad volunteers to do uh, cleanup. He's down in Florida, and he does uh, kind of cleanup of the local like uh, beach areas and whatnot. And he says he, some of the stuff he's told me about that, some of the nastiest shit I've ever heard. And it is because of that, because people have like poop buckets that they leave out there. So you know, he's out there as a volunteer, like picking up trash from other people's stuff, and occasionally get these on full the containers of human fucking shit. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's not how you Florida. do it. Okay, coming from a beach town, this is how you handle a dirty beach. One, tractors. Tractors come by, sweep that shit, and clean it up. They've got tools for it. Two, yeah, misbehaving sweet. children. If you have a beach town, you surely have more than enough underage drinkers <laughs> and vandals and all that other stuff. You, you, you catch them before their vacation even ends. You get them out there cleaning the beach the next morning, serving their penance, and uh, it's called diversion, I think. And, and yes, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure it's exactly the, the beach. It's the fishing areas, the, the bridge areas, the kind of like... Anywhere uh, where a man yeah. might shit in a bucket and leave it around. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, have you guys ever watched... Um, uh, an idiot abroad with Carl yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. So he does something similar to that or discovers that poop bucket thing. But unlike being in Florida where that, that sounds like a new a ring of hell, you know, that was one of like Dante's fifth level, I think Florida shit buckets. <laughs> but this up here was uh, point Barrow, the most Northern city in Alaska. And these people don't have running water. They live in a constant freezing temperature. And the way they take care of their shits and their pisses is they deliver what's called honey buckets, which are which are big Home Depot five-gallon uh, buckets that are plastic. And it's a guy in a big trash truck. And he goes and he gives another bucket to some random Eskimo. And then the Eskimo gives him – is Eskimo fine? It's fine. Yeah. And the Eskimo gives him back uh, a, a bucket American. full of frozen shit. <laughs> frozen shit and then they have to take the bucket and dump it into there and you can just see frozen into that's, weird shapes like shit I need, I need so much nothing less but bad than than warm shit yeah like oh, frozen like that stuff that's not gonna be as like, a dog that, owner not gonna be i'm rotting. on side like, oh, oh my god like the hotter like, and more humid it is yeah. the more disgusting the remaining shit is like like dak the dog one time i've told the story before but like 
we left him in his kennel and went out to like grab like sodas and come back. We were gone for an hour. He freaked out in his kennel and like ate his cushion and then vomited his cushion up and then ate the cushion vomit and then shit the vomit cushion out and then ate some of the vomit cushion shit that he had shat out and then vomited it all up again into like his special dog bowl. And like when we got back, it reeked in a way that I can't describe. And, and like Kitty was like, I'll clean the water bowl because it, it was one of those water bowls where it like makes a funnel and comes down. It's a, it's a, it's a dog bowl that you can't overturn and spill. Because there's a, a funnel that goes down, if that makes sense, down into it. And if you flip it over, it just supports the water on the inside anyway. And that thing's full of shit. So you have to, like, pry it open because it's two parts and, like, clean it out at this outside by the hose or whatever. But I get the job of taking the kennel outside and completely disassembling it and hosing it and scrubbing it. And the whole time I'm vomiting. Like, I didn't even, like, you know, sometimes when you're doing something awful, you're you'll gag. your own, you know, flavor to the mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you'll gag but and you'll, like run away from the situation and like get your bearings back and then go back in right like it's a chemical spill no 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 i was like i was like we might as well just knock this out so as i'm cleaning i'm just vomiting onto the the surface myself because why not like we're just adding to the mix just and then i blow i clean my own vomit up and clean more vomit. that was the worst thinking vomit inducing thing i've ever dealt did he get a little quiet yeah i don't know what happened but your audio Got much very quiet on, on to Kyle's point earlier being frozen is not as gross we someone in my universe I don't want to out them but you know friends or family they uh, they had a dog who would routinely do this in the winter he would poop and then like days later would come back pick up the poop and run around with it like a cigar <laughs> and that was like his thing and it, it was almost adorable to see that like it was like a puppy running around with a little frozen poop cigar yeah, this is, this is oh, what I think man. of every time I see some pet owner with a dog and they're like licking the dogs, licking them <laughs> on the face and they're like kissing the dog back. And I'm thinking, this is what I think of. This mm. is exactly what comes to my mind. I'm like the things I've seen dogs do with those mouths. I'm just I'm just not convinced this is in your best interest to go that route. Yeah. It's like you'll watch a YouTube video of a dog and it'll be like, this is Samson who saved six firefighters from a burning building. And it'll just show Samson sitting there well-behaved. And you're like, man, they really are man's best friend. Brilliant beasts. We don't give them enough credit. And then you see every other dog in your life 100% of the time. And it's like, oh, there's a little Fido eating shit. That's probably a once in a while thing. Oh, there's a little, you know, fluffy Steve. Oh, licking his own, his own asshole. Oh, no, no, he's pooping and then eating it. Okay, all right, that's, that's what he does. Like, it, I, if anything, we give dogs too much credit so i'm going back on the the super superhuman thing there and this is just about intelligence you know i think we give dogs a little too much intellect credit it doesn't know why it's sitting it just knows that there's the potential for food mm. like it doesn't do it because it wants to make you happy really right i think it does or maybe it does no like, i think like, dogs kyle you're good still at very quiet I, I and it's not people talking over you it seems like it's on your side yeah and it, it happened very suddenly like it just started yeah, you had Turning the floor down. during conversation. You just it went quiet. Yeah, like almost inaudible now. Is this better? No, it's still not better, huh? It's the very same, quiet still. I think. No. Yeah. Yeah, still very quiet. But yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Dogs, Skype they do stuff to make us happy. I already did that. Hmm. Hmm. Well, 
We had uh, talking about frozen shit. Just one more kind of thing to add to that. <laughs> oh yeah, this yeah. is not going to be a monetized video. I can see this coming. <laughs> we kicked yeah, off with Kyle's green tech story. <laughs> There's no chance of that. I was going to ask you guys. I, I was wondering because I know you guys do all the sponsored stuff instead. I was wondering if that was just maybe not a concern for you because it feels like YouTube as its current system is never going to be your friend. It's, but anyways. it's not much of a friend. You know what? I'll say this. If you if people are curious, I every time I get demonetized, I fight it. And I win almost 100% of the time. Really? But then for some reason, I, like, I barely get it. Like, I'll get like $5. And I'm like, well, I guess it's technically monetized, you know. But, like, there'll be videos that get almost nothing. And, uh, yeah, you know, that's how it goes down. It happened to the last PKN we huh. released. And it just doesn't earn much. And they just... They, they, so really, they're not giving you the monetization back. They're just like, oh, well, now I'll monetize it. And then just giving you, like, what, like a shit CPM or only monetizing the last 3,000 views? Or I, right. I wonder, it, in wonder my head, exactly it's like, all right, we'll it. compromise. We'll change the uh, the little dollar sign from <clears> yellow <throat> to green. Will that make you happy? Nothing else changes, but you think you won your, your appeal. Like, now right. when you scroll down video manager, it'll look like you got everything spick and span. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but not really, though. Not really. Yeah. Oh man, I, it used to be so easy just to monetize everything. I haven't uploaded a video in so long. You know, I haven't had trouble monetizing. But man, that does suck. There's got to. I feel like it should almost be a bigger deal than what it is as I, far as like the small YouTubers getting demonetized. Like if you only have um, a quarter million subs or something, like that, that could be the difference between oh, I have a good job where I'm, I'm making more money, and then suddenly oh no, I, it looks like I need to go to Subway. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm smaller than a quarter Is that happening million. to you? Yep, uh, it is happening to me. I'm getting lots of random flags on my YouTube for stuff, uh, and I can't tell the difference. Oh, I am fighting every one of them. Yep, but like win? I went back and I am winning most of them. And this is what I, I went back and compared some of the ones that they're like, we did a, a manual review of this, and you're not being monitored, and this is still not appropriate. And I try to compare that to ones because they're often being the same series, like a game series of like with the same people and the same person, the same stuff we're talking about, and I can't tell the difference between them. Like the ones that are being monetized and not being monetized, and I have for the life of me don't know why some are being one. hit, some aren't. Is it, you think you're yeah, being I feel like I'm still quiet, right? No, you're good. Uh, you sound Do, better now. Yeah, Do, is it bad words, typically? Like you just throw in an S but, word or an F word? Oh, that'll but clean that's, up. that's in most of now. my videos, quite honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like, that's what I'm saying. Like, It's not the difference. Like, That isn't enough in of itself. Profanity in of itself is not enough to, to demonetize that. So I'm not quite sure what the difference I, is yet. I, I, I think it's the new system they rolled out, honestly, that it's not perfect yet. So I watch a YouTuber That named sucks, because I Jake know why PKA saying. gets demonetized. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it's never like, oh, but, but we talked about animals, uh, you know, having sex with people. Like, what? And put it in the title? Like, Jake course, the Garden Snake is, sorry, a, is a moto here. vlogger. He, he makes uh, motorcycle videos mostly. He does a little paramotor stuff, which I also enjoy. But um, uh, he had a series called, like, the Bolt Shit On series. And now it's all crossed out. It's the Bolt Stuff On series. And he, like, plays chicken sounds and stuff when he says the title of it. Uh, and he's like, hey, it's YouTube 2017. So, you know, he's got to make a living. But, oh, but it doesn't what a depressing step backwards going from like being able to say anything you want no matter how silly and stupid and inane like this like everything i say on this whole show just ridiculous silliness and now they're like oh no you you uploaded a, a what a, a civ game no monetization for you you're just caught in the crossfire sucks to suck sorry yeah. you know like 
it, it is like a huge step backwards. It's like going back to traditional media, not like being the internet, which is supposed to be the wild west of this. And there was always supposed to be stuff about this anyways. I think I, I, for certain on, tw on uh, Twitch, I'm not so sure about YouTube, you can flag your stuff as adult content and otherwise, otherwise appropriate for 18 and above or not. And my stuff has always been flagged 18 plus because I want to have the ability to talk about what I want and talk about it how I want anytime pretty much. And you know, it's not like I'm going super extreme content out there, but it still seems strange that some of it's getting flagged. It's, it's I'm really hoping this is short term as they get this new system kind of rolled out and sorted out and it's going to get better because it's I know and I know it's a continuation of that, you know, the shit that happened earlier this year, right? With the the inappropriate content being put out and this is now there. Yeah, and this is being this is being their response to deal with that, which is probably a step in the right direction, but shit, at the moment it's not not real good. I see both sides. Yeah, I've, I've, I've watched your videos before and I know that at no point are you like, all right, by turn 50, I'm going to want to get my, my chariot army over there. And as I'm doing that, let's take a moment to talk about the Jews. Um, and, <laughs> and the way, and the way they are up. ruling the world. And it's like, no, it's not like that. You're telling people how to win games and, and showing that. Like, it's just baffling that it's demonetized. Yeah, it is kind of baffling. What is this that you just uh This is someone who here, should Kyle? be demonetized, all right? So for those who don't know, the UFC hired Snoop Dogg not too long ago to Ooh. do sort of a, a, a like a UFC-based kind of uh, podcast with Uriah Faber, and, and they, they talk about everything UFC. And uh, after Daniel Cormier got head-kicked, knocked out, and, you know, in the post-fight interview, he's crying in the ring, probably because this was such a huge emotional letdown for him, but also because the man was concussed. And Snoop went off on like, like, that's not how a man behaves, you know, like, like really clowning on him for crying when this guy is, you know, a rapper, right? Like, like, and he was, he's not even a gangster rapper. Like he did, like, I, I remember that, uh, that easy E song. On, on yeah. Yeah. He's yeah he was clowning on Cormier. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of people did not like that and called for this guy to be fired. And I was like, well, maybe that's a little premature. He doesn't really know what he's talking about. But after the Conor McGregor fight. This is what he put on Instagram, if we want to check this out. Are we watching this together? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So give me just a moment. Wow, look at my freeze frame. <laughs> I looked aggressive or something for a second there. All right. Uh, are you guys ready? Yep. Yep, Three, all good. Three, two, one, play. 50 and 0, nigga. The motherfucking champ, nigga. 50 and 0. Fuck that motherfucking you bitch! Fuck him! Motherfucking champ, nigga! Yeah, nigga! That's what you get for coming to a motherfucking gang fight with a butter knife, you bitch-ass motherfucker! Fuck you, nigga! Money team! Champ, nigga! What a party at, Floyd! Yeah! Hi, honey! I got one hey. So he's not exactly Team UFC as you can see. Team Money Team. So if I'm Dane White, I, I suggest he goes and gets himself a Team Money Team uh, podcast to go do, uh, which might be troubling because Floyd's never going to fight again. I, I would fire that guy after that. Dude, this, this would be like if... if there were constant, and this is before the pedophilia thing, Jared Fogel, but this would be like if every other day there was another picture of Jared Fogel out there, like hiding a Quiznos sandwich in a, in a Subway wrapper or a Penn Station one. Like, just, that doesn't seem like a good way to keep people on your side. Fuck, you, you, on fuck you, Subway! Schlatsky's is toasted! <laughs> toasted subs, motherfucker! Yeah! So, is he gonna get, do you think he's going to get fired, Snoop Dogg? 
I hope so. There's a lot of there's a lot of people calling for it. Who knows? Maybe it's watched, probably under. A... I've watched a lot of Snoop Dogg stuff, and like aside from this, which I really didn't like, he's also really bad. Like he doesn't seem to be much of a fan. He doesn't. He, <laughs> far be it for me to criticize a guy for getting names wrong, but like he does that. He doesn't seem to know much about fighting. Like it, I don't know why he's there. And, and yeah, was that and, Bill? Yeah. <laughs> he just. Well, I mean, even you don't. Have, I'm not expecting him to be a fighter, but like you know, Brian Callahan offers much better insight onto this, and they always give him shit about it. it, it there are a lot of people. Everybody is better at it than he is, and that. And plus, you know, tearing down a guy who lost, who fought pretty bravely, it it makes you want to attack that guy. You know, like it, if I rail Taylor up and down for being too white, then they're all going to look at how white I am, right? That That's what you do. If I say this guy is not a man, then they're going to find some way that I'm not a man. And that it makes me want to do it too. It's like Snoop, like, how are you calling McGregor a pussy? How are you calling, you know, Cormier a sissy? Like, it, yeah, he's throwing a lot of stones from his glass house, basically. Yeah. yeah and, not, and also, maybe not that useful in, in a series. I mean, I, I guess I don't really understand what his position is supposed to be. He's a commentator of some sort, right? Like, this is this is some production he's creating for this or so, been so paid this to Instagram make post, This Instagram post is just him doing his thing as, a, as an individual and as a private citizen on his Instagram. But he has, like, a, a podcast where he's sitting behind a desk with a, with a UFC fighter, and oh, they see. discuss the UFC, and they are employees of the UFC in that regard. I, I'm sure there's some sort of clause in his contract is. where like you know if you start defaming the ufc or its representatives you know that it's that's I mean, it i swear i've seen him you suggest so? fights between people in like different weight classes and stuff and it's just like that guy's 30 pounds heavier than that guy they're not gonna fight like it the fact that you don't know that like the fact that you don't know addition tells me something about your division skills right the fact that you can't subtract tells me a lot about your algebra and that's what i get out of his podcast he, he doesn't know anything and it frustrates me he's terrible so so i yeah i i hope they fire him because i don't think he's good for the ufc uh they could they could get someone else to to get in there who knows what they're talking about maybe i, I kind of like the idea of having a novice and having an expert side by side because what you get there is like the novice will time in and time out ask the questions that the the average fan who's a novice right. wants to know and then the expert comes in but Bill snoop Dogg do just well. doesn't seem to Snoop Dogg's yeah. not just playing ignorant. He's just kind of ignorant and collecting a check. That's what it looks like from the outside looking in. Bill Burr is a casual fan, but he's not disrespectful yeah. to all the fighters, you know? It, it, he, he's pretty cool. I like the way Man, he I'd love it. Bill. Yeah, give that job to Bill Burr. I'd fucking watch that. Yeah, I'll mm -hmm. tune in for that. Bill Burr in your oh, eye yeah. of favor? Yeah. That'd be, it'd be better if they had, like, an alternate stream where you could get, like, the mature stream and it just allowed <laughs> Bill to say whatever he wanted about whoever... <laughs> You know, like that, that's what I would want because I, like I like Joe Rogan a lot. He's good at the UFC thing. You can tell he really, really cares about it. It's his passion or at least one of them, but I don't know. Like he's, it, it's a shame. It's not the podcast version of Joe Rogan as much as just the, and here comes the pitch, you know, version of Joe Rogan, like that kind of commentator. Like, it seems like UFC is, if there's going to be a sport where you can have some wild and crazy announcers that are saying silly stuff, like, it's got to be the ultimate fighting championship, right? Like, just go balls I, to the wall. Everybody would love that. You might not You want it done like Joe, Mexican soccer. <laughs> I've never Rogan watched Mexican soccer. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Joe Rogan does something called a companion podcast. So he doesn't work every every fight. and uh, But he's he's a genuinely a, a huge MMA fan. He studied, you know, he practices, etc. So when he's not doing that fight, when he's not in Japan, he just from his, he'll get like 
Brandon Schwab and Brian Callahan, and they'll do the show casually. And uh, I liked it at first, but after a while, you're like, you know, they're barely watching this event. Like, they, they stop paying attention mid-fight. You know, they've just got one eye on it and the other eye they're talking about, I don't know, girls or something. And yeah, yeah the podcast version of Joe Rogan might not be what everybody wants. It's I what I picture. like, though. I like watching those companion podcasts because it is what you just said. They're all in there. And, and he says uh, right off the bat in those things, he's like, look, we're not going to be following every punch and every kick. We're going to be bullshitting and talking over the fight and having a good time here. You're kind of uh, getting a getting a bird's eye view of like us Fly chilling and hanging out. Wa- yeah, of, of us chilling and watching a fight. And I really dig that. Every time he does one, I just mute you know, my television and, and I'm like, hey, let's get Joe Rogan and Schwab and Brian Callen uh, in here talking. I, I like Schwab. Everybody else seems to hate him. Mm-hmm. There's there seems to be a huge amount of people who despise that guy. You know, they'll 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 he'll be doing what? his analysis or something and, and down in the comments it'll be like, It's amazing what a man with brain damage can do. <laughs> they really shit on him. Because I think he speaks a lot of generalities and cliches and he doesn't really break things down this this the way an analyst often would. He's he's not talking about how many strikes per minute or how many uh, power punches versus this or that or footwork. Like, he's he's kind of uh, the voice for a casual fan. Um, what you're looking at is. here is passion. That's a lot of passion he's got. There. You can tell his training's paying off, like, the, <laughs> that level of stuff. Yeah. Where it's like, it's, it really comes down to the intangibles here. Uh, you know, like... Lots of cliches. The, the boring Maybe shit. There, there's right. the, there's not- that guy in... It's not cliches ahead, to me as much as it is catchphrases. I wish I could rip some off the top of my head, but like he he'll say the same thing. You might be surprised as one of his memes, but uh, I, I like him. I, I don't see much I to like complain about. Yeah, those, I, those shoes. Those shoes. I love are, the shoes. You know, dude, what? you like those Gucci boots? Okay, those okay. Were I don't actually like the boots. I like that he wore the boots. I think they're funny. And as a guy on my TV, I like them. The I like funny stuff. What yeah. about the skinny jeans? Uh, same thing. How, how what about are these straight legs? Are these straight yes. leg jeans? They are or so are tight. They like skinny, skinny jeans. Skinny, skinny jeans to the point where they're skin tight on his calves, behind his knee, on his thighs, and then to top it off, he sits like a woman. Like he crosses his legs like like this instead of like that. Like he doesn't make like a right angle when he like kicks his right leg over the left. He like folds it over like he doesn't have a penis. And and he, and he'll he's like, yeah, this is how I sit. This is how I sit. And I'm I've like, never God. understood that. The, the, the lady fold is not nearly as comfortable as the, the tried and true right angle sit. Boom. Yeah. Everybody knows that. And you get a nice shelf for your arm with the right angles. There's just no benefits. I'm doing it right now. It's excellent. I can put my hand on my knee, kind of prop myself up. Well, this the is benefits great. when you're wearing a skirt. That's when you get the benefits yes. of the other route. I, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. You got to hide your vagina, and I, I it sometimes kind of looks like that's what Schwab is doing. I, I don't care for the, uh, the, the skinny jeans, and I, I didn't, uh, I love those boots. I thought those were pretty silly. I don't know what he's, what he's going for, uh, what, what image he's trying to put out there, because I always saw him as like a heavyweight brawler. You know, that guy beat uh, Crocop, right? Like, yeah, he did. Kind of wanted to be a little more, a uh, little more on the. I don't know. Are these the shoes? Is this Brendan Schwab? Those are not the shoes, um, but those are those are okay. Actually, those are like some high top, like I don't know, looks like gator skin to me, like maybe Gucci. Uh, high he's, top. Got a, he's got a caveman coffee shirt. Sneakers. <laughs> you ever see this this uh, photo? Will this photo be included for them? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So those, I don't need to describe that because I feel like those are bright red gator skin fucking shoes are kind of 
I was trying like, to get the actual shoes. These, they're on his Instagram. For some reason, I feel like when I... Brendan Schwab's shoes are causing my computer problems, and they're making the audio skip, <laughs> I think. And uh, sometimes I hear it, and it doesn't translate to the show, but I was worried it did. Anyway, here's the shoe. These are not the shoes, though. The, I found them. Did I'll you, link you up. Can you, yeah. It's working great I'm, I'm, now, so I... Apparently, this shoe uh, fixes the audio. I don't know. <laughs> but Isn't Caveman Coffee like an Alex Jones kind of thing? Uh, that's uh, that's just Caveman. It's uh, I don't think it's the same thing. Caveman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's them. Yeah. These are the shoes he wore to the Conor McGregor fight. Uh, I, right off the bat, I, I feel like he's mixing silver and gold in the same shoe. But he is. Yeah, that's not cool. But, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's like a... A, a, a cross I've never between... even heard that, Woody. What is mixing silver and gold in the same shoe? I've never even heard that expression. Oh, hey, you don't it, do that. No, you don't wear silver and gold together. Not you not have to be all one or do. the other. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad fashion. I don't know, but it, it oh, is yeah. kind of, it's a mix between a kilt, uh, a King Jong Il sight shoe, and an and little fingers all star. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like a Game of Thrones pimp. Like like they're absurd. <laughs> There's buckles. If it was, and, and there's yeah. a if it was the, the People's Democratic Republic of Scotland, this is what their military would wear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe maybe goose stepping in down the street four inches shorter than the people these, in Ireland or whatever. These shoes are ridiculous. <laughs> Off the charts, wacky. I will give you that. Having said that, if you work in entertainment, sometimes you wear ridiculous, off-the-shelf, wacky stuff and here you he's go. Brendan Schwab, not Lady Gaga. He can't uh, just show up covered in, 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 in raw meat. These are incredibly ugly shoes. <laughs> these are horrible. He used these like, as part of his excuse for who I like. Like when Nate Diaz was like talking shit to him. Like, like he's like, dude, I'm wearing Gucci boots and skinny jeans. I'm not ready to throw down here. Like you're in sweats. He's here over there like giving me the double bird, like calling out my manhood in the hallway. And I'm, I am not prepared for this. I, I remember <laughs> like, when uh, Wander, Wanderlei Silver fought Chael Sonnen like, at the uh, Ultimate Fighter thing. So th they were coaches. They weren't there to fight. They were there to like train these people in the Ultimate Fighter. It's a reality show. And uh, Chael Sonnen wasn't. Like, he, like, Wanderlei, for whatever reason, decided today I'm going to try to kick Chael Sonnen's ass. So Chael Sonnen is wearing flip-flops and, and like whatever. Vanderlei Silva walks around claiming that, like, hey, you know what? It just happened organically. But he's wearing, like, he's like barefoot and and with a mouth guard in to protect his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, you carry around that just in case. Like, that's my. If someone flare. ever approaches you with a mouth guard already in, you might want to start walking the other way. Yeah, right. I, I, my favorite part about it was that he had the mouth guard already. It really showed a. That, that's a first degree. Thing. Yeah, that's a premeditated. I, I can't pre get over how much I hate these shoes. Like, you could, just because I know <laughs> that these are like three thousand dollars shoes, undoubtedly. Like, there's no way that they're not. There's, there's no way they're less them, than but... like two grand. But they look like one that if you pulled like the shoes off of four different, you know, murder victims and had to patch them together, like this is what you'd end up with. Like four different pairs of shoes. And then a couple women you burgled for jewelry, I suppose. Like so, this. All right. Uh, it's the same thing as those tennis shoes. It's ugly shoes. I know a thing that you guys oh, because don't they're so seem expensive. to know. But wait, wait. Taylor, tell me if this flips it for you. He didn't pay $2,000 for these. He got paid to wear them. Oh, I'm not, for him. Are you positive? I, if he got paid I, to I know wear he them, said I understand it. it. But there's someone out there wearing these shoes, and they paid for the privilege. And yeah. they paid a liar, too. But... But those two things are not even remotely equivalent, right? 
All right, you're on your pay. I mean, I don't really care what my shoes look like. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I don't give a fuck what my shoes look like. Someone's gonna pay me money to wear them on a one off on some podcast. You know, in fact, I'm doing that right now. I haven't told you guys yet. I'm being sponsored to wear these shoes I'm wearing today. They're really fucking ugly. I can't show them right now. I just have to have said I wore them on PK. I mean, like, I'm fine with that. That, that that's so no, different. And you know than... what? The best thing about it is if that's going to be my excuse from now on. If anybody ever calls me out, if I wear something stupid, yeah. or they'll be like, why would you wear that shirt? Don't you know I'll it's after Labor Day? I'll be like, I'm sponsored. Settle down. You know, I'm getting paid oodles of money to wear this. You know, uh, I'm a stupid shirt or something. But it's in the same vein as into Filthy's point, like the shoe thing. It's more just silly, not actually that mad. But it, I really dislike the, I don't get it. And I, I bet there are viewers out there, listeners who do this whole sneaker fad. Like people who spend a bunch of money, like mm. hundreds of dollars on these sneakers like Jordans. And then they don't use them to run around or anything. In fact, if you accidentally scuff their sneaker, apparently they get very irate. And That's it's not like, a new thing. man, like, at least, no, I know it's not, but at least if you buy, like, some Cole Hans or some shit, like, some nice leather shoes that look good in dark jeans or whatever, like, you can wear those around, you can wear those to work, you can wear those out to a bar, you can wear that to the store, or you can wear it anywhere, like, and not worry about it too much, and you get a quality pair of shoes. If you pay that much and you get a sneaker, it's like, it's still all the components of a sneaker. It's, like, cloth sewn together by little tired Cambodian hands. Like, it's not good quality craftsmanship i wouldn't think when you sent me the pictures of kanye west's new shoes i thought you were fucking joking i thought you no, were joking easies, with me baby. because those, those are three so grand. so ugly those are I got the laziest those, ugliest shoes yeah but you got the 20 dollar bootleg yeah i got the 20 dollar bootlegs from china they look exactly the fucking same from like if you're just looking at the shoe on my foot you'd have no idea these are not like those legit yeezys like i saw jim norton got them and if you watch jim norton special he's wearing them in the special He's on stage rocking those $20 Yeezys. He bought like five <laughs> pairs. Fucking hilarious. I I mean, I'd rather buy five of those than one pair of $3,000 Definitely. Yeezys. Definitely. Do you remember the song, uh, the Air Force One song back in the day? Oh, yeah. I was in a high school when that came out. It was Nelly, we, right? Give me two per. I need <laughs> two pair. Uh-huh. I get to stop in my Air Force Ones. I had some Air Force Ones, and my friend would mock me when I'd wear them. He'd go, get the stomp of the cow. Get the stomp of the Air Force Ones. And I was like, fuck. I can never wear these again. God damn it. God damn it, Blake. Asshole. I can never wear these again. <laughs> I thought I was so cool with my Air Force Ones. Because the thing was, my friend Blake had like like he could pull them off because he had a more urban vibe about him. He lived in the projects. He had lots of multi multiracial friends, uh, and, and and I not so much, I suppose. And, and and like he would have like Gucci Air Force Ones and Louis Vuitton Air Force Ones. He'd like order them special, and like I was like, oh, I'm just gonna get a plain white pair of these things. I kind of like how they look. And and no, no, I never wore them again. My I, I, my dad ended up taking them off me, and he would like wear them when he was cutting grass. I'd look at my dad's <laughs> wearing Air Force Ones, like like cutting grass and like getting them muddy, like not giving a shit. It was hilarious. Yeah, I've I've never bought an expensive pair of sneakers, and I think part of it is because I'm I'm very not confident in my matching ability when it comes to clothes. So my go-to is just dark, you know, straight leg jeans. And then some nice black leather shoes, uh, not tight, not skinny jeans, but straight leg. I don't want to look baggy and shitty, you know, and then just a collared shirt or something like that or a T-shirt that's not like graphic and ridiculous. Like, yeah. like I, I, I just wear those around the house. But with those colorful tennis shoes, 
it's like shit now now do i need to find like a hat that matches this and do i need to get like a, a poofy coat or something like i don't know what the requirements are because i can't just wear those with which with boa normal coat jeans with i look like a weirdo yeah the, the most expensive footwear i've ever purchased is like boots you know if i'm buying a nice pair of like cold weather uh boots or whatever i'll spend it seems like they're always 120, maybe 150 dollars if you get like some with like Gore-Tex inserts on the side or something that you think are going to last forever. Um, but but like as far as sneakers, like 60 dollars is kind of where I want to top out out. And and I I shop fast. Like like I I walk down the I, up and down the aisles like in five minutes. I'm like boom that one that one looks plain enough that no one can call me out. Uh, and it looks kind of, it looks like it'll look good with shorts. It'll look good with, with, uh, with, with dark jeans, light jeans. This is my new sneaker until I step in dog shit or like, you know, leave them in the rain or something. These are my new sneakers. And, and I think too, like, ruined. like my, my wife looks at clothing almost like I look at porn. Like this is her like end of the night, like finished her work, like relief activity style thing, right? <laughs> like, you know, she's chilling out with a glass of wine and like, I'll walk by like, you know, her room, what's she doing? Like, oh, she's looking at, like, the clothing. She's looking at, and she's not necessarily buying it. She's just, like, looking through it. Just online. thinking and about I'm, it. And yeah. I'm like, for me, that is that is almost, that is as close to, like, mental torture as you could get. I want no part <laughs> of it. What's so fucking ever? Like, I'm, I'm happy every single day putting on a white T-shirt. Like, I'm not fucking kidding. Like, you know, I, I get drilled on this on my channel sometimes. I'm totally happy in a white T-shirt, shorts in the summer, and jeans in the fucking winter. And I am, I'm a happy man. I don't, I don't want to think about it. It just seems so not relevant or not interesting and not useful to me 99% of the time. So it's like, we're going on about this and this guy's got some weird shoes. I'm, I'm almost of the mindset of like, I don't care. Like on some level, you know, for the same reason, I don't care that I'm wearing a white t-shirt. I don't care what his shoes are either. He wants to spend three grand on that and wear these bizarre shoes that are apparently violating the code of silver and gold. So be it. <laughs> you know, hey, don't you knock that. Hard that rebel. Rebel. <laughs> I just thought they were fun. I see those wacky oh, shoes yeah. and I think, oh, this guy wears fun shoes. I'm getting new shoes at some point when I start walking again. And uh, they're going to be orange. Mango, to be specific. Because I pimp like that. Right. Yeah, like, and uh, to Chiz's point, you just mentioned in the chat, women do pay attention to your shoes. That's what they've done. Uh, questionnaires and studies and uh, calling it a study is pretty fucking generous, but questionnaires <laughs> and stuff saying that like, you know, how, what's one of the first things you notice when a guy approaches you and shoes is so much higher up there than you would think because it doesn't cross any guy's mind to mm -hmm. that anyone would look at shoes. Like that's why uh, our, our good, our good oh. buddy, Dick Masterson, he, he said is the, one of the best pickup lines ever out there is just ask a woman about her shoes because you know what? No man has fucking ever asked her about her shoes and all she wants to talk about are those fucking shoes. And this is obviously a, a <laughs> joking generalization. Do you want your significant other in the long term? Do you want your significant other giving a shit about your shoes? Because mm. I really don't. I want my woman's I want my woman's priorities to be vastly different than that. I think that I don't think they could help it. I think that, that might just be something that they notice and they care about. Like <laughs> it'd be like saying to a woman like, do you really want your husband to just fucking love tits and be staring at him all the time and wanting to knock him around and do whatever? Like you don't want that to be the modus yeah, operandi the of, of your husband. It's like, well, the, the, you know, that's kind of how most men are like maybe maybe women just love shoes like that and you can't you can <laughs> you can take the woman out of the shoe factory but you can't take the shoe you can't sh shoe the there's something there there's something <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. we'll circle back to that it might have been funnier than an actual joke <laughs> uh, you ever do that when you like get into a joke and you're like oh i, I just lost my paddles <laughs> I have no idea but yeah of course not all women are all into shoes. No, but, I'm not uh, sure that you're saying that, but it just feels like it feels like when 
if, if you are using a strategy to attract someone, if you're like, you know, hey, I'm going to do this because, you know, girls dig this. What you're actually doing is you're targeting some some type of girl, some people who value this in some way. Some there's some reason that that strategy affects them. And and I think yeah, some of you want to be aware of that. If you're going out looking, you know, going out dating, going out looking for, you know, to meet someone and be attracted to someone, have someone be attracted to you, et cetera, dating essentially, you want to be aware of what you're broadcasting and what you're looking for. And I, I guess, you know, if that comes with part of the package and the rest of the package is something that I'm really sold on, so be it. But I don't think I want to target a woman who cares about shoes first and foremost. That's not what, that's not my number wait, one wait, point that I'm done in counter for. argument to that. I, I, I feel like what you're doing here is you're picking up women in spite of your appearance, right? And okay. what, what you could do instead is just fire on all cylinders and then have your choice of women to turn down. You know, like if I go into a job yes. interview for a job I don't particularly love, I fucking crush that job interview because I'd rather be the one who decides. Maybe they come with a salary that I do particularly love. So, so yeah. Just... And what, you're, what you assume with that then is that somewhere out there, there's a woman who had the values that you cared about, but she also cared about shoes. And you, you didn't rule her out by keeping the shoes in. The, the, the thing about the right? shoe thing <laughs> okay, is that you're wide not... Net here. Yes. All right. The, like, the like, like we're going to get some women that we absolutely despise. Every moment we're with them, we're like, <laughs> God damn it, I wish you'd just suck my dick so that she can leave. And stop not talking. Talk you're you're <laughs> over there. That's how you get her to stop talking. That's how, <laughs> filthy's over there like, like, hey, we're looking for a life partner. We're looking to settle down from now till eternity. And it's like, no, 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 no. You are in married mode, my friend. Even Woody can put take himself out of married mode long enough to know that this is true. We are casting a wide net. Some dolphins are going to get sucked in, a few whales too, but there's going to be enough tuna to go around, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Even in married like mode, that, right? Uh, the comparison. See, the thing with the shoes is like you're not targeting the person because you go, oh, I, I want a woman who's interested in shoes. It's the same way that if a woman were approaching me, she knows nothing about me, but she knows, well, I shouldn't compliment his shoes because guys don't care about that. If I bring up something about uh, sports, there's a high likelihood that he will want to talk about that because as a whole, most men have something to say about sports at least. In the same way, that shoe thing is just an opening line. It's just foot in the door. You're going to be talking about shoes un until you get like one or two shoe jokes out, see if she starts laughing, and then you're on to something else. Like that, that's it. Like it's just a way to open it up. It's not like if I notice a chick with shit shoes, I'm like, oh, not why you don't even care about yourself. I don't know. These are these are some killer shoes out here. These are killer shoes that cost multiple thousands of dollars that people are buying, presumably for the exact reason that you guys have been talking about right now, which is it gives them some sort of advantage in some sort of social circumstance, be it you know business, fashion, dating, whatever the hell it happens to be. And I just I just really wonder at if the type of advantage that you're garnering there is really the one that you're actually looking for. Yes. Maybe maybe what uh, she doesn't like is I, not the shoes. Maybe she's not terribly into shoes. She's just into shoes that obviously broadcast that someone has money. What if you wore my it fucking be. beat up boat shoes and had like ten hundred dollar bills duct taped to Stuffed each one them. of them, yeah. right? Worked in the laces. Maybe she'd be like, those are some nice shoes with two thousand dollars in cash duct taped to them. Maybe that's I think a look the treads, the treads would and just be dollar symbols. <laughs> here's another razor's edge to walk when you compliment a woman's shoes. It can either come off as, this guy actually cares. He notices something more than my ass and my tits. Or it can come off as, ah, a gay friend. Mm. So you do not want to go, those shoes are to die for or something like that. You just, like, just a quick little compliment, let them know you notice, and that's it. So, yes, Chiz, you can do this with sandals, too. It's an across-the-board uh, uh, attempt. If you need an expert on it, ask Dick Masterson. He knows. You know what, what I have a problem with and unrelated? I wear cargo shorts too much. 
I, and it's not entirely my fault. My wife buys my clothes, so I just pick. I wear the ones that are clean. <laughs> but but uh, uh, it's a joint failure, I would say, in that. But I don't know what else to wear. If if I wear something that's not cargo shorts, they feel like they're almost like my dressy shorts. You know, like like you can't do the <laughs> sort of shit shorts. I do all the time in my dress shorts. Fuck, maybe this is married life in some degree. Because I'm I'm hearing Woody say this, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I, I, I understand. <laughs> like that resonates. Like I'm kind of the same fucking way there at some level. I don't get why people hate cargo sh- or why women particularly hate cargo shorts they so much. Dumpy. And really, every, it's, it's, it's become a meme of like, oh, you probably wear cargo shorts and stuff when you're not, you know, doing carpentry or whatever. Like it, I guess they do kind of look dumpy, but they're so practical. Like I would, the, the thing I want to come back more than cargo shorts, because I probably wouldn't wear cargo shorts because I don't wear shorts very often because for a few years I only wore jeans and I got too into the pale leg hole and now I can't dig myself out. In enough time to get the legs dark enough that they don't look so pale. Like, like my legs are super, super pale. So if I commit to shorts now, it's just a disaster. Um, but no, go ahead. I, I I don't know if this happens to everyone or if it's just a Woody Calf meme thing. But does does everyone's the back of your legs go bald when you wear pants? There aren't no, any. Uh, you pants. definitely lose some hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my the place where look stupid with their like I've got regular I think to me normal man leg hair and then the back of my calves are just all rubbed bald because they they hit the, the pants <laughs> the so tops much. of my thighs are like the tops mm. of my thighs where like I you know, if you imagine yourself sitting down and the jeans sort of like pulls up with the tension of bending your legs and sitting mm-hmm. I just that continuous rubbing over the course of 20 or 30 years has just rubbed the top of my thighs like bald I know that has happened. Mine grows mild in summer. Here. I can't think of. I don't think I've ever fucking thought about that ever in my life. Like, let alone been concerned about it. Why? I'm not Why concerned. It's just, just notice. Oh, because right. my legs look. They're not appropriately hair distributed. What do you mean? Why do you care? That's... Appropriate, dude. <laughs> what are you worried about? Oh, like... trying to meet a certain aesthetic. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to meet. Thank you, Kyle. That's perfect. I'm trying to meet a certain aesthetic. There should be even <laughs> hair distribution on the back of my calf. And when there's a bald spot from wearing pants, oh, that that are, that's like the only area they're tight on me. That and of course the crotch. Then it Take... looks wrong. <laughs> Taking care of how you look on the outside says something about what you are on the inside. Mm, a person yes, who it, just it walks around like a dumpster well. on the outside, you you might think, well, that guy's maybe a bit of a dumpster on the inside. I could mention no, names, but I won't. No, no one's not advocating <laughs> some degree of personal cleanliness, potentially using the, uh, you know, dressing appropriate to the situation. If it's some fancy place, you dress a little bit nicer, etc. But I do think there's an extreme that isn't needed. And this, is, this seems like right on the verge of that for me, for a lot but of us. Someone's married, it's... and it's you. Wide net, sweep the ocean clean. Wide net, sweep the ocean clean. You've already, you're, you, you've 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 got your giant marlin on the wall. You can sit there and work, and 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 occasionally you can look at your gigantic like, marlin that you try to pass down my wisdom to those poor fools still out there throwing the nets every day, working their asses off. Old man, like, the sea look. style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just you. That's the only way to do it. You gotta hands. throw a wide net, and you gotta keep your calf hair under control. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obvious. <laughs> obvious. See, you guys are saying you're bald in those areas. I okay. Uh, the the top of the thigh war is being handily won by hair. I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, and and the and the behind the, the Taylor has some thing. heavy I artillery. I, <laughs> I thought I was understanding what you mean, and then you were like, "It's just totally bald," and it's like, "Oh well, then I guess I have no idea because the back of my leg looks like oh that guy's probably a normal amount of hair, and then you see the front of my leg, and it's like oh nope nope bamboozled." Uh, <laughs> so. 
Yeah, I don't mind, though. I I don't think the hairiness is nearly as important as just not being, like, fat or awful. Yes. Like, as long as hairiness, just like my opinion on the pussy lips conversation we've had with Kyle, where Kyle's very particular about that, my position was always, it's got to be just bananas down there, like, for me to be like, okay, like, I'm really sorry. Like, enough isn't, like, we can't, I can't move <laughs> It needs to look like this. an like, actual like, banana it would, peel it would have to is what be, Like, an actual, like, dis, like, dysfunction or something like i think that's the level that women are with in? hair like unless <laughs> you're like one of those guys the, the bear. Oh. Like, yes but if you're a woman and you see a hairy guy as long as he's not like well i guess being totally hairless would be fine but as long as you're not one of those guys uh from like indonesia with the full face hair do i actually have a picture pulled up right now because i've been looking up unusual genetic mutations her pussy that's looks like a six-year-old who held an m80 for too long Man, <laughs> i don't know what that, any of that meant but i took a six-year-old you hold an m80 for too long and then your hand goes and it's just blown apart yeah looks like if you loosely hold an arby sandwich out the window while driving down the highway that's that's such a sad one for me stuff. because because, like, how many, I mean, how many girls have you dated or slept with who have, at some point in their relationship, revealed they're slightly insecure about something like this? Like, uh, like uh, every woman. All yeah. of them. Every so person. You hear, like, there's some, like, it just always seems so fucking unnecessary to me to be insecure about something like that. And then to hear, like, we're sitting here, sitting here, like, throwing these out. And they're hilarious in the it's second. True. But I'm like, man, the, the impact of that is clearly pervasive. Look, we know, in Australia, I've seen the impact in of Australia, that. In Australia, they don't even allow that kind of vagina in their pornography. There is a standard of vagina. True. You can only look a certain way. And there's, there's all this talk and all this controversy because that is inducing this beauty standard for vaginas. And you've got... Hordes of women going and get uh, uh, um, um, labiaplasty, uh, where they are cutting and reshaping the, the, the outer labia to make it look more aesthetically pleasing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, because, look, if there was all of a sudden this idea that, like, your balls had to look a certain way, I wouldn't say, woe is me, let's fight against ball discrimination. <laughs> I'd go in there and get two big old eggs put in there. I'd have some wings of redemption like cluckers down there, <laughs> blinking back and forth. Like, every step I took, you would visually see them go forward and backward mm -hmm. in, the, in the bottom part of my crotch. I'd do it, because that's what you do when you're trying to get a mate. You conform to whatever the ideals are. You know, you, you, you look at Taylor. Yeah, you, you, you he's kind fucking of... enormous over there. Do you think he's doing that because it's fun? He's doing it because you get <laughs> no, more... I'm not lifting weights because it's fun. I'm, I'm doing it because women enjoy it. And they go, oh, there's someone who looks good with their shirt oh, off. Like that's you, Taylor. You, you committed you to that for the rest of your life? Let's get oh, yeah. For yeah. Taylor, because he has to work so hard to make his that's arms That's what he big. wants no. to think. <laughs> that's my point too right like i mean come on I mean, okay, okay, I, get it. I get it this is push-up bras the fucking the ass hugging pants that raise the ass this is high heels this is makeup this is the exact same thing except on the male side but on some no, degree it's real. like you <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> sure, it's real for now <laughs> for now, God, you're you're such a downer. <laughs> Someday you'll be fat and unhappy again. Yeah, Mark yeah. my words. <laughs> Somehow Taylor pulled off the miracle again, of looking good even at 26. Off. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> even at 26, over the hill, my teeth so low. That's it. That's it. All right, yeah. add time. All right. All right. I'll call right back. Talk about another way to get yourself laid. <laughs> Bad breath is nasty, embarrassing, and a major problem in both the bedroom and the boardroom. Most people still don't know the true cause of bad breath. Instead, relying on ineffective low-tech methods like gum or mints to simply mask the odor. When you smell bad breath, you're actually smelling volatile sulfur compounds, also known as 
It's all for gas. Germs in your mouth consume protein and produce these foul-smelling gases as a form of waste. Well, Smart Mouth is the only activated oral rinse clinically proven to eliminate existing bad breath and prevent the return of sulfur gas for a full 12 hours per rinse. Smart Mouth comes in a two-chamber bottle. One side contains a clear sulfur eliminator, and the other contains a green zinc ion activator. The eliminator and activator are kept separate until you pour, at which point the two liquids combine and activate. The sulfur eliminator gets rid of existing bad breath, and the activator releases billions of zinc ions, which bind to germs and block the germ's ability to, co to consume protein or produce that smelly sulfur gas for 12 full hours. No, no sulfur gas, no bad breath. If you want to solve a real problem, you need real science, not a minty cover-up. Nobody wants to be the guy with bad breath, and now you never will be again. Find Smart Mouth at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Target, Amazon, or your favorite shop. Or visit them online at smartmouth.com to get an in-depth analysis of how Smart Mouth is able to deliver such an incredible result. Remember to use uh, offer code PAINKILLER when you visit smartmouth.com for free shipping today. Very now, important. Kyle was talking about another thing to get laid, and that tied in. It dovetailed very nicely with what mm, we're talking about. Because you can, you can wear the finest gold and silver shoes and Oof. and brush your teeth and wear deodorant and get in shape but if your breath smells like an asshole nobody wants to be around you it's nope. uncomfortable you're you're giving someone else a feeling of like now i now i feel like i have to say something you know and you don't want to do that to people you don't want to be that person so put your nose in my mouth if you ever see me in person and smell my breath and it'll be it'll be i was going to say spotless but that's the way it is always it'll smell great Fantastic. Wonderful. I've got a uh, I've got a Tinder date tomorrow night, and you'd bet your ass before I go, I'm rinsing with a little smart mouth. Let me ask you this, Taylor. Like, would there ever be a time when, like, if your date was there and she's, you know, she's everything you could hope for and more, except for the bad breath, would you slip her a little smart mouth? Oh, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would be like, hey. And, and, and you would have to do it in a way that was, no, no, you would do it in a courteous way. In the same way, I see oh, it. I'm exactly the girl. Same. I'm the girl. Okay. It, let's do it this I'm way. Thinking I'm like, the girl, Taylor. Like you I would have a roofie, right? I'd just be like, look over there. Put some in your drink. Well, I wouldn't do that because you you're not supposed to drink mouthwash. <laughs> but like, I guess it's, the exact, it's the exact same thing as telling someone they have food in their teeth. You are doing them a favor. You're being courteous. You're helping them out, but it's I've still uncomfortable. How like you looks like when she's gargling. Could you try this? <laughs> yeah. I have two ideas. I mean, that is one route <laughs> that you take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then she, and then what if she actually like, swallowed it? <laughs> well, I bet you she's a winner. Like, Sold. <laughs> I like to see a gargle. Here, here. What, what, don't, no, don't don't worry about what this is. This, no wrapper on it. Why are there two liquids? Don't don't it's worry about that. It's a binary compound. It's wonderful. <laughs> I'll explain the science later. Just use this. It's just, my 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 eyelashes are falling out. <laughs> How it delivers such an incredible result in just a few moments. But first, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. want to hit him with a it's, double? It's something that you. I'm going to hit yeah, him with a double. With we all want to eat better, but when it comes to snacks, sometimes it just feels like the whole world is delicious and a billion calories versus boring or tasteless. It doesn't have to be that way. Up your snack game with Nature Box. Nature Box has over uh, 100 snacks uh, that taste good and are actually better for you. All snacks are made from high-quality, simple ingredients, which, which that means no artificial colors, sweeteners, flavors, so you can, you can feel good about what you're eating. Some of our personal favorites are the peanut butter nom noms, which are deadly to kitty, so I don't eat those. The chocolate mm. hazelnut granola and the Asiago and cheddar cheese crisps. I really, really like the coconut cashews. If you like coconut, you gotta get those. You're sure to find your new snack obsession at Nature Box. They add new snacks every month inspired by real customer feedback and the latest food trends and professional chefs. 
It's so simple. Just go to naturebox.com, choose your snack, choose the snacks that you want, and Naturebox will deliver them right to your door. There is no risk. If you ever try a snack that you don't like, don't eat it. Naturebox will replace it for free. And right now, you'll save even more. Naturebox is offering PK fans three free snacks with your first order. When you go to naturebox.com slash PKA, that's three free snacks with your first order. Uh, naturebox.com slash PKA, three free snacks, make it happen. Check them out. Yep. I've had the peanut butter nom noms and they are very good. I've not had the peanut butter nom noms, but the Asiago crisps, those are my what favorites. Are I'm not a sweets. It's, it's basically like uh, uh, a cheesy snack cracker. I'm not going to name any, any other competitors <laughs> or anything, but it is, it's like that. Weird that you and like, I like them Asiago. so much. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, of course, like I'm, I'm all about, I know Kyle's all about that sweet, but I'm all about that salty. And so yeah. I want, I like I'm the Asiago crisps. One. Um, and then I don't remember the name, but it's the something pretzels, but it's not like full of peanut butter or chocolate yeah, or anything. Like, just like the, like the regular cheddar, pretzels. They're like cheddar and beer, like mini pretzels that they have. Those yeah. are really tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. all the salty stuff I've had, excellent so far. Highly recommend it. Yeah. I mix it up. They've got jerky and like dehydrated fruit and stuff. So like whenever I order, I, I, I run the gambit and get a few things. Like I like to try the new stuff. Jerky's the best snack. For some, and it's it's actually filling, and you never feel guilty about it because like you, you, there's just no way to eat enough beef jerky to feel bad. It comes in a little pack. You eat the whole thing. It's good for you, probably right. Good well, enough. we found out recently that, that, <laughs> that salt is not a bad thing for you. You can eat all the salt you want. That that was uh, one of those old. Yeah, we we always heard that thing about like oh the egg this part of the egg is bad and then this part of the egg was good and then milk was good and then milk was bad and now milk's good again or whatever. Well, just so y'all know, eat all the salt you want. All the salt you want. Not bad for you at all. Whole, whole you salt might be conspiracy. surprised little... at how much salt I want. Yeah. All, of it, all of it. You can, you can just salt it Straight up all day. Straight from the shaker. That was pretty gay. I didn't Much know. better for it, you it's, sugar. <laughs> it's not the salt that I want. I it's that all of those delicious, crunchy things that the salt is covering in the store. You know, and at Nature Box, all the delicious crackers. Because it's not the. It makes sense that the salt isn't the bad thing for you as long as you're within reason. But no, like, you obviously, Kyle. No, you can't. <laughs> no, I'm, okay. unre- I'm talking about salt block in your room unreasonable. I'm talking about <laughs> just, just licking salt right off of like a giant cube a giant like you're a cat. Hamster. Yeah, like you're, a, like you're a goat in the backyard just mm. loving it. Yeah, all the salt you want. Especially you in, right in, in your mouth. water, right? Yeah. You got to hydrate. You know, you, you got to hydrate after that or you'll Taylor, die. Taylor, do you have any Tinder stories? You mentioned you had a Tinder date tomorrow night. I'm sure you don't want to... Uh, can I preface while he thinks about the Tinder story? Can mm. I can I lay the new Tinder uh, thing out there because there's Tinder oh, news in, right. in the in yeah, the media. Right. Oh, well, I Tinder have to know. Gold. News? Tinder Gold, a paid tier of the dating app, is coming to the United States after months of testing in limited markets, including Canada, the United Kingdom, Mexico, and Germany. So those of you who are in those can countries, I ask are, a question: Wasn't there already a paid tier? Like more. It's, uh, this, is it's a new, this is a, a new thing, like a new additional tier. Yes. I believe. Okay. This paid subscription is going to be available for select iOS users starting today. So get on there right now. Spend that money. This isn't a sponsor or anything. We're really just interested in Tinder. We all love it. Well, not all, all of us. Yes, yeah. Filthy night. Can't get enough. You know, I, Tinder claims its paid service has helped users receive 60% more likes than the free version. Tinder Gold is designed uh, to be an upgrade on, on top of its current optional subscription plan, Tinder Plus, uh, for another 4.99 a month, uh, Tinder Gold adds the new likes likes you feature, 
which tells you who has already swiped right and who liked your right. profile. Yeah. So it's this is not a sponsorship. Like so I don't feel at all no. bad about asking these questions. What the fuck does that mean? You're guaranteed 60% more likes. What does it's, this actually mean in terms of what's going on here? Is it right, product so placement? Like you being the product? Wait, is, it a, you... is it a guarantee that you'll get more likes or is it like, They're hey, if you that... buy this, you'll, you'll probably I mean, I can. I mean, it feels like you could write a program very easily. It just gives you 60% more fucking likes. Like, Maybe nothing has changed. For $5, but like, I'm very kind of curious. why would people like me more? <laughs> like, you know, right. Like, I'm very kind of curious. <laughs> what, what, is, what are they actually selling here? Like, what are they doing for these... These poor bastards it's a who filter are not, that makes not, you so, so I, I can tell you how. <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, I, have I, don't, I don't. Uh, I don't know how this works. This <laughs> new one answer, I, I Kyle. Kyle does. <laughs> but the way that uh, if you pay for their premium thing now, uh, then it puts you higher on the list because when you open up the app, it just goes, I guess, randomly to people in whatever radius you've set. And if you, I guess, if you paid for this it would put you higher in that list. So it'd be more likely that, let's say, some chick wants to swipe through 20 people. You know, instead of you being number 107, you might be number 18 or something, or number two. Mm. I really yeah, like if you go to the third page. paragraph, some of the features Twitter, uh, would plus, would plus the users get access to extra features, uh, like rewind, which undo swipes you might have mistakenly made. That's a fucking error. If, if you, oh, 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 no, no, come back, come back. Oh. Too late. <laughs> Tinder Gold adds the new likes you feature, which tells you who has already swiped right and liked your profile. Um, with Plus, you get access to extra features, blah, 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 swipe right from different geographic locations. Yeah, it just seems like you're, uh, you're, you're getting your shit out there to more women, and uh, you're getting more information about who likes you. So the way uh, Tinder works now, I don't know this, you like people, but you're completely in the dark. It doesn't say, like, hey, these are the people that liked you. Do you like them back? It just, it just uh, the, way, the way it works now is uh, like if you if I swipe on someone and say hey I'm interested in you and then later on in the day they go hey I'm interested in you too it shows up there and then I would send them a message if I'm still interested and it's always the guy who sends the message the difference then, however is that with but this hold on system, real quick but if if they've swiped right on me and they like me and I come across theirs later and I do it as soon as I swipe, it'll go. Oh, look at that! She liked you earlier, so now you're you're matched up. So it's really yeah, it's not too complicated. And so this gives you the ability to see all of the women who have already liked you. So instead of doing the thing that you see on Reddit, where like you got a hot dog on a spinny thing and it's just swiping on every anything and everything, that's that's much less effective than being able to see all of the women who have already liked you and just targeting sure. them immediately. You can't see that now. So if I if I like someone, she has to like just like randomly like me back she doesn't there has know. to be a match yeah uh, that and that's yes. that, that's the kind part of tinder where you you don't have to deal with rejection in that regard like you only talk to women who have already matched you and this gives you the ability to see women who like you uh and target them specifically now what happened yep. so, so you know the hot dog thing where you just like yes. everybody now now you have a match right but when you yes. look at that match more carefully you're like hmm you know, I, I, mm -hmm. I should have never swiped right on her. Right is the good yep. one, I think. Yep, I got experience with that. What do you so, do? Tell me about it. So, like, the first couple Ooh. days I had the app, I, I was just, like, doing exactly what I guess you're not supposed to do. I had someone tell me, like, hey, you're just swiping right all the time, just, you know, and then just waiting until you run out of swipes or whatever, and then that's it. Like, don't do that. You, you want to be selective. The, the app rewards people who are paying attention and being selective. So for the first couple of days, I just, like, blah, 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 and then I just saw what rolled in, and usually it was like, oh, nope, 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 nope. 
nope. And, and if that's the situation, they just stay in my bar of people interested in you, and I just don't reach out and talk to them. And because it's pretty much so an app-wide understanding. Oh, like a week? Okay. Like, so I, not at all. Like, super super okay. new. Yeah. All right, anyways. Keep going. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to derail. I just wanted that. No, no, you're, you're good, man. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm liking it so far. It, it's pretty cool. It's what well, I'm still getting over the fact of how much of a hypocrite I am about it for so long being like, this is just a way for women to get validation. And then now, Seriously? like, uh, now, I was such a hypocrite. And then now I'm getting matched up with people and being like, ha, as if, you know, and, and being like, and getting my own rocks off, you know, just like getting your own validation pump. And so I could totally see I, I can, why I can definitely imagine this. that being part of it. But it seems to me that, I mean, I, I've always been, I feel like, I mean, I'm a couple. I'm 33, and I think you're 26, right? 26, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and my my younger brother is uh, two years younger than me, 31. And I think again, again, my wife's my wife has two sisters, and her, her next tier down sister is like two years younger than that again. And I feel like that was the difference in age between when that really became a mainstream dating strategy and when it didn't. And it, you know, if, if something, you know, if my wife and I broke up tomorrow, I would absolutely 100% go through online dating to do that as a process because it's just such a more efficient numbers game. Like dating oh, yeah. has always been a numbers game. It's finding someone compatible that you like, that you're interested in, she's into you as well, and finding, you know, through the shitstorm of just random encounters and, you know, friends of friends Scary and this people. type of stuff. Yeah, of course. And like the fact that there is a the, the more and more systems, online systems designed to kind of work through this is amazing. So I'm I'm kind of really curious to hear more firsthand about this. I mean, this is like this generation, yeah. like now is the time that this is more mainstream than it's ever been before. People use this as an accepted means of dating. It's no longer just the weird people on the internet fucking oh, yeah. doing this. So yeah, I, you're, you're I right. saw it's a report totally the like how many people you get, like, cause it's just like the wide net thing. And so many of the conversations are like, it's like a pyramid. Like there's a whole fuck ton of non-starters of people that you matched up with or matched up with you. Yeah. And then you decide, nope, no conversation. It's not going to happen. I'm not yeah, actually it could be interested. either way for any reason. Yeah, too. Like they might be the hottest reason. girl you've ever met and you talk to her in real life and you're like, and fuck this girl sucks. Could be that. Sure. Yeah. But this okay. is before real life at all. Was That's she a just Nazi? Like to total <laughs> denial. And then the level above that is like, maybe you have like two or three little texts back and forth and talk a bit. And then you realize like, oh, this, this person really doesn't share any of my interest. And you just stop talking. And it's All like right, an understood, like you both stop. And then you have like the top part where it's like, oh, I'm actually having interesting conversations with people who clearly get like, are kind of into the same shit as me. And that's fun to be like, well, this is someone I would have never, ever met 0% mm -hmm. chance ever if it weren't for this app. And it turns out I have a ton in common with them. So, so, I, so that part's pretty cool. I, I, I think Lefty touched on, okay. Oh, so I watched a YouTube video because I'm totally out of the dating scene. And it was a guy approaching girls saying that he liked them and asking them out on a date as if you would like when I was dating and girls were like taken aback and almost like whoa like how brave of you to say like hey you look really pretty I like you would you like to go out and, and they were just shocked by it is it so uncommon today to go old school that like the tools have replaced for young people for young no, people it's not I, that think uncommon, it I, don't think. I, I think it is if you're 22 those people are they that kind of bravery isn't being instilled in them. They, they've been online dating for years now. Like, like, like they've never had to go through the butterflies and the terror that is approaching a strange woman at the grocery store and being like, all natural eggs, huh? Hmm. I like those. Are they getting good? Like, what are you cooking? Oh. You, oh, you're Get you away chef? from me. Like, 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 yeah, yeah, right? Like, like, they, they've never had to, had to like, come Mom! up with an awkward yeah. conversation <laughs> and try to play off of someone while their adrenaline is like at, at an eight. Which, 
is a fucking skill set. Like that is a valuable skill set in lots of other circumstances too, besides dating. And it's a shitty one that's to, to learn. Like that, that's that is hard to do. That takes some effort in getting used to and being okay with and getting used to rejection too. Like I, I remember, oh, yeah. you know, dating is a lot about, especially when you're doing it that way, is a lot about rejection. Most of the girls are like, no, fuck off. You know, like, not necessarily yeah. exactly that language. Have but you ever seen the King of the Hill episode where Boomhauer is showing Bobby how to, how to get women? Because uh-huh. Boomhauer is like the ladies' man. Every time you see him, there's a different chick leaving his house, just always a 10. And Bobby's like, how do you do it, Boomhauer? And, and he's like, come with me, man. I'm going I'm to show you how to, go, how, to, how to put it down. I'm going to show you how to lay that, lay, that, lay, lay that big dick down, Bobby. Come on, Bobby. <laughs> and they go to the mall. And he's like at a Macy's or something. And he's going from woman to woman. Just, just. Hey, hey, hey there, baby, go, go, go out sometime? How about uh, go out on a date? And, and they're just like, no, get away from me, you creeper. And he's just like, he's like, all right. And he just goes to the next one. And he's just rapid firing, like woman to woman to woman, until finally one of them's like, yeah, sure, here's my number. And he's like, there you go, man. And Bobby's like, D- like, like 15 girls just, just, just shot you down. He's like, who cares, man? Want to say yeah? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's what you got to be able to do. Like, fuck those bitches. They didn't know what they were talking about. Like, like got this one. <laughs> Yeah, it's a total numbers I, game, and and this just makes the numbers game easier. Because instead yeah. of you know having to spend time walking around a bar at night or at wherever public place you're at, a park, you you know you just do it real quick on your phone. So it does make sense, I guess. That like, I don't know what the age is that people have been online dating for as long as they've been regular dating. Uh, probably maybe around my age, a little younger. I don't know. I haven't really used it's be online close dating. There. Online before. dating was a thing when I was you know like. Before I met my wife, when I was moving, you know, from uh, undergrad to graduate school, I was doing some online dating, but it was kind of like a, a percentage and probably a, like 30, 40 percent, maybe 20, 30 percent, something like that of the, yeah, but for the, the dates I was time, going on. It was, it was like oh, Match.com you know and stuff like that. It's the right, which are apps on your cell phone. But, where like like yeah. me and Taylor were talking about this the other night. He's like, come on, there's nothing easier than, than you know, walking up to some chicks and, and kind of doing the Boomhauer thing. And I was like, easier than talk to text while I watch CNN? Before Match.com and Plenty of Fish, which is before Tinder, there were dating services. And and you would like make a little video or whatever, take a few pictures, talk about your likes, and a human would match you up with girls. And there was a real stigma to it. You know, the the thought process was, you know, people at these dating services can't get girls at the bar. It exhausted all other 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 options before. And they were expensive, like twenty five hundred dollars. You know, is about what it cost. Yeah. And uh, and in my head, often free for women, twenty five hundred dollars for guys, and uh, part of me is like, but doesn't that say something too? Like someone who has twenty five hundred dollars to devote to this yeah, cause man. has a real. Let job. me tell you about Probably the, the Cadillac the version of that that still exists today. That thing you just mentioned, Tiger Woods was in on this. There's this uh, this this service. It's it's not an escort service. It's a rich guy matching up with hot chicks. Oh, you're fan doing a, this, oh, uh, oh, this chick sugar was, daddy. Yeah, no, yeah, not yeah. Sugar Daddy. No, 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 it's not that. It's not that either. This chick was on the Stern Show, and she was describing how she hung out, and she was one of the chicks that was sleeping with Tiger Woods behind his wife's back or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I'm part of this dating service, and like, you just get matched with like a, an NFL player or a Wall Street millionaire or whatever, and you know, it, it's, it's, it's like the highest level of like a Tinder or something like that. And, and, and she described, you know, meeting Woods and how he was kind of dorky and all this stuff. It was really cool to, like, get an insight into that. Now, Sugar Daddies and oh, the, the one thing. that... Dude, you see that shit on Tinder. 
it's, it's, it's one is violent. slightly more like upfront about it. I mean, and I don't give a shit. I don't care what people want to do. If, if they're both upfront about what their desires are in that, if he's just like, I want a hot girl, and she's like, I want to be with someone who's really fucking famous or really wealthy or will take care of me or whatever it happens to be, I don't care what those those uh, those decisions are made on, but I just want those kind of upfront. And, that, and that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't care that website does that, but I mean, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever. I mean, at some level, that's oh, been no. going on forever, right? So, well, yeah, it's definitely been going on forever. Like, I, on Tinder, you'll see on profiles, you'll like click to open their bio and read their little, you know, three sentence thing that says they like adventure and ice cream or whatever. They're all so similar. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not like the other girls. I like adventure and crafts. And Taylor, when they're 32, like, they'll start to get a personality, I assure you. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember you telling me that, that, that hard and fast. I told my wife that swim, one. Bitch. My wife flipped her shit about that. She was not at all pleased about that. I'm like, you'll have to go watch the episode. I don't think I want to explain anymore. <laughs> oh, right, right. But meanwhile, you'll, she was totally into like the Yankees. <laughs> I, I've seen people's bios that say, looking for a sugar daddy. And it'll just be like, clearly sultry looking photos. And it's part of me is like, you know what? I got to respect that on some level. You're just coming out and saying it. I am one step above an actual prostitute. Like I, that's what no I'm way. looking for. Better. Just Better money. Than that. It's not. It's not one step above. It's. It's it, because. It's, I mean, it's sex work in a sense, but it's ahead of time, without the kind of shit that goes along with all this illegal shit that goes with it's it in terms of money. Yeah, it, yeah, I agree. Smarter. That's maybe the words I was looking for. One of my wife's male friends was a sh was you know he wasn't particularly super well off or anything, but was on one of these sites as a sugar daddy and doing that. And I had some stories from her about him, and he fucking loved it. He thought it was great. You know, yeah, like, what if you could like, be like a like a like a real low tier tier sugar daddy? Like I mean, trips to Wendy's, sneakers at the mall. Like like I got a car with gas in it. I don't need any gas money from you. <laughs> oh, romantic. I'll carry your money, tray, but nothing bitch. anything particularly great. And it was just like you know, these were girls in college. These were you know, he's like, I'm having the best sex of my life. I'm seeing a couple of different girls. You know, but they do <laughs> shit like you know, like text him a bill. You know, like text him a picture of a bill, and like he would be kind of expected that part of his responsibility was to pick this up you know like and i don't know i think you know a part of me would be like okay yeah, i understand I this if you that. just well i don't know it's it's what again it's what you agree to if you're going to think this is a relationship and this girl really likes you for you yeah you don't want to be texting a picture of a bill and that's your fucking tag for getting laid tonight <laughs> like of course not but if, if this is kind of you know what it is you're like all right well i can cut this off whenever i want i'm evaluating this on a moment to moment she asked for like a new house i'm like that's that's not what part of this is about Hypothetical know, like, young, younger single Woody has to know, how big are these bills? Is this like a $77 electric the, bill? It depends right? what level lady we're <laughs> talking about. Exactly. So there are some Woody, girls. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like in, in terms of like, you know, he, he was a lower level sugar daddy on this thing, right? I bet you like, I bet you you can scale that fucking up too. I bet you Donald there are people Sterling, in this thing. right? The guy who owned uh, that, that team in, L in LA or whatever, who got caught saying the stuff about uh, ra that racist stuff, right? The Clippers, he owned the Clippers. Thanks, Chiz. He, he was a top tear sugar daddy right mm -hmm. he's got like a 20 something like year old like beautiful chick and he's in his 70s or 80s or whatever and uh and and just making it rain on her right like tens of thousands of dollars a month and you know there's many tears below that i was going to ask you earlier taylor what would it take let, let what would it take to turn you off on a really beautiful woman let's say that like on the taylor scale she's an mm. 8.5 out of 10 she's she's 23 years old mm. she's She's so, okay. Give him the and easy example. Give him the extreme. Let's hear what would it take to turn him off to 10. Well, we have to keep it realistic. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a 10. 
Um, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I mean, I, on your personal scale, the 10. The, the girl is so beautiful, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not trying to make anyone a match here. I think, let me think, it would have to be something hygiene-related. Uh, like, if she did have, like, really bad breath or rotted teeth or... Um, or or if Ooh. like yeah just a smelly box like if there was uh and if it was not just like a normal smell of smelliness if it was like a something something is awry would you attempt like, the first like the first round thing. of like here um, you know, oh like la- i really laugh. like you but annoying laugh perfect if she had a honking like kind of this is your perfect you know, woman she meets all the other criteria, but she has an annoying laugh. Are you kidding me? Yes, Tail's dude, a funny guy. Dude, dude, one of my like one of the best feelings in the world is making a pretty woman laugh really hard. It's like right. one of the best feelings in the world. It's great. Yeah. And if every time like you say something that you know is hilarious and they should love it, and she goes, oh, 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 you're gonna be like, oh, oh. really? No, like, I like that. I would find uh-huh. that charming. No, I would not like that. I would want like a, a cute tittery laugh or just a normal laugh is fine, but like a honky one would be grating. And then if I was like at, you know, Woody, we, a we restaurant probably, or something, we probably have honking. our own like shitty things that just that would like rule someone out that are totally not reasonable to everybody else. But I'm mm-hmm. kind of with you on this one. That seems a weird one to rule it out. Uh-huh. Sorry, uh-huh. That's that, a, that's I, I think of unique so. ones. Uh, man, man hands, Chiz. You or uh, yeah, Chiz said man hands. That's not a deal breaker for me. I don't really care uh, as long as their hands are normal. Ish size. If they're a little large, it doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? Um, not I, like that episode of Seinfeld I where it's clearly one. like an NFL linebacker's hand in that dress when he's crushing the lobster. <laughs> uh, to my yeah, wife, ahead, a beard is a showstopper, right? And I was telling her how funny you were last week, Taylor, on, on like, yeah, and, and Taylor's on Tinder and he's doing fantastic on there. And she said, as if you were a burn victim, doesn't he still have that beard? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was baffling to her that anybody could like somebody with a beard. And I'm like, yeah, but not everyone dislikes beards as much. And she goes, no, all women find beards intolerable. And wow. it's like, no, no, that's not true. Please don't start dating Gekki. She's, she's <laughs> wonderful in many ways, but, but she is not into the beard thing. I, Taylor no, could, I'm saying she's obviously could, both of like, she's been out of the dating market for so long. Yeah. Like all the actual like qualifications about beards that I've seen on Tinder profiles, which for the most part, there's no like, I love beards or I hate beards because right. most women are like, well, you know, most men tend to shave eventually and it just happens. But the only like qualifying ones I see are like, I've maybe seen one that said not if you have a beard, I won't like it. I don't like beards, but I've seen a dozen that say like if you have a beard there's a good chance i already like you or something like that and it's like oh all right like you know and, and in 10 years or so like it'll fade back out and it'll be a different thing maybe it'll be the Hitler mustaches stash. again next like <laughs> it's just a natural cycle but for now most Stick women happen, i think baby. like beards and i look much better in a beard than a no beard in my opinion, in the opinion of for your loneliness ultimately fucking meaningless that tells I like you having, nothing about any sort of compatibility. Nothing whatsoever. And like maybe if you're just like, just okay, I, I hear you, Kyle, on sense. You're just looking to get laid. Sure, whatever. Okay, like if this is the quickest way route to it. But in that sense, you know, if she says, I hate beards, you really want to get laid, just shave your beard. It grows back in a fucking couple weeks, I'm only right? Really like, who cares? For just sex if that's all they have to offer. Like right. if I meet a chick and she's super cool and it ends up we click, it's like, why, why would I not want to date her? You know, like, so it's really just a, we'll see where we go till we go. I, one rule for Tinder and online dating that I'm fucking up is you're supposed to not, 
not like an actual rule, but you're supposed to wait a while after responding to things. Oh, um, no, like no, text like back and forth. This is what yeah, we're talking not, about. well, and like uh, when like I've had conversations that are back and forth because we're both clearly talking. But you know, if she sends something thirty minutes after I send something, I'm supposed to wait a little bit so it doesn't come off as like, oh, I'm just hunting on you know for new chicks all day. But and this is why I like in person more than online dating for you know putting yourself out there. They won't they won't believe that you came up with a funny line real quick if you don't send it right away. Like if I send a joke forty minutes later, they're gonna be like, oh, how long was he musing on that? That dumb cunt. Like that, that's why like it's easier to, to get the first process done with the Tinder swipe. But my level of confidence as far as like like if there's a 10 on Tinder who just sees my picture and there's a 10 in a bar who I'm able to go up and start talking to. I have way more confidence in myself if I'm in person there talking than I do just a picture because you can just roll with the punches and you can immediately get a vibe for how they are. You know, they're do, not so reserved. Do you try to get the, the chick over to text messaging as soon as possible? Uh Yes. I mean, I, yeah. not like as soon as possible, but as soon as I know, like, I'm interested. Well, you'll jump I, the gun, but, but no. you know, that's the goal. Why? Uh, it, it's well, yeah, like I, I've moved quite a few of them over to text. To get her number yeah. and to get her over to text, because, because like now you, it, it's just cementing things another level. Like, like, like it's, it's showing that you're both more interested and you've got her there then. And it's, it's more instantaneous. The, the notification of text is better. Yeah, you, you know, it's, it's, it's more personal. You can be it's better to get them over to the text thing. You, then you can have a real rapid-fire conversation and, and show off yeah. your, your charms. And uh, I haven't done this yet because I feel like people in my age bracket and younger, which is obviously kind of who I'm looking for, like people my age and younger don't like telephone calls. No. And I'm, I much prefer telephone calls a lot of the time if it's like a, a you know, fiddle-fucking-around. Like, is it going to be 7.30? Well, it's going to be a little bit late. Oh, well, well we can go here instead and do that. Ah, uh, no, I don't want to do, like, it's just like, can we just, can we be on the phone for eight seconds and get yeah. all of this ironed out, please? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, I and I feel like, I don't know now if calling someone on the Actually, phone we're talking to, about like, deal breakers earlier. plan set up, like, that is, is that too forward now? Or is that just allowed or is that that's, is that confident or that has been a deal breaker for me in my life where a girl just repeatedly was always fucking late to everything and i'm just like you know i value my time oh yeah, I, yeah. I can't help but think that if you're late to everything you are this is somehow reflecting on your perception of me or it's something like that just like i can't i can't deal with that forever like that's or their not lateness, something i'm interested in their lateness is symptomatic of other flaws in their personality or, or lifestyle in some way like Could there's be. a like, you, you know, like I that see one that in of itself is enough of a flaw in some it's sense. very you know, disrespectful. Always fucking with my time. Like, it's mm -hmm. not actually like, like, like chronic people are late, though. Like, like so, so my wife is late a lot and uh, I can see why it happens. It's because like she needs to be at a place at I'll say 130. It isn't until 115 when she's like, oh, my goodness. I have to hustle there so that I can get on time. But that that says to what Kyle just said, though. That's symptomatic of something else. Well, she's a planner day her issue is it doesn't dawn on her that there's like a time to get moving emergency until too late. She just, sure. you should, uh, you know? and that reflects on how she bit. feels about me because I'll, I'll tell you what, I have two different modes. The mode that is when a girl, when a girl is coming over and the mode when there's not one coming over or when I have to go meet her that all of a sudden that is number one priority. It's like, you want to, you want to <laughs> see me clean a house? Tell me a girl's coming over. I'm fucking spick and span, motherfucker. I'm scrubbing shit. Mm -hmm. But like on a regular day, it's like, oh yeah, your dad's coming. I was like, ah, oh, well, I'll kick that shit out of the bed then. You know, like 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 yeah. I don't I don't care what he thinks, but but I want you know best foot forward. And all I it takes to like get her. me to be get my place spotless is like the 
a, a half of 1% chance that I will be bringing someone home later. And if that's the case, like I will clean it as though the queen herself was showing up in her little uh, white gloves to do the dust test. Uh-huh. Like it, it's a great way to make sure everything is clean. I'm, I'm, I'm very neat right now. <laughs> I'll bet I'm you are. Very, except, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, do you make your bed? I, I, yeah, of course I make, well, right now, um, <laughs> yeah, right now. I, my, well, right now my bed's not good. My whole bedroom is a disaster because I, I'm, uh, I'm going to be moving in the next couple of months. And I was like, Months? I'm not going to order a whole uh, in the next like five weeks or so. Uh, I'm not going to order and get a whole bunch of new bedroom stuff just so I can pay movers to then move it somewhere else. I'm just going to buy it once I get there and just move it straight in. And so it's like a real ser- serial killer's bedroom right now. Just a mattress on the floor because I can't, which, which, which no woman wants to sleep on. I don't remember what comedian was saying that, but mattress on the floor is super, super unappealing. Uh, even if you frame it as, "Hey, I'm moving soon," <laughs> even yeah, even house? then, no, oh, no, I'm uh, I'm living in an area for show. a while. I'm, yeah, I considered it, but I'm living uh, in an area to see uh, if see if I'll fit. be in St. Louis for the next couple of years, and then also if it's a fit. Yeah, because I am at an age where you know, who knows? Maybe when I'm 29 or something, like another thing pops up in Denver or in California. I don't know, and so. Uh, it's maybe it's just anxiety of you know a third life crisis. Who knows? Ooh. But I just don't want to commit too much one to that. One third life crisis. Yeah, I said ah. one third. I saw the confusion. Yeah, he said yeah, a no, third life crisis. Say, I'm like, did you have like, two what already? You were right. really ahead of schedule. <laughs> yes. Well, I had my ninth. <laughs> uh, oh, he believes uh, in reincarnation. Also, before, we, before we move past the, the before we move past the Tinder thing, I want to throw a lot of credit to everybody on the PKA Reddit who was doing hilarious photoshops of me. And it's the round of applause, you guys. Those were, those were hilarious. And, and I Look was, at my Skype uh, profile pic. Yeah, that's Skype you plus. shirtless on a horse like Vladimir Putin being led by <laughs> yeah, a Cossack. I saw that one, actually. <laughs> yeah, and there's, there's, if you go to the PKA Reddit and just go like top by week, it's all, it's just Taylor as, you know, in The Martian, Taylor <laughs> as Kim Jong un. Uh, and then someone just like a couple hours ago posted Find Taylor, and it's all of these crowds from like riots and genocides and North Korea. And I'm just photoshopped in there. Uh, ISIS, I'm in an ISIS parade holding their flag. <laughs> uh, I decided that one was not going to go on my Tinder. Did, uh-uh. uh, did any of them? <laughs> did any of them make your Tinder? Um, a couple of them did. It, More than one. The app is actually. Um, I think two. I, I'll have to check. Like all day today, the app itself has been like down. Like I haven't been able to sign in. I think they're doing maintenance or some shit. Um, but it's I, the there's a couple I use, and these are these are so funny. I could look at these all day, especially like I, I appreciate all the effort for the ones that are really good. Um, I, I'm trying to think of what the best ones where I don't want to leave anybody out, but the really good ones. Where I'm like, man, that almost looks like my body. And then there are the other ones where one they just really good. they the mountain that one. The mountain climbing one was good. And then there are other ones where they just take me from a weird angle and they just photoshopped me onto that like uh, distended belly, starving African child. And it's like, well, that looks nothing like me, but I see. I like you know, it. At the end of the day, you were just trying to be mean-spirited and I appreciate it. Like, I like <laughs> it when you're in the crowd. Those are my favorites. Because it's like you're a little smaller, you're a little background. It takes a while. And then like, that's distinctly tailored. You know, and, and it, I like those a lot. You know, at the end of The Shining, when you can see Jack Nicholson in that picture from like 1936, all black and white, and they slowly zoom in on it. Somebody, somebody put him in that picture too. Anyone who know who like Stanley Kubrick? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's great. They put me on Conor McGregor. Uh, that was a good one. They put me on. I mean, honestly, as uh, 
the only one I didn't like is they in that crowd one. They I, there were pictures of me photoshopped as like a Nazi or ISIS or like these horrible horrible groups, and then they photoshopped me once as a Chicago Blackhawks fan right after they won the cup, holding up an inflatable Stanley Cup, and I was like, come on guys, let's keep it, let's keep this tasteful. <laughs> ISIS is fine, okay, but but you put me in that Blackhawks jersey. Everybody knows <laughs> that's two steps too far. Terrorists, but they could get a false impression that you know I'm a Hawks fan, and that would be even worse. But and all that to say, two thumbs up for you guys. That was really really funny. I got a lot of laughs out of that. And Chiz's point right there about uh, Tinder, women's bias against short men. None of us are short on here, so we can talk about it. Uh, he like he, he's a hundred percent right. Like it's it. I would feel so bad because so many of these are like you know they'll either say six foot and up, which is ridiculous. That's like what percent of people are six foot and up, and or like uh, anyone short or like or they'll or what they put up is like I'm five eight and I like to wear fourteen inch heels, so you better be tall. You know, swipe swipe left if you're not. And it's like I mean I, I kind of get it because that's a high priority. It'd be like if if I were the one being pursued, I'd put like if you are morbidly obese. You know, no dice. Sorry, our lifestyles aren't going to match up. Like, we're not going to get along well. And I'm not going to be attracted to you. So, I, I, dated I get a it. Woman just... who was, I dated a woman who was like 5'9", maybe a little more. And she and if we went out somewhere nice, she'd put on like these three-inch heels. So, I'd put some, I bought lifts. I put fucking lifts <laughs> in my shoes. I'm six, three, six foot three and a half with lifts on, motherfucker. I'm towering <laughs> over your ass. Yeah, you're going to have to skin on your toes to kiss me, Two bitch. can play this game. <laughs> <laughs> you can go on Amazon and buy lifts and they just slide into the, the heel of your shoe. So if you're out there and you're a five foot nine man, not, there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's scummy that women feel this way, but hey, go in there and buy some lifts and fake it until you not make scummy. it. Mm. It's just it's a push up bra. But they're attracted for guys. to you know? it's a push up bra for men. Absolutely. And and like the last thing that that I would I don't want to be looking eye to eye with you. Like it's a little intimidating. I want you to be a little shorter. I I, I prefer a shorter woman. I would I not I don't think I'd, I'd feel a little weird if she was six three. Like it, like I knew a girl. I never, like, I never met her or anything. But I was talking to a girl who was legitimately six foot one, and I, I think I've talked about it before. Her legs like four feet long. It was incredibly sexy, but it was like, damn. When we stand next to each other. Like I'm not quite sure. I, I don't who's know. I, I, I had a girl I dated for a while who was a tall girl, and she looked fucking incredible naked in bed. Just like the length of her, like yeah. it was just. She was just an amazing looking girl, and like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's I like I like shorter girls generally. Yeah, like, I, 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 guys, like as long as the chick isn't taller than you, I think for the most part, guys are mostly cool with it. But yeah. for women, like if a woman is five four, she doesn't want necessarily a guy who's five six as much as she would a guy who's six foot. And I guess again, that's just life. I guess like everybody knows that you know short guys have to work harder to. To get to the same place, they even I, do that with uh with like job and salary and shit. Like uh, like taller people are more likely to make uh are more likely to be like executives and politicians and well, and well obviously athletes that makes sense. Super like everything about taller girls. That's halo effect, right? That's halo. So it's like yeah. you know attractive people. You think they're kinder. You think they're smarter. You think they're blah 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 blah. It's just because they're attractive. I bet Jackie's yeah, five seven. I've been with her for 25, 26 years, something like that. And, uh, you know, whatever. It's been, a, it's been a lifetime. Over that lifetime, she's gained and lost 10 pounds here and there. If you're taller, it, it hangs better. You know, if a girl who's 5'3 gains 10 pounds, all of a sudden, you know, she's Woo. round. 
And uh, well, it's a bigger percentage of her body weight as well. Yeah, yeah but it also that just too. doesn't hang right. Like I would swear, if they both gained, I'll make up a number. You know, five percent. That uh, on a taller girl, it just you know they, they can still look nice. And yep. on a on a shorter girl, it's like ah, you know, you've reached emergency zone. You got to get that cleaned up. And, you know, there's some genetics involved, too, like depending on where that weight dis gets distributed. Like as a sure, man, sure. like if you gain weight and all of a sudden you, it goes to your ass, your thighs, you're like, oh, my, look at these, this feminine flabby ass I've got. And these big <laughs> flat, like, like you sit down in shorts and you're fly, like your, your thighs like flatten out and do something gross. Mm -hmm. But on a girl, that can look pretty good. Like if all of a sudden she's got a little more junk in the trunk, like, like if you're genetically predisposed to like add that 5% mostly to your butt or your thighs or to your boobs, like... Yeah, I got, I got, I got, it's like a buffer zone. Where's the place on guys, though, that looks good when it gets fatter? Like, I agree <laughs> no, with you on women, this. like tits or ass or thighs. Like, if it's a reasonable amount of fat, like, it can look very good. It's attractive. Yeah. It makes them soft and appealing and whatnot. Yeah. But guys, like, I've I'm not a woman, so I don't know. I can't see through their eyes. But I don't feel like women would look at a guy's <laughs> gut and be like, oh, that just Dylan, makes Dylan, him so much softer. You can't, come on. You just spent all episode talking about the attempts you have to to see through their eyes by manipulating your shoes, by working out, by doing all this <laughs> stuff on Tinder, you really want to you really want to now go. This was the one you couldn't really make a statement on. All the other ones were fine, but not this one. The answer. No, you know to what? It? You're right. You're right. You you're, they're yeah. all fine. They're all fine. I can see through their eyes just fine. I empathize with everyone perfectly. So, but so women clearly don't look at a guy with a fat pudge belly. And no. go like, oh, he's soft. He's he's oh, look at those say, fat thighs. They're fun to slap around. Like, sometimes no. <laughs> guys put on weight like in their deltoids and chest, like they're apple shaped when they get heavy, and that is the more athletic looking fat guy than the pear shaped guy. That's true. I think ideally, like if you're a man, you want equal distribution so that it's it's less visible if you mm -hmm. gain ten pounds. That would be the ideal. But with a woman, there are places that look better fatter and that's just not true for a man because the man the the aesthetically pleasing thing for a man is fit and and you know muscular and strong like like and that can be laid out in many different ways you could be big and bulky and like wide or you could you could have like a more slender sort of like sh small waist and and shoulders wider than your waist and get get, get that triangle trapezoid thing going on yeah. like there's different compositions for the man just as there are for like, women i think yeah. i have that equal di equal distribution of fat and the downside of it is you can gain 30 pounds before you like declare an emergency that needs to be addressed <laughs> true <laughs> whereas like it, on the other hand like if it all went straight to love handles i might gain 10 and be like dude we need to address this it goes to my love handles and uh, to my chest. I'll start get, like like all of a sudden I will not look good in a in a tight fitting shirt. It's like oh there's a little man boob there or like oh I hate the love handles. Right now I'm mm -hmm. at like 160 pounds or something and and I'm I'm really liking the look I have. I, I'm I'm, I'm need to add more muscle because I think I can get all the way to a six pack if I, if I really keep my, if I, if I don't gain more fat from where I am and I just, and in fact add lose muscle. fat, but also tone and add more muscle. I, I think I can get to a six pack at fucking 30 plus, which I've, I've never had a six pack before. There was a time when I was maybe 23 and I got in a crazy workout thing where I was just every night just in the mirror doing curls or whatever, listening to rock music. <laughs> like I remember, like, like Johnny Cash, there's a man going around <laughs> digging names. I'm like staring in the mirror with a 25 in each hand, like, yeah, that's me. Who <laughs> <laughs> free and who to blame? Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers, and I'm just fucking cranking them out. And like, like, I remember like if I did like like a quarter sit up and like flexed, it was like boom, boom, boom. Like, oh yeah, you can see him. 
And then like I got with a girl and like all that slid, <laughs> slid away. So we're, 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 you know, heading back uphill toward that. Are you I, lifting right the, now? I, yeah, much? I've got, yeah. Uh, got my, my, uh, my oh, stuff nice. over here. How much does that weigh? A little one. I've got a, I got all of them here. This you one. bought a whole set? And there's a 25, there's, um, this one's 15, uh-huh. 25, 10, and a 45. I got an adjustable one, and in hindsight, I think maybe I should have bought a set, you know, because I'm stronger at some exercises than others. I did. I had this in my head that I didn't want to decorate with kettlebells, and now it's like, what do you should have just bought the five pack and... Yeah, I just throw them in the corner when I'm not take up much room at all. Mm -mm. Like I just put them right in the corner when I'm done, and and I don't mind. I was uh, uh, oh shit, I lost my train of thought. It's going to be about fitness. Oh, we're talking about uh, oh, we're talking about getting fat, uh, and where you guys get it. I I put on uh skull weight, head weight. (laughs) Uh, like if I gain weight, one of the first places I get it is, is cheeks. And I are, I naturally have a gigantic head and a gigantic skull Poor mother. and I, I gain it on my, uh, <laughs> on pretty my, sure it grows my head. Out. Like the, if it's yes. like the, yeah. Taylor's it's mother shot. has a it vagina to Kyle wouldn't approve of now. I'm so and shocked that, <laughs> that you're the oldest, you're the oldest child, right? Yeah. Mm. It's shocking that after that. She said, "Yeah, I want two more." <laughs> well, she knew that would be, she'd be like having a parade. You know, they're coming, they're coming out, you know? They just fall out. Yeah, how long were you in labor with that one? Uh, three minutes tops. You know? <laughs> Got came out on the car right here. Uh, I get I get head fat and then uh, thigh fat. I get fat in my thighs hmm. and I hate getting fat in my thighs. That's an easy one to self shame. Because thighs naturally ripple a lot, so you just stand in the mirror naked and you give yourself like fingers like this. You don't give a full slap because you don't want to like make it like play it up. You want it to be a realist. Because like if you if you slap someone who's fit with, with a full hand, it's gonna ripple and you're gonna get an unrealistic expectation of what you're looking for. So you try and get a nippy slap where you're just getting the tip and you go like this and you slap both of your thighs as you're naked looking in the so mirror. Right now, right now we're getting your motivational techniques is what you're giving yes. us. Yes. yes, and then uh, you just look at yourself in the eyes or at your thighs and just you just look for a second. You're like, God, what What the fuck? What we, the fuck? We who who likes that? Who's, who's going to look at you and think this is okay? Don't, That's what don't they're gonna record notice. this and put this on your Tinder. This is not helpful for you. <laughs> we did our PK hangout uh, last weekend, which is where uh, if, if you check out our Patreon down below for $5, uh, I think you get the show uh, early as soon as it comes out. For $10, you get PKN with video and the show early and all that stuff. Um, but for $50, these guys come in and for several hours uh, a month, we just hang out with them. Taylor, Taylor is coming now, so if anyone's interested in, in getting a little more Taylor in their life, you can have a private conversation with him for a few hours. And what we did this weekend, it was the three of us, we were in there, and then um, you know, we, we said, all right, th- goodbye, everyone. And um, before I hung up, I, Woody left, and we were all hanging up, I suppose, but I was going to hang up, and then I was like, oh, wait, any final questions? And then it went on for another hour. Get out. For another I missed hour. an hour? You missed it. You we did were... two and a half hours or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. I mean, we all agreed to say goodbye, and we even did a round of final questions, and it appeared yes. that it was wrapping. I had no and idea. And then someone piped up just before I was going to hit the button, and Taylor and I stayed for like literally another hour and a half, and we got those guys. Those guys started posting shirtless pictures of themselves, and we started hitting them with the shame, and I started giving them diagnoses. <laughs> diagnoses. I was like, oh, like dude, you're thing. six weeks of dieting and working <laughs> out away from being happy with yourself. Six weeks of dieting and being and working out and being happy, and then the other guy's like, you know, he showed us a picture and he's he's five foot five, and I was like, you are three months 
of dieting <laughs> and working out from being happy with yourself. And look at that guy's hands. He's got a big cock. That guy's got a big <laughs> cock on him. And, it, and it's going to be even bigger when you get that weight off, bro. And we had a really nice shaming kind of time mm. with those guys. So if you're interested in that, there are some real characters in there. Everybody's really fucking yes, cool. Yes, they they're great. My favorite, my, fa my new favorite, although I love you all, Bearded Man. I, forgive me for not knowing your name. Bearded man whose parents are wealthy, love That's you. Great. That guy, that guy was FaceTiming like through or, or thing, through his phone while on the plane. He lands. He's like, "You guys want to go through X-ray? Done. Puts us <laughs> on the X-ray machine. We get to see that go go through and happen." But this <laughs> other guy, this British guy, no, he's not British. This other guy uh, from maybe Missouri or wherever the fuck. His girlfriend is from a polygamist family. So oh, for yeah. like 45 minutes, we had the most Utah. interesting conversation ever. Utah, thank you, because she was like taking a bit of issue with some of the things I've said about polygamy in the past and that it's a kind of a cult. And what mm -hmm. I, I don't mean every I'm polygamy. I'm interested to hear. Sure. But, but they, she broke it down. She's like, yeah, my parents are polygamous. My dad has like, I don't remember. Four I think her dad had four wives. Right? Like that was the deal. I, I thought like, it was granddad, but I could be wrong. I'm almost positive it was her dad. But, but in any case, like, she broke it down. Um, uh, that we started talking about um, um, LDS. We started talking about the Celestial Temple. It was fascinating. And then I was like, so what do you think about polygamy? Like, would you ever be open to bring another lady into the relationship between you and this gentleman? And she was like, most girls, like 99.9% .9 of girls, if you said this, it would be like, boom, no. Showstopper. No, this is my man or whatever. She was like, eh. It maybe. wasn't a hard no. It was a no, but it was yeah. like, eh, I don't think so. That's an I'm open to it. Yeah. Every man. You guys have heard monogamish. himself up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. like, like they're. Well, <laughs> like maybe they can slide in there and like like get a multiple guy kind of thing going. Uh, yeah, that yeah. is. Uh, Did you, Kyle, it is weird. I, how, oh, go ahead. I think it was the the Saturday one, and Taylor wasn't there. Kyle, do you remember that guy giving me shit, and I went back hard at him? I remember so well that uh, I, I'm going to give him an extra week of the show for free because he was his feelings were hurt quite a bit, and the second hangout, he he kept his mic muted the whole time out of fear. Of you. Did he? I didn't even. Did he come to the second hangout? <laughs> Are you exaggerating? I don't think he was at the second one. Because he kept Mike muted in fear. Maybe, dude. The guy was fear. So here's what happened. I'll, I'll tell it, Kyle. You tell me if I'm telling it wrong. Uh, somehow the broken leg come up, came up or something, and uh, he started like insulting me pretty much. You know, he's like, "Yeah, you know, you're old. You're not rehealing like you used to. You're." I, I don't know if he called me fat, but like in my head, it was. <laughs> it's the kind of thing like an internet troll would say, but not in person. So I, I went right back at him. I don't remember if I said all this. I haven't in, in my head since then. But it's like, you know, you have problems with obesity. You're already balding. You're this, you're that. And, and it was like I came, I called him an asshole several times. Because um, <laughs> he is. He was totally clear, an This asshole. is a super fan, right? Uh, probably this not is one me. of the people who uh, this is not Kyle. the kind of experience that you will normally <laughs> expect if you become one of our fifty dollars so, patreons. And, and I'll just, just clarify. Just to, was, just to just to mention, the guy is the five foot five tall, eighteen year old with that was he? overweight, needed three months. It, oh, I didn't know that. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I, I watched this interview with with Bill Clinton was having, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, what didn't you expect about being president?" And the way he described it was. He said, you know, people don't see you as a three-dimensional person anymore. And what he means by that is, like, they don't, like, interact with them like they're just regular they people with thoughts I and feelings. They only want pussy. <laughs> so when <laughs> but, this but guy, you know, last play. 
would never <laughs> no, say that. He, you're saying he would never say this to a, a like his friend or like a, someone in his life normally. This is because you you occupy some position in his mind that's different than just a normal companion. Exactly right. But like yeah. in, in in truth, like I. I I was thinking to myself, like I, in my head, I was like, oh, what if we do a fitness roundtable? How's it going to go? I've got most, I'm not happy right now. Like I'm not like in a good place. I'm hardly outdoors. I sit inside in a dark room, elevating my leg for about two and a half weeks now. And uh, I'm, I'm not like I'm going to kill myself or anything, but I'm just fucking unhappy. And, uh, and this guy like taking shots at me was all it took to be like, no, fuck you. You know, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit, calling me old, saying I'm going to heal badly, things aren't going to go well. And, you know, that guy said just the right thing to attack me. When Kyle, your, your face is betraying you. It seems like yeah. you, <laughs> you well, have I'm, another We're on the same team here. Um, <laughs> Woody, Woody just described how he saw things go down, and we'll just leave that. You know, I, 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 we're all on the same team here. Hypothetically, <laughs> in another scenario, what could have happened? I, I just, in maybe my memory world. is just a little foggy. I, maybe I, I just don't, re I don't recall. I don't recall. <laughs> Like, yeah. I feel like I I'm at one of those. I feel like one of Trump's underlings sitting in front of Congress <laughs> right now. Like, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't recall. I, yeah, I, I don't recall. I don't mean to be lying. What difference at but, this point doesn't make. You yeah, know? <laughs> he was talking about how old I was. He was saying I wasn't going to heal well. Like that was his thing, and that was like the worst thing that someone could have said to me at the time. And and I don't think you know, his, his, like his motivation was to hurt my feelings. I think he was just sort of running with a meme. You know, like people have been calling me seven thousand years old since I was thirty six. And, uh, you know, it, but I didn't need to hear it. And, uh, I don't know how this came up or why I'm suddenly like bearing my soul on PKA, but, but here I am. <laughs> yeah. In large parts to do with Woody that, uh, mostly when things, uh, some irritate you, you, just let them pass over your shoulder. You never ever come back to them. And this one just really kind of stuck out, huh? I'm not good at that. You know, they, like historically the whole, you know, water off a duck's back thing isn't how I'm wired, although I'm better than I used to be. But right now, like I got outside in the sun today, actually two days in a row, but uh, it's not the lifestyle that leads to me being like the, the joyous me. I, I, I Have you thought about just like sitting out in the sun? Like maybe not even doing anything? Just, well, no, because Woody's outside all the time, maybe like no, suddenly getting no sun, like, because you seem like obviously not happy with how active you usually are. Now you can't do shit because you're injured. Like maybe just being outside, just kind of fiddle fucking around, you know, on your, or I guess the crutches aren't fun. Are you still like sprained from those or? I, um, uh, yeah, like my hands are all bruised and stuff from trying aww. to get around. Um, <laughs> I bought that a peg leg. I, that wasn't mocking. I, I, I was like, oh, I, I could. Oh, it didn't that, sound mocking. I, I bet it's sore. Like, like, I'm sorry if it came out oh, that yeah. way. I was looking at that and I was like, I know that's sore because there's broken blood. Like, if you've ever broken like a blood vessel in your palm or something, you're like, oh, god damn. I bought oh. a peg leg and uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fucking peg Yarr. leg. And uh, oh, yeah. I, do you guys want to see it? Yes. Swashbuckling I saw the peg leg. That's, uh, wait, do you have that yet? Yeah, he's yeah, I have it. I'm I'm decent at it. I can walk around and stuff and not need crutches. This is okay. So this is a crutch. A crutch. You'll see it. He's gonna link the picture. Okay. Let me just say, if he ever takes a tumble on this motherfucker, it's gonna be the, the most awkward, painful fall, and it's gonna be difficult to get himself back up. It's uh, yeah. Check this out. All right. Oh, you're gonna link oh, me. I thought you meant in. Yeah. I swear to God, this is true. When I walk around with this peg leg. Colin makes pirate noises. Awesome. 
He's all, Look at how. He's like, R. This bitch is really excited to be a part of the team. I thought I injured myself. Now I can bedazzle my peg leg. My, my, my wife's How dad much longer until his, it's healed? Uh, Only two months. You know, this is a shame. A couple, uh, maybe a year ago now. And uh -huh. he had one of these on, on wheels. One of the other ones on frequently bought together on wheels that he was on for a couple months. Because, like, that shit doesn't heal fast at all. Like, when you do that kind of damage to yourself. So, um, I could see that. I, I didn't. He didn't have the leg, though. I would have loved to make pirate noises for him. That would have been. <laughs> would have been yeah. I thought when I got it that, like, it would be like, aha. Now I'm mobile. Now I can walk like a regular person does. I can use my hands. Like one of the problems now, like even getting a glass of water for myself is a bit of a challenge because it's hard to work crutches and, and hold a glass of water at the same time. Like with this peg leg, shocks. Maybe I'll go out and start like woodworking and stuff like that. That hasn't been my experience. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm pretty um, agile with it. it. Like it's, it's, so when I walk, it's like loose and it like, grabs but if i make it really tight it's uncomfortable in a different way and uh, i remember when uh kitty it, kyle's friend kitty she has a wheelchair because she's um she needs a wheelchair Arthritis. sometimes and uh, she showed it to me and she was really excited about it because her wheelchair is pimp it's like purple and something else it's like a thirty five hundred dollar custom made carbon fiber and titanium and aluminum thing I, I i oftentimes disassemble it and like put it in and out of cars and i can take the whole thing and like you know just like like, like just put it straight out like i can this like 15 pound uh uh and it, it weigh i think the whole thing weighs maybe 20 pounds and I it's think a wheelchair it matches her paintball gun too like it's anodized yeah, it does. and she has um <laughs> a color set that is almost like her brand like a signature it has lights and, in the rims and she showed it to me and she was really excited about it and i can see why she would be but i guess it, in my head although i tried to hide it it, it was like oh like as cool as this is wheelchair like i'm not envious i don't wish i had one too and uh, that's kind of how I feel about my peg leg. Like, I feel like, oh, like, a, congratulations. Can I tell you, can I tell yeah. you a kitty story? Um, mm -hmm. so, so, like, kitty's arthritis has improved, I think. Like, like it's, uh, I believe it's rheumatoid arthritis, but she's got a few things going on that complicated. Her, her joints are very painful, especially on, like, rainy days or in certain times of the month. So she's, uh, she's, she bought the wheelchair because she thought she was going to be dependent on it more than she actually is these days. And she got that really nice one. And uh, we were going to a convention one time, and, and the convention, like, I, I remember I put the, not a Fitbit, but a, a, like a pedometer on my phone for that convention, and I walked, like, 12 miles that day. And, like, like it was just just walking around the booths, you know, at uh, and Vegas. And so to get her around this thing, we got this, uh, this wheel. I, I don't remember what it's called, but basically it attaches to the spoke uh, but that's between the two wheelchair wheels and then a rubber-treaded... Uh, battery-powered wheel makes contact with the ground, and she's got controls for it, and it will zip her around up hills and stuff at a good clip, right? And so everything had been going well. Uh, at first, they sent her a prototype because this thing's like five grand just for the wheel, and uh, and the prototype like caught fire in a mall or something like that, started shooting sparks Not out. Hers, uh, the one like hers, Ooh. hers did. <laughs> Sorry, she and so like got a new one. The battery for this thing, it's a light lipo battery whatever they are mm -hmm. um but it's still like 20 inches long six inches wide and an inch and a half thick like it's a big fucking battery so so you're a little scared of that thing but it's but you need that power to go up hills and such so we're going into the convention center we're going into this gigantic hall room and she's zipping along right next to me on the carpet and then all of a sudden i hear Whoo! 
and she takes off and i'm like kitty kitty and i start running behind her and because she's out of fucking control she barrels into this big table full of like guns and shit <laughs> overturns and she's just like out on the floor and i was like Ouch. oh shit not unconscious but she's like Fallen out of the chair and oh, like okay. you know the chair is toppled over the wheel is still <laughs> like like going to town and like like me and another guy like oh shit let's let's get her together we were all taken aback at first by this by this because it was like you don't understand what's powering it like if you've never seen one you're like how does that even happen it's it's got a mind of its own and we're all mm. trying to turn the wheel off it was pretty fucking funny I'm sure it was a bit embarrassing for her but I'll never forget that when she like, wasn't we're walking that was horrifying we're walking As someone and, like, in the wheelchair yeah yeah she's right. just taken away. And I'm, she's just like fumbling with the controls, like oh she, oh she, like she's going like ten miles an hour, like a jogging pace. Oh you yeah. You know what? Uh, a good social. You know how like a lot of pranksters pretend that it's social experimentation, but really they're just kind of being mean in public. Yes. Yeah. Something. It, you know, one that is mean spirited that I would never even think of doing, but someone else should and post it online is uh, turning those rascals that they let fat people use at Walmart is make those remote controlled. <laughs> and I bet, I bet still, a lot of those fat fucks will be too lazy to get out and be like, well, I guess we're not going down the chip aisle to this time. <laughs> you know, they'll still just go where you take them, I bet, because they, they're not going to get out and then walk back. That would be an interesting social experiment. It would be fun, to yeah. See. If, if it, you didn't just, like, take over and drive them everywhere. You just force them to make healthy choices. You know? Yeah. Oh, so. that's it, yeah. <laughs> You just speed them past the chips, speed them past the candy, uh, p park them in front of the bananas uh, yeah. for like I guess probably half an hour until they're like, "We're well, gonna move until I get these bananas," you know? <laughs> they get their bananas. Uh, what else would you make them sit in front of? Uh, I'd make them go sit in front of like the uh, the vitamin water. section and all like the self care stuff, so that all the people who like give a fuck would walk by and maybe a little bit of shame would kick off. You know, the the journey of a Million miles starts with a single bit of shame. Yeah, Confucius said. Slap to the thigh. Yeah, a single, well, a double slap to the thigh. You know, you gotta, <laughs> you want to really shame yourself. Hit those saddlebags hard. Uh, watch them roll. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'll do a couple of lads. Alrighty. <clears throat> Movement watches was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. The watchmaker's goal is to change the way consumers think about fashion by offering high-quality minimalist products at revolutionary prices. With over 1 million watches sold to customers in 160-plus countries around the world, Movement Watches have solidified themselves as the world's fastest-growing watch company. Movement Watches started just $95. At a department store, you're looking at four or 500 bucks. Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman and all that retail market and provide you with the best possible price. Classic designs... Uh, quality, construction, and styled minimalism. Over 1 million watches sold, as I said. You can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmtmovement.com slash pka. This watch uh, has a really clean design. Seriously. Um, yeah. So uh, step, your, uh, step up your watch game with movement. Go to movement.com slash pka. Join the movement. Oh, a little pun there. Check yep. them out. Guess who's going to wear... Their watch on the date tomorrow night. This guy, because I'm all about self improvement. And when you watch PK and you work out with us and you shame yourself and you wear a nice heavy watch, you're just every aspect of life. You're just ticking it up, just ticking it up, better and better. That's why I here. think that showing that you can accessorize says something a bit subliminally 
about your personality and what you're about. And going that extra mile, showing her that you have done something just for her, says something as well. It's it's not about like just the watch. It's not that she's going to look at the watch and <laughs> it's it's more that you went through the extra effort of trying to make yourself look nice. This is a guy for her. who's put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You look or you don't look like you just rolled out of bed and looked disheveled. Like a watch really brings it all together. So, so check them out. Which brings us to another sponsor, Dollar Shave Club. Mm. It's a smarter choice. You can get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. It's an it's an awesome life hack and it's a no brainer. You no longer have to schlep on over to the. Uh, to the uh, store and buy those cheap disposable razors that give you a cheap shave, get those razor bumps and ingrown hairs, which are awful, or spend a fortune on razors with gimmicky shaving tech that you just don't need, like a whole bunch of blades or a laser pointer or something like that. And when I use my doctor, uh, do- Dollar Shave Club executive razor with their Dr. Carver's shave butter, the blade just gently slides, giving me such a smooth shave. That's true. That stuff is clear. It's transparent. So you see what you're what you're doing you know you're, you're running a razor blade along some pretty sensitive parts of your body so it might not be a good idea to have a big foamy mess of cream there so join us and make the smarter choice by joining the dollar shave club for a limited time new members get their first month of the executive razor with a tube of the dr carver shave butter for only five dollars with free shipping after that razors are just a few dollars per month that's a 15 dollars value for only five bucks in your first month's box you're going to get an awesome weighty handle a full cassette of four cartridges and a tube of that shave butter after your first month, replacement uh, cartridges ship automatically at the regular price. There are no hidden fees, no commitments. You can cancel anytime you'd like. You can only get this offer at dollarshaveclub.com slash PKA. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash PKA. Taylor, tell me, what and where do you shave? Because it's clearly not up top. Uh, not necessarily true. I was going to say I shave your here. eyeballs. This whole area, so it doesn't grow up really high, because that's nobody wants a beard up to here. Mm. Like you know how the hound's Wolf beard man. grows, Aye. where uh, where it's like all the way up here. Like it's not a good look. You don't want high cheek hair, and so I get rid of that. I also get rid of this so that my uh, beard doesn't connect to my, my chest hair. Mm-hmm. That's also not a good look. And then of course I I keep uh, the genital region all uh, not a hundred percent, you know, but it's spick and span. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Keep it all I, I, I think you want to keep it, the it's really just a courteous thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, what I, what I, I keep everything above. Look, I'm, I'm gonna put this gently. I put everything above my cock. Um, I like to like <laughs> just trim that down to about two millimeters. I have a digital uh, trimmer, which I freaking love. You can go buy like tenths of millimeters with this thing. And it's like doop 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 doop, and like all right, that's where I want this part, and then doop 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 doop. That's where I want this part. And I, and I use a, I, I've memorized at this point through trial and error how many millimeters I want everywhere. 2.5 is what I shave my face at. But about 1.5 or 2 is where I want my, myself downstairs. Now, everything below the cock, on the sides of the cock, and like on the just cock itself. One millimeter is stubble. No, no, no. no. It's, 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 you're, you're not moisturizing properly then, Woody, if, you're, <laughs> if your hair's not... Like, like you got to keep in mind, after I step out of that steaming bath, mm. after I've loofed off, after I've squeegeed everything up, after I've conditioned and shampooed and uh, went through my whole rigmarole, I get out and start bathing myself with cocoa butter lotion. <laughs> it goes everywhere. I'm not kidding. Like there is a different moisturizer for every part of my body. My feet get a special lotion. My hands get a special lotion. My entire body does, and then my face gets some. Uh, uh, it's not a sponsor or anything, but some some Jack Black's uh, you know uh, facial moisturizer. Yeah, I, I do something similar to that. 
if I run out of shampoo, but I still have body wash there, sometimes I'll go a week or two just using body wash as shampoo. Yeah, you're a you're a monster. You're a monster. <laughs> Told me that, and I, like like every now and then I'll send Taylor a link to a new product. I'm like, here, this is what you want for your hands, or like here, this is what you want to put on like your butt, or like you know, there's a different thing for everywhere. Like if, if anyone out there has acne or acne on your butt, it's so hard. Like like you can I took if your you advice. Get, I got the Mederma stuff. Yes, the yeah. Mederma stuff is like lots of men have stretch marks. Like as, when you go through puberty and adolescence, we get big quickly. I had a friend in high school who like shot up three or four inches during the summer, and on his back he had stretch marks in the middle of his back. How how awful! I had some stretch marks. I guess I still do to some regard on my like love handles. And I've been using Mederma um, 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 stretch mark cream for years. And at this point, they are the same. They're they're a little bit lighter than my skin tone. So when I tan, they just disappear. Stretch marks are very unsightly. A lot of women get them on their boobies, you know, especially on the top part where they've, you know, mm -hmm. grown it to themselves. And uh, so I highly recommend that I as think well. Again, not a sponsor, just okay, wings. No, only on the hips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not not like the belly stretch marks that you get from a baby sometimes, but but like when I see a woman with stretch marks on her thighs, to me that implies that like she got very womanly. Like she's got that. It's it's. I see it the same way that you maybe everyone else sees like the curve of the shape. I, I prefer no stretch marks in the same way. I'm, I'm pretty sure most people prefer no <laughs> stretch marks. But, like, I, I mean, it's as long as they're not, like, the, uh, yeah, I'll put that in my Tinder profile. Cheers. Uh, no <laughs> stretch marks, you fat sow. No, if you have stretch going, marks, what, what you can you suck my dick. Actually, no, you can't. That's the point. You know, like, <laughs> like that thing. Like, no, I can't judge. I, I have the same thing Kyle talked about where, you know, you go through puberty and you get those, like, above handle side ones because you grow really quick i have uh they're not that noticeable but i have some on my arm my tricep area like they're they're pretty much invisible but they're very teeny and i can see them um i, I don't really care about those because nobody really looks at that area of your arm i wouldn't think it's usually kind of next to your body yeah but yeah I, I did take on. your advice i took your advice on the Moderma thing i've been using that every night um hopefully i'll notice in a bit but yeah i, I mean body wash shampoo just think 100 years ago they didn't even have shampoo or body wash so put it in perspective yeah they, they also <laughs> usually died at childbirth and 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 shit in a bucket they kept in under the bed like florida now yeah, yeah like, like florida, florida now it's like it was like modern day florida or india everywhere <laughs> or india yeah we're they don't just even bother a with a bucket shit bucket no no chiz no <laughs> yeah no none of that asshole uh -uh. yeah uh, do you want but, to talk about Houston? Because that's been, it's literally the the most rainfall from a, uh, a storm in our history, right? Like, it's like 52 inches or something it dumped. I, I keep seeing that, you know, 15 trillion gallon uh, figure thrown out there. It's, at first, it was, it was like, oh, man, this is so terrible. And it still is terrible. But the outpouring of assistance, I saw that line of people going into the disaster with pickup trucks and boats, people who purchased boats yeah. to go help Texans who were from Oklahoma and, you know, New Orleans and or, uh, Louisiana and, and neighboring states. Really great to see that. It, in other parts of Texas. All over the, all over the country, of course, Texas. And, and they, um, it, sa it says some really bad stuff that, about our infrastructure. Um, but it also just says so many great things about, like, what, you know, how, how good people are and how, how kind we can be to one another. I, I saw a black guy in a, uh, in a parking lot with a shotgun, and uh, these people pulled I up next to him. I saw that as well. These, these two ladies were next to him. They're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm protecting the stores. We're not going to have any looting. You need food, that's one thing. 
I'm not going to see you taking a flat screen TV out of this place. And then he yells at someone who's off camera. Do it. I dare you. I'm ex SWAT. I'll cut your ass in half. And it's like, yeah, like these people aren't going to have that. They're not yep. going to be disgraced the way that like, you know, you he saw a lot of hearing bad stuff. protection on ready that, to roll. That's how ready he was to shoot. Someone. <laughs> and, like, he was wearing it the way I do with like one ear here. He, he was one quick snap and a pull from from busting that guy's head like a clay. And oh, you, you know what? I would have been on his side. I don't think not, the I mean, not really. Have. Him, <laughs> yeah, yeah, course, yeah. But <laughs> not for real. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I liked. I liked to see that. It was like someone taking enough pride in their community that, like, no, that's what it was. Now you know what? Nobody's gonna stop this from happening, and so this guy's gonna stop this from happening. He's like, I'm you know, protecting like, these local businesses. We're not gonna have that kind of stuff here. And I, I yeah, it, it wasn't an AT and T store or something where it's like no. they'll just replace it. It was like some mom and pop grocery store or something where you know they they're not gonna be able to recover if someone goes in there and steals all their all their merchandise. I Ransacks heard an argument place. for stealing food that actually kind of won me over. They, they're like, you know, if you don't steal this food and eat it during this time of emergency, it's gonna rot. It's not like this food's gonna be okay six weeks from now. You might as well steal it. It's perishable. In the like, video, someone in the video, the girl was like, "Yeah, that guy just dropped that flat screen TV." <laughs> so like, it was a, it was a, they were stealing TVs. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that. It, it's really hard to defend that, but uh, food, food, yeah, the, the food and stuff. It was like, yeah, you know, like, I guess loot the grocery store. What else is gonna yeah, happen? I mean, it's gonna rot. If like. If it's like just starting to rain and you burst into Walmart, like it's time to survive, like people are still in line, like then then you're just a, an asshole. But I, I totally get the pilfering, not even pilfering, uh, and not even looting food. I, I think you would say salvaging with food because like you're trying to get something that you do need. Mm. Like I, I get stealing food. Like if you, if I see a fat person running in to steal food, I'm like, all right, ulterior motives here. You weren't you went to well, straight wait, to the are they running? and you bought and you, you're stealing. You, you're stealing ice cream cake. Don't even try and play this off. Like, like that kind of shit. It's going melt anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just eating it in place at the freezer door. My, yeah, I, uh, my I, wife is it's, legit it's a, worried. She has some stress about flooding at our house. She's like, Hurricane Harvey's headed this way. What if there's a flooding here? She's seeing. I'm like, baby, take it from someone who flies over this area like three times a week. The, the river would have to raise sixty feet. We live on top of the hill. There's like, yeah. Look at every neighbor we have. They're all lower than us, like elevation-wise. And uh, it, it, we're fine. We're fine. But it's a stress point of her. I think I made her feel better, but yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that brings us to Irma because she may have mm. something to worry about with Hurricane Irma. Do you want to bring up that graphic? I'll, uh, I'll, or I'll link it. I want to see this. You're talking yeah, about this before so, show right? started. I saw today with Irma that it's like they're not even 100% sure it's not going to veer off or fizzle out or something, right? They're like not 100 Well, it's right. definitely not going to fizz, fizzle out because that's just the nature of the, the hot and cold water and the pressure systems. It's going to hit a Category 5. The real question is, does it make landfall on the East Coast or does it brush against it sending lots of rain showers? Or does it go against the, what these models here would show and does it scoop on into the Gulf Coast where it would empower itself some more and just basically be another harvey but even more powerful mm. well that would suck it certainly would oh i don't know which one of these is irma um it's the one that's out in the atlantic uh and, oh, bottom and, right yeah if you uh if you, if you click the link there uh you can uh you can sort of go it's the one in the bottom right so he and you can uh you he can linked. skip forward in time 
to like the eighth or if you go at the bottom, you, there's Saturday, Sunday, yeah, Monday. Click Friday. Huh. What about this one up by Halifax? This one by that's, Nova Scotia. I think that's John's. the remainders of Harvey uh, heading off. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't know where it was at this point. It's mostly dissipated. It's 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 over. I got a hell of a rain shower all night last night and most of today. I would assume that that's what it was. Um, but if you click Friday the eighth, you can see this thing. This, this thing is uh, over the Dominican Republic uh, and Cuba, and um, you can sort of. I don't know if on this one you can, but on the other uh, site I used, you could determine the yeah the wind speeds at 190. Uh, as I'm clicking there, on the inside. Oh. That can't be right. It says 310. You're at no, that can't speed? be right. Well, yeah, you want to, if you put the the marker on the uh, the inner wall. I don't know if that's KPH or or what, but so definitely going to be a category four or five. Uh, it's it's a real question as to where it goes. That could be terrible if that if that goes into the Gulf because they are there's so many. I keep hearing you know that that so many of the levees and the rivers are at at the maximum level, and you know they're they're letting water into the city to keep them from bursting. All they need is another 24 inches of rain to just turn a, a, a disaster into a catastrophe. I wonder how long mm -hmm. it takes for the water to clear. They're saying weeks. They're saying weeks. It has because it, it has to go through drainage systems. It has to. I, I was reading a little bit about it today because mm -hmm. I'm curious about that too. You know, they were saying good old fashioned evaporation when they get the drain uh, when the storm drains start working correctly when the pumps get back online then maybe. And then last night I was watching CNN, there's all these like things being caused by the flooding. There's a, there's a hydrogen peroxide plant where there was two large explosions last night and 10 deputies inhaled the fumes and had to go to the hospital. But like they're keeping oh, the crew man. so far back from that, you, you don't even know what's going on. They're saying black smoke's coming from this chemical plant. There's going to be such an ecological, environmental disaster there from, forget about what's in that water besides sewage and the cholera and the E. coli and stuff. What about the chemicals? What about what about all of the the, the, the oil and you know all those refineries are there? I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's. Kyle, it'll like... all flow safely back into the sea. Oh, mm -hmm. nature's dumpster. Oh, okay. Yeah, nature's dumpster. <laughs> That's where all of the things I, we're not interested in go. And the ocean a, does and, and then Irma will pick it all back up and distribute it right back onto us. I don't want to. Like, like for like, for real though, like, like 35 death toll. I think that's what it is so far. Around 35. Think about if this happened in a not first world country, something this severe in a city as big as Houston. I think it's the fourth biggest city in the country, one of the biggest in the world. Like it, the this, death this, toll would be in hundreds of thousands if we didn't the have like outcome first world of, of climate change. I mean, this this is more severe weather systems like this. I'm not saying this one is or isn't. I know nothing about that particularly for this, but this type of thing is what you see with with yeah. I mean, yeah, that's maybe totally possible. I'm just saying, like, think about how much, like, obviously, that many people dying is awful. You know, it's no, I don't. Like, you, I don't. You, you never think that you could, but like, think about how, like, if this happened in India, sure. hundreds of thousands dead. Even if you pr pretend India has the same population as us, like, or you would think so, right? Like, okay, okay. I know if I it might be Haiti, a profiteering but... asshole, but does anyone else see business opportunities in this? I mean, oh, the, if you're a be plumber a or an HVAC guy or a framer or working anywhere in the trades, seriously consider moving to Houston. 
and working there for real the next couple of years or real estate developer you know like there's a lot of opportunity we have a place that's going to rebuild they've had a lot of damage and people are going to be charging premium prices because supply and demand is wildly out of whack right there there's a, a business like in my universe is from a while back and uh, they did environmental cleanup that, that was like, that was their business and uh, to hear my father describe it he's like you know the guy was just churning away making 400 grand nothing nothing and then katrina comes along boom they have like a seven million plus year and now he's like in a different stratosphere in terms of wealth and uh it's like yes yeah so what do you do what, are you a plumber are you like, even an auto repair man might clean up down there it, you want to be one stop shop oh, you want to show I'm up gonna open up a, a sponge store you want no, you want to <laughs> show up down store. there <laughs> you want to show up down there and offer a one-stop shop like look we're going to go in there we're going to gut the whole first floor we're going to drain any water that's in your sub basement we're going to like rip all the drywall out we're going to come into your house and in three months we're going to get it back to you brand new like oh you got a hole in your roof we do that too like if you could do that and, and You'd really clean up. That guy, and lots I, of people will. Like you said, that sounds nasty. Even the HVAC nasty. subcontractor that the guy you described hires is also going to clean up. There's, yeah. There is such an opportunity to be made out of this disaster. And I feel like there's a lot of people who have the skill set to take advantage of it who are just going to sit in their rut in Wyoming doing what they've always done because they're not like ambitious enough to go down there. And, and I don't feel like it's evil. You're going to have happy customers. The customers will determine oh, whether yeah. or not you're good you're or right. bad. Go down there and help them with their supply and demand issues. Do something. Make yeah, a person, like the, the only reason that there's that they'll be able to quickly, like you were saying, oh, well, let us take us over for three months and we'll get you your house back. Like if there wasn't a price incentive for companies to go there and do something like that, they'd be shit out of luck getting their house back the way it was. You know, or Jeremy. they'd have one shitty contractor doing it for years on end. Like, mm -hmm. it, if anything, it seems like these people are like, all right, yeah, I understand there's a premium because our house and literally every other house was destroyed, but I'd much rather pay a premium and maybe go into debt or whatever, but have a home again, Oops. like have a house. Like, it, that's the better option. Yeah. Only 15% of those homes have uh, flood insurance. That's no, that's but get in the game. That's a scary number. Saying. You know, it is, but the, the government is going to bail them out, which brings me to a related topic I, I, this area this houston area is filled with politicians that didn't help at sandy you know when sandy hit new york and new jersey they were like ah fuck those liberals now it hit the the red state and everyone is like hey i remember but they'll get their money the republicans own uh, pretty much every branch of government right now so it's not like the democrats could even play revenge if they would yeah that I wouldn't mean, go uh, most too of the well funding is coming from the state level at this point right now and from, from public, and from public money, I saw Kevin be. Hart. Yeah. Kevin Hart, the richest man in comedy, stepped up big with 25K. K? K. K. Thank you. K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's, uh, I saw, what's his, uh, J.J. Watt, who plays for the Houston Texans. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, got something rolling now where $10 million has been raised. Like it's been mil like I went to his Twitter just twelve million. Chiz just said it like grows he's constantly. killing it. So awesome for him. I, I don't know anything about the Houston Texans, but I really like JJ Watt now. Seems Donald like a stand up Trump, guy. Donald Trump donated one million dollars today. I saw that and I didn't believe one million dollars because he always lies about his donations. Like they're never true. It's always like someone else's money or like he was supposed to donate his never, presidential salary, always. didn't do it. <laughs> well, you can't. <laughs> I, he was going to defer it, but then they were like, well, we have to pay you. That's just the deal. I, 
lots of presidents throughout history have uh, donated their donated salary it. to other people, and uh, and Trump said he would, but hasn't thus far. Has he so, gotten his first check though? So he, like, wait, how do they he, pay so the president? Donated, I bet a monthly. I bet along with everyone else's payroll. Is it like shitty of me that like like a million dollars is so fucking much money? But when I know somebody is a billionaire and they donate a million, like my first thought is always like, oh, you could have done more. But then, like, I also think if I was a billionaire, I would see the logic in being like if I, you know, fucking owned Wendy's and I was worth eight billion dollars and something like this happened, like I I could totally rationalize like I'm going to donate a million dollars to this. Like that is a lot. That's a lot for everybody but me. There you go. Perfect. I feel great. (laughs) Like. Like it, it's, and I know that they're not like these billionaires aren't sitting there liquid with you know just uh, Scrooge McDuck money sitting in a vault that they're they're hoarding. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Do you kind of get the same thing of where you're like, oh really, uh, fucking you know, king of Saudi Arabia, you donated two million dollars to this got, cause. You're worth thirty billion. I got that too, feeling like, about Kevin Hart because like like someone Google Kevin Hart. Chiz, tell us how much Kevin Hart's worth. I'm gonna guess two hundred fifty million to five hundred million. That hundred and ten million. I'll it, it, take it's guess. the under on 250. It's you. You'd be right. It's 120 million according to Chiz. 120 million. And, and 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 look. I undershot I, it. I lose. We're really. Th- I'm sure everyone's really thankful for that 25 thousand dollars. But we're all thinking the same thing, right? Like you're one step above uh, Joel Olstein, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like like I'm yeah. sure there's plenty of like local business owners who are poning up more than that who are worth. Eight hundred thousand, who are who are worth you know one point three million, and they're coming up with twenty five k. Does Kevin Hart have any like, connection to the area? I don't know. Okay. Beyonce like, does. Uh, she's from Houston. Uh, I think she dropped a million or so, like or, or, or as much as she could. She said, which that's not true. <laughs> which is a lot. But, yeah, yeah, that's all. Well, as much as you could is probably like ninety or a hundred million dollars. But look, they, not to not to quibble over people's donations. No, but least. it would be like it would be like me donating. You know, a dollar ninety-five, and and then and then like putting that news out there, like put the press release out. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing, I'm writing this off. You know, dollar yeah. ninety-five straight to the straight to the cause. That can buy a fifth of a gallon of gasoline at that one asshole's gas station that's charging twenty bucks a gallon. Did you guys hear about that? Okay, let's talk about price gouging because I I, I knew that there's that price gouging can be a positive sometimes as much as insane as that sounds. So I, I looked it up and here's some actual reasons why it's a good idea. Without price increases, many people buy extra supplies just in case, uh, regardless of what they've got tucked away in their houses or what supplies they already have. They're, they're, they'll go in there and they'll buy five generators and then they'll turn around and start selling them for profit and stuff. Uh, price increase uh, encourages conservation of the resources that people already have. Uh, the ability to raise uh, prices encourages businesses to stock excess reserves. It, it, it's not always an evil capitalist trying to try to make money off of suffering. Sometimes it's just the market adjusting for a catastrophe. Yeah, for the new enormous demand. Like, I, that's a really good way to articulate it because I hadn't considered that before. Like, like, if I were at that gas station and I were five cars back, and it was normal prices for gas, and there's some dude up there filling up his ninth can, you know, just in case. It's like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, everybody else in this line is paying for your safety right now. Like, we're take, get, taking extra time, going to get flooded. We're not going to get what we need. You're going to have 10 times as much as you need, and you're going to sell it to someone. Like, I honestly, I, I like I, my gut reaction to the $20 gallon of gas, I'm like, fucking asshole, douche. But this does actually make sense. Well, what if the you're gas right. is like five or seven instead? 
I mean, would that also have uh, those positive effects? I bet it probably trended up. I like it, it would. Mm. I bet it didn't go from two fifteen or two ninety five to twenty right away. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It it sounds awful, and and I mean, but but I. I don't think it's always a, an evil thing that's happening. It's sometimes it, it might be the best case scenario to make as many people safe and well as possible. Yeah, it might be the end result either. could end up being much better for the populace, even though it sounds shitty. And, and you know, if I had a case of water, I certainly wouldn't price gouge anyone. I'd be like, dude, come on. Come on. You want a couple bottles? Do you think, yeah. do you think the people doing that, though, that's what they're thinking? This is for the best of everyone? No, it doesn't matter what they think, though. It's it's it? it's 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 the end effect. It's it, it's what the 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 it's what. A, 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 I'm not entirely sold on the argument yet. I, I I can hear what you're saying about maybe there's some benefits to it. Maybe I, I'd want to hear more about that. But well, there, there's definitely some benefits is, to it. My suspicion is these people are not doing this out of their thought that this will help the most number of people if I make the most money here. And and I gotta think that motivation matters to some degree. Like retroactively, I mean, you're, you, you're denying you're denying your neighbors. A, no, go ahead. Denying Sorry, your community, you. denying your gas, denying your community, denying your neighbors things they need You're right only now. Denying poor people these things <laughs> <laughs> makes it better, right? <laughs> yeah. Not, if if filthy, like if you were if you were at a, a store and yeah. they were quickly running out of Aquafina water bottles that you're going to need, and yeah. it turns out that store left them at two ninety nine for a thirty pack all weekend, and you get there and a hundred percent of everything is gone. That's that's pretty shitty, you know. Whereas if they had pretty changed it, if I and get said, there too, and it's they're up to like a grand piece or a couple thousand well, it wouldn't dollars, be a, it wouldn't be a grand because there's a point at which people just wouldn't be able to functionally pay for it. But I'm, if they, if it's thirty if it's twenty five thirty dollars for that thirty pack, a dollar a bottle, maybe now you don't go. It's three dollars. I probably need five hundred bottles of water because this could take six months. Instead, you might go. All right, I'll, I mean, maybe I'll grab the two is, of these. going to be plenty of time to run out. Here we are talking about this, and we're thinking about. I mean, I'm applying rationality to it, and perhaps in that situation, rationality isn't a part of it. But if I look at that and go, it's thirty dollars, or a hundred dollars, or five dollars for those, and I rationally need those to survive, I don't really care the price. So, and I might even think about that in the sense of, all right, yeah, I can't really afford to pay a hundred dollars for a fucking carton of water regularly. But in that scenario, I could still overstock with that price, and not. You know, not no one is extent, saved. Though. All that happens in what sense? Why? Why not? If it's if it's a let's say it's a fifty dollar, a hundred dollar to use your example case of water. Yeah. And let's say you showed up, and you know you think you need you know two cases of water, and so you'd spend two hundred, right? Yeah. Like that. That's what you would do. If you showed up and there were and, it, and they were three dollars, they hadn't changed the price. All that water is going to be gone, and some dude out there has 13 cases of water that he is reselling to people for $5 a pop. So it just, I like, I, this is a good example, Kyle, of something where on the face value, you look at it and you're like, Oh, I already made up my mind. I fucking got it. Like asshole. But then really, when you do think gouging. about it, this, this makes sense. It is conserving the current well, supply in a no, way. Um, I, hotel rooms. So, uh, we had a power outage here a couple of years ago. And, you know, the first day you're like, eh, no big deal. You know, it's cold showers are crazy, right? I feel like a psychotic. And then day two comes around. It's like, I'm going to go to my dad's house and take a shower. And then day three comes around. You're like, tomorrow morning, it'll just be on, right? And then day four comes. And you're like, all right, let's start looking for hotels. And then we started looking. And it's like, they're all sold out. Every hotel room is sold out. And I'm talking about a 30-mile radius. Every direction, 30 miles, they're sold out. 
and the shittiest like motel room that like I'd never go to 25 miles away is $400 a night. We ended up driving halfway to Atlanta to get a hotel room at like some place called Chateau Elan. Uh, that same place where I uh, fucked my girlfriend in the back room, by the way. Oh, and uh, yeah, they don't know about circle. that though. Yeah. yeah, full circle. Yeah, it all comes back around. <laughs> and uh, and and even there, I think it was like two fifty a night or something, and they were normally like half that or something. It feels really shitty, but I guarantee some cunt would be buying up blocks of rooms for a hundred dollars each and then putting them on like you know subletting them out somehow on the internet or something. If you did, he'd be on Craigslist. Like I got a room. Six hundred dollars a night. So, so the argument is someone else is going to be doing this already. We should do it to a lesser extent now. It, it's no. The arg- the it's not pra- an argument of morality. It's an argument of of practicality. I think in that by doing this, you are making so that the first comers aren't basically getting every single thing in excess. You're making it so that people who show up late, they're not showing up to an empty uh, zombie land style store. They're going to still see a $25 pack of water there that someone thought, okay, I'm not going to need so seven of these see, anymore. I'm just going to get greater good. It's no it. longer first come, first serve. It's now most money first serve. Don't you see how that's better? Well, no. It, it, if it was like, <laughs> if they were like 3000 if they were, were $3,000 cases of water, then yeah, you'd have a point. But these, for most people, spending $20 on a case of water as opposed to $3, you know, you can still purchase what was it, two of those as opposed to 10 uh, 20 bucks for a gallon of gas or something like that. That's a lot. So it, it's That's definitely a lot, but it, you can't it's not everybody filling their cars up. It, it's in, not in one prohibitively place. expensive for most people. You know, and, and it isn't a good situation. There's shitty parts on both sides, but I really, what Kyle said does make sense. Like, I would be happy to pay the extra money so that if I wasn't able to get to the store on time and, and stock up, like, I'd if, be happy when if, I got if, there if, and saw. If so. it works that way. So, and again, I'm, I'm going to ask you an impossible question in the sense that, I mean, just from spinning this out theoretically, like, what is actually happening here? You can't know this, but do you know, you know, maybe, well, maybe you do. Maybe you have some source that I don't, but I suspect you don't. But do you have any sense that that's actually what occurred? Did that actually do what you're hypothesizing that it did? Did it actually slow down the rate of consumption of this? Did it actually make it so more people had this available to them than would have otherwise happened? Because I don't yeah. know that that actually yeah, is I'm the sure case. To. It would just happen. Yeah. Yeah. Why, Taylor doesn't why have the that? data. Because that's how market economics work any other time. That's how supply and I mean, demand I mean, there's works. only, there's only one article linked right here, and it, it agrees with my point of view. Right. <laughs> I can find more. But this is notorious right-wing site. Which Pull the extreme on that, right? you got two of them, right? And they're water, and people are going to come in. They're going to pay whatever you price that at. Marking it up isn't you made more people get it. You just made more profit off the two you had. So I, I understand no, that's an extreme, and the extreme is not necessarily it's it's some it's somewhat unfairly making your point here. But I am curious as to with whether or not what you're suggesting actually happened, because this would, got yeah. this markup. Well, when, when you raise prices on things, people they start to realign how much they need them. Like someone who sees like if I go to into a store, yeah, but, if, and but people, what you people just said it's probably pro- what you England. said makes absolute sense. You know, when when you realign prices, people reevaluate how much do they actually need this. But in a state of emergency, where they're not sure of how long their power, water, et cetera, is going to be out, their assessment of how much they need this might go up as fast as your prices go up. In which case, you haven't given it to many more people. All you've done is screw these individuals who are there for more. And that, that is literally price gouging, right? You take advantage of the fact that people have this extreme need. You take the extreme amount out of them. Yeah, but th- this is all an issue of like whether or not this is right or moral. The way you're phrasing it, and that's like, it, and I agree, it's probably not 100% moral or right. Agreed. But who who really cares? It's it's an issue of 
when you raise the price on something, people are going to reevaluate the extent to which they need that. And so if I walk into a Costco and all of those bottles of water are $3, I'm going to fill my fucking car with them. Fill my fucking car. Whereas if it's $30, I might go, hold on. Not, I might. I will go, hold on. I'll go, I'll, I'll get two of these because I really don't need all the rest of this. And in doing so, you've made it so that people aren't leaving there with entire, you know, Jeep Grand Cherokees full of water while people who showed up late get, you know, a, a can of, or a, a jar of pickles, which wouldn't even But want. that's a Freudian slip. You're thinking about buying a Jeep Grand Cherokee, aren't you? Um, it's, I, I thought about it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't a Freudian it, slip. It, was, it wasn't a Freudian slip. I don't want to fuck it. You, know? <laughs> you want to fuck it. But it will get you laid. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to put some great shoes on it. See, see where it takes me. I made that same argument that Filthy made a dozen times, but for medicine. You know, like, like people will pay anything when they're in that state of emergency and it's price gouging and it's wrong. It, 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 to me, medicine is one of the few areas where, you know, it deserves some thought as to whether or not capitalism is the perfect fit for that. You know, mostly I love capitalism. Almost, almost every problem is solved efficiently with it. But in medicine, in states of emergency, some regulation might be called for. And, and I, I, guess I don't, like I don't know a lot about this. Isn't about there regulation this? for this? Like, I'm pretty sure yeah, price I, gouging is illegal, right? I'm Case. reading it right now. So uh, it's not... So it says, uh, Paxton, a Republican, had a good answer. Clearly, uh, and according to Paxton, clearly the Texas legislature thought differently because they put a penalty in place. Clearly they didn't want necessities to be jacked up in price. Uh, another host ch then chimed in wondering whether laws against price gouging might cut off the supply chain by reducing incentives. Uh, okay, well, that wasn't as interesting as I thought it would be. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, I, th I thought it was going to be a lot more enlightening to this, but this... This really seems to be just two articles of people going, you know, a lot of people think the price gouging is okay, and they have a point. <laughs> Other people seem to think that it's shady, and they have a point. Well, I'm Mr. Middle Ground. Like you know? Filthy wanted to talk about North Korea before the show came up. I don't know if it's North great. Korea? Uh, North Korea is best Korea. Oh. It's a very tricky no, topic, North Korea. I don't know what the answer is there. I, I, I do. I, oh, well... What's the answer? I've got so it. Fortunate. I've got it. You gotta get. You, you gotta work from within, right? You gotta. You gotta topple the Kim regime by killing him. You mm -hmm. gotta kill Kim Jong Un, and uh, and and then find one of his generals to be your buddy, right? Like, like uh. hey, Kim Jong Kim Jong Not, uh, <laughs> we'd like you to uh, to set things up for us, and and we'd like some. You know, maybe you could be the supreme leader for a while. You you got that. You got the crazy haircut. You got the wild blank eyes. You're at least 85 pounds overweight. We we think you're a shoe in. So let's do this. That and, is a very and, American way of solving problems. We'll we'll kill them absolutely in an effort to I make friends. We cleared South America out this way. <laughs> all right, like like take note, Koreans. <laughs> like like we, we this works. You, I, you've got to kill that guy. You got to kill that crazy if, motherfucking guy. Because here's we the reason. It's there? what it's what oh, Bannon sorry, said. Bannon. It's it's exactly what Bannon said. Until you show me a a, a hypothetical scenario that doesn't end with them killing 10 million people in Seoul in the first 30 minutes with just their artillery, then this is a no-go. We have nothing to do because 40 miles away, there are thousands of artillery pieces pointed at Seoul, a city of 25 million residents, and they're ready to go at a moment's notice. Those guys are insane. They're, 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 they're sitting there ready to pull the fucking lanyard and, and start reloading as fast as they can to destroy that city. And there's no stopping artillery pieces. It's not like you can use that thing Israel has 
the the David's uh, sling or whatever. You can't mm-hmm. you can't intercept an artillery piece. This is a big fucking I didn't know conventional round coming in. Yeah. yeah, these aren't missiles. These it, it's a it's a big fucking like 120 millimeter howitzer. You know, it's a I big was shell. Only missiles can be intercepted. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, they have to be slow moving, and and so you can you know get that thing. They in Israel they intercept rocket propelled grenades and 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 all kinds of missiles, and then mm-hmm. uh, man, there's, there's how stressful does that. it have to be to be living in Seoul? Not like, at all. With all you probably don't even shit. think like, about it, honestly, dude. You, you got to be thinking about it somewhat, just because you've been living like is, that for how many years? Yeah, as a kid. We used to think about it sometimes during the Cold War. Like the Cold War thing? Yeah. I mean, my mother did in high school, or high school, maybe maybe younger, did like the fucking uh, duck and cover fucking bomb yeah. drills, right? We didn't actually the desk. do that, though. That was before me. Remember to duck and cover and look away from the light. Yeah. It's like, no, and then just wait to, wait to disintegrate. It'll hit yeah. quite the tan. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, brought, I wanted to bring it up, not because I think we have a solution, but I'm kind of curious about this situation, not necessarily even there, but just you can even tone it down in terms of degrees in this scenario. But what do you do in a scenario where there's someone who is, I mean, for, for North Korea, it's essentially insanity on some level, but it's, it's an unwillingness to back down despite every rational element of being your oh, outgunned. What are you going to no, no. do about that? What do you do in a scenario he, like that? He's the, he's, a smart, he's the smartest fox on the planet. If, if he'd ever stopped his goals for nuclear weapons. He'd have been a Saddam Hussein or a Muammar Gaddafi. He'd been that guy getting his body drugged through the streets, having his, t- his statue slapped with sandals, because that's what we do when they do what we want. When they give away all their weapons and they let the UN in and they, let, they take the humanitarian aid and they stop being an outright cunt, we come in and drag them out and hang them or let them get bullied and murdered in the, in the streets of their own cities, and it's game over. He's been sitting back and watching that shit. Muammar Gaddafi, after 9-11, he was like, whoa, Whoa, George W., I see you're on a warpath. Here, take all my shit. He's dead. He's dead. You see how he died horribly. Kim, jo- Kim Jong-un wants to live, and he wants to be the third generation of a dynasty, and he wants there to be a fourth. And you got to agree that if he gives up those nukes, he is in a much weaker position to make that happen than if he, pers- if he keeps going with them and he has that silver bullet that means the big bad wolf can't fuck with him. And, that's and on the flip side. I'm glad you said that because I, I feel like instantly every time america doesn't like someone their leader is a madman that one particular term he's a madman this guy can't be reasoned with he's crazy he did he's stupid and he's mad and he's this and he's that and i think really really you know like this guy has managed to lead a country for the last 25 years not brilliantly but he's working with what he's got there were a lot of people who wanted (laughs) king jong-un's position when he was young and he somehow managed to keep it through the transition I might agree. I might agree. Extreme rationality. I, I wouldn't like the extreme rationality of that situation. Maybe may as Kyle's presented it in some words. In other words, it's rational for him to behave mm-hmm. in this way that, from a perspective of trying to like negotiate, is possible because it gives him no advantage to do so. That may be rational. But I don't know if we're doing so well with what he has to work with. Like I feel like that's floating him a little no. bit, okay. a little bit he's more. Got, he's got tens of millions or at least millions of his citizens in internment camps mining for raw ore to sell to China. Like he's, he's got like entire <laughs> Rabble families. Rabble rousers. In, I heard they were bad kids. families are <laughs> Their born all bad. into... I saw some of those people. They're bad people. The worst people. I've never known people quite that bad. As we don't send our best to internment camps. We send our worst. Yeah, absolutely not. The <laughs> rapists, the, the murderers. North Korea does the same. You know, no, but like a million, like millions of people are... <laughs> live there and die and their mm-hmm. families are born into concentration camps and labor camps like they tear you away from your family like 
Like, just I, because I he has a, been able to retain power doesn't mean that he's not a madman. Lots of madmen throughout history have been able to keep the reins of power. I don't think that lessens the madness, quote-unquote, that they're using but, but to, to keep it. I've watched so many leaders turn from friend to foe like in my lifetime that I don't trust it anymore. You know? The hell, um, who's the guy? 9-11, the... Uh, Al-Qaeda. Bin Laden? Bin Laden is who I'm searching for. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether it be Bin Laden or Hussein or shocks half a dozen other people that we've been in, at war with, they were all fine. They were all friends at one point. And then all of a sudden, we flip the switch and they're madmen. They're, they're unreasonable. They're crazy. They're, and it's like, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like you watch it. Next time we beat the drums of war and every single... You know, the Iraq war had a approval rating at one point i remember i said 98 percent, and people fact checked it and it was wrong but it was in the 90s like some mm. 90 plus percent of people were excited it was about only me who was <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're for the iraq war and uh like it was it was insane but you cnn which was probably the biggest at the time and fox and everybody was beating the same drum on how we needed to go into iraq and solve this problem before another 9-11 happened and they would just breathe 9-11 on Iraq in the same breath again and again and again. And I, I watch it. And I've seen it. And I'm like, I don't trust it anymore. And I don't want to be all tinfoil hatty, but they're going to say that this guy is crazy, that this guy can't be reasoned with. And oftentimes what they really mean is we have commercial interests there. Yep. Yep. I, oh, I really do think. Dude, oh, go ahead, Filthy. All right. One, rationally. And some cynical part of me goes, do I care in the sense of if it really is our interest being protected there? And, you know, who knows what that actually aligns my country's interests and my interests. On some level, I almost don't care. So on one part of me goes, is it even necessary to lie to me about that? And the second part of me goes, well, what are we doing about it? Because the second part of me kind of is worried about the fact in some level that this is and this is kind of why I want to bring it up in the first place is what do you do in a scenario like this? What do you, you do? Them? I mean, what we've clearly not done right because it hasn't been resolved. It's and perhaps escalating. that is through, yeah, it's escalating. And perhaps the, the this answer... has been because they've chosen the right solution to counteract what we're doing. But what have we done wrong? What what is needs? What needs to have been changed here to our, to our not have this be the scenario? Our last presidents have just sat on their hands and they haven't done anything. Like That's everybody's just been passing the North Korea. But uh, I mean, uh, Bill Clinton gave them like a few billion dollars for them to stop their nuclear Mostly activity, and then that didn't pan out. Food and energy, it, and I agree with you, it didn't work out. But Bill Clinton tried the reasoning thing. He's like, hey, they we will give you shit. food and energy and humanitarian aid. And you cancel your um, nuclear it. program. Dude, but that, that was the 90s. Like, we knew already what they were doing there. Like, yeah, we knew so, they had internment camps of people. We, like, and that's why I don't, I can't get but, behind the whole, I want to talk oh, about what happened. it could just be. Because you okay, said they yeah, did nothing ahead. and nothing. Well, what really happened is they had to take their nuclear program underground, and it delayed their progress. And that wasn't what we were hoping for. You know, we were actually hoping to stop it. But but that's what happened. Um, to be fair, think... you can't say it delayed their progress, because we can never know. We gave them two small nuclear reactors as part of that deal to uh, help substitute, you know, power and what they losses do with that or some fuel, shit. When we give them fuel and food, they sell that shit to China and use that cash to buy enriched uranium from Iran or from Russia, or they or they buy blueprints or knowledge or technical uh, aspects, or maybe they buy a few scientists. Like 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 they're well, they, they had UN inspectors I, snooping around, and and what I'm told is it made it harder. I don't know. Uh, it's a country. Maybe it's easy to big, hide big shit country. in the whole country. Yeah. And and another thing about North Korea on a sidetrack, 
Apparently, it's hard to do spy operations there. You know, most countries, whether it be Russia or Germany or South America, which is not a country, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> we have relations with them. There's people the coming and going, etc. cetera. Uh, but in North Korea, it's a black hole. There are not people coming and going. You, you can't just have, like, C, uh, you know, CIA agents, like, strolling around in North Korea very easily. So that's why they keep surprising us with their weapons capabilities. Like, you know, oh, shucks, that... ICBM was better than we thought it was. This nuclear thing is more reliable than we thought it was because we just don't have, you know, ghosty agents in there hiding like we do in other countries. Yep. But, yeah, I don't know. North Korea is super tough. I find it really interesting. But I, to Filthy's point, I don't know any answer. Steve There's Bannon, two. I don't love him. Uh, yeah. I mean, Ten seconds. The way he outlined it, we can't do anything because Seoul's so vulnerable. Made a lot of sense. Kyle? The only two things that, that could work, one, killing the guy, like I said, and, and propping up some other guy in there who would work with us or at least not want to destroy us. Or mm. two, you keep choking the resources. You keep getting China to say, nope, no more imports of this. And, and the other day you were like, well, what stops the Chinese businessmen from like buying it anyway? Death. Death. <laughs> <laughs> this, this fucking Chinese government does not fuck around. They will disappear they your ass. And I think that if they if they continue to choke off their seafood imports as they're doing now, their lead ore, their iron ore, their copper ore imports, they keep choking North Korea as they are, then eventually, eventually the people start starving and blaming the leader and, and maybe like the higher ups, someone seizes the power and there's a coup d'etat. They, they, they wipe out Kim, the Kim family in one sweeping motion. They come in and take over. Whether that's better or worse for us, who knows? Maybe a real, actual madman, a schizophrenic <laughs> psychopath comes in and wipes the Kim regime out. And he's like, what's this button do? Boop. You know, like, like you don't know. I don't know. know. It feels very rational, though, when you're being choked out, you know, by, by that description. You know, we were talking about rationality of, this, of the leader here. If you're being choked out and you're to the point where your survival is on the line, you know, from that that strategy, why don't you push the button? Like, I mean, but like his survival yeah. isn't really. I mean, it is on the line in a way, but also like I think we're making too many excuses for the dude to where if he came out and he said, you know, when he grabbed power from his dad or whatever, uh, and he said, you know, uh, we're making a modern Korea. We're getting out of this age. We're bringing in technology. We're bringing in jobs. We're going to be a place that you want to, you know, invest. We're not doing internment camps anymore. We're going to have schools. Like, if he really tried to do that, how many fucking countries on earth? And then, and he said, and we're disbanding our military, just like Japan did post-World War II. You know, and he did something like that. Every country on earth would be like, fuck yeah, yeah, we'll give money. We'll, we'll help start shit. We'll help get stuff going in North Korea. We'll make it so that when you look at a map at night, it's not bright as fuck Seoul and South Korea and then a little a little pinprick where Pyongyang is. It's like that could have happened, but like sure. really he they, they like being evil dictators. And he is an evil dictator. You can't have millions of people no, in no, concentration no, I, camps I for decades but, like, and not call them solutions of it feels and I and I worry about this because this seems to be the route that we're kind of going. You know, okay, you kill him, that's one solution, maybe. Maybe that happens. That's, or you know. try the kind of continued solution of economic sanctions and the rest of it that's been going on and, so, and let's say that's extremely successful let's say that puts the pressure on him that we want to have put on him why is his rational solution not at a certain point to be like this pressure is unbearable snap I, I have, like I, it, it might be so if i were well, president the reason is 
what Kyle laid out earlier, everyone else who's agreed to that rational solution to start cooperating has been Hussein and Gaddafi and other people who didn't end well for them. And the, the thing about the Chinese sanctions I wanted to point out, Kyle's like, yeah, China doesn't fuck around. You know, you can't do business with them because China will, will kill you. What I keep trying to bring up is that's not what they've done. There have been sanctions against North Korea for a long time, and China has agreed to them and then fucking looked the other way and ignored them. I feel... I don't know that that's, that's true. true. I just I, I yeah. keep hearing these no, public yeah. like denunciations coming out of China and, and like they they see what's what's coming and and like there's been major escalation that that ICBM that they change. you know that missile be, that they yeah. fired literally over Japan is a is a major provocation. Well, that's that, a huge, that's huge thing. Yeah, like 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 it, it's re, it really seems like we're on the verge. I had a nightmare the other night. My father and I were were uh, were at his place. And we saw an ICBM fucking coming in the atmosphere to the east, and then a giant flash and a mushroom cloud. And it was like, oh God, what do we do? What do we do? And then I woke up and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like it sounds silly, right? But, but in a mm -hmm. dream, when you see a fucking nuclear weapon go off, it's like, I remember thinking in the dream, at least it's to the east that won't, that, you know, the prevailing winds will take it out to sea, or maybe, unfortunately for you, wet east coasters will go up to New. <laughs> North Carolina. Now to my Jersey. problem. But, but, but I, I you know, if, if, it, if it's to the west, then it, if it's to the west, if they hit Atlanta, which they would, where our CDC is, I'm sure Atlanta's bullseyed by anybody who's it's got one a new post. It's one of the good <laughs> ones. Uh, the you know that yeah. that comes right at me, and I'm like, man, there's no getting out for me if someone if they nuke Atlanta. It doesn't matter that it's 130 miles away. It's the fallout's yeah. coming. Yeah. Dude, if they if they nuke St. Louis, which they never will, it'll just like. The next day, the American average crime statistics will just drop. <laughs> like, it'll be like, uh, you know, after St. Louis was murdered, we saw a huge drop in murders in the Midwest. You know, people really focusing on Chicago now. Like, that, like they would never do that. There's nothing here worth bombing. Like, I, again, it's too far away. Like, I'm being in the Midwest. That I don't really give a really cool shit. parking lot for the library, right? We got a really cool library parking lot. We mm -hmm. got uh, they could fire their missile right through the arch. Looks like you know on books. the way to whatever city they're gonna hit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but well, yeah, that's, I think a lot. I or maybe they are... maybe they bomb the Budweiser factory. Huh? Mm. They do that. They would also lower crime. Maybe. It would. It would lower I, obesity. <laughs> I think that a lot of our yeah yeah I'm looking at it right here. This nuclear weapon target map for Missouri. Let me. <laughs> Uh, really yeah. link that. I want to see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not... I mean, there are uh, Missouri is one of the states that has nukes. So yeah, that's the a nuclear... thing. Like, like if, if if you get into like if you scroll all the way down, it specifically the state of Missouri, um, lot of lot of targets there. I I think a lot of our arsenal is housed in the Midwest and those desolate places for a reason, you know, so that if they are targeted, then you get the least population fallout. But you know you, you got to have also, your missiles. Also, it makes some... them a slightly less effective oh, target. Right? Like if, if your nuclear missiles were in New York City, then of course that's a double whammy. You definitely want to get that. But yep. if it's Wyoming, you're like, ah, oh, all we're gonna do is hope that that one. Yeah, I see that comes from. Why would you link this, Kyle? This is information I didn't need to know. Time to move, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> where, where are there no attacks? Canada. Like where? Uh, it looks like Canada. Canada. <laughs> gonna get it worse than Saint. Ain't nobody fucking yeah, with Canada. Canada. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you just would have asked nice, you would have given it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty wooskies. <laughs> yeah. We're not one for war, you know. Our southern half does that for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not true. Don't say that. No, not true at all. Our Canada, Canadian fans Canada out there, is, they know what they are. It's with to. us 
Every, of course. Every you, war. You've heard me laud Canada every time. Canada is always with us. Canada's That's our right. BFF. I feel that you way know about what? the I UK. Think the UK used to be our BFF, and they still are a, our, a BF. <laughs> but I feel like sometime in the last hundred years or so, Canada snuck in there really? and took the BFF title. I think so. Not, maybe it's because I'm an enormous hockey fan, so I love Canadians <laughs> in Canada. But, but that's the way I see it. I still think, like, like, look, that second Gulf War, we were clearly wrong. That whole weapons of mass destruction thing was bullshit. I could see it was bullshit at the time. I was like, it, how come there's no evidence? How can, if it was a capital crime, if it was a murder trial, we would look for some kind of evidence. And, and, and going into this, they were like, fuck it, I think we'll find something after we kill them. I think, I bet, I bet that's what my money war? is. The second Iraq war. Yet the UK went in there with us anyway. The rest of the first Iraq war, there was like this big coalition. Every country's in it, 30-some people. The second Iraq war, it was us, the UK, and like 10 guys from Australia. And, and you Canada know, helped, I think. I'm I think Canada was there. I'm not sure about Canada. You might be right. But I'm UK definitely submit, put in some like legit forces. Like they were like one third of it. So UK gets into trouble. I remember that shit. You're a good friend backs you even when you're wrong. I'm, I won't go over there myself, but, you know, I'll support whoever does, you know. That's, I, I that's what America is. It. It's, it's like America is that chick who's like, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve <laughs> me at my best. And it's like, well, I guess we kind of have to support them because they provide all of our movies and TV shows and fun things. And, you know, like and a lot of the culture we get from there is fun. Crazy like, chicks it, are fun. Yeah. Yeah, we're America's, we're the world's crazy chick. <laughs> we're fun and we're great in bed. The first time you you, you, call, you called it the golf war, and I was going to ask you if Woods or Mickelson won the golf war. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of PK is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions. Uh, designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time. HelloFresh currently offers offers their customers a classic box, a veggie box, and a family box. Customers can order three, four, or five different meals per week designed for either two or four people. New recipes are created every week, and they source the freshest ingredients, measure to the exact quantities needed, so there's no food waste. HelloFresh employs two full-time registered dietitians on staff who review each recipe to uh, ensure that it's nutritionally balanced. HelloFresh is now offering light summer meals and has uh, just introduced breakfast options, delicious ingredients you'll love to eat, simple recipes you'll love to cook. So get cooking for less than $10 per meal. Get started today and get $30 off your first week of deliveries by visiting HelloFresh.com and entering code PKA30 when you subscribe. Again, that's HelloFresh.com, promo code PKA30. I'm a big fan. Uh, They're absolutely right when they say there's no food waste. Like when you get done, there's just a bunch of empty wrappers and 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 uh, and little containers and stuff. You're like, eh, I wasted nothing. I needed every care. Every baby carrot was required. Every <laughs> ounce of olive oil was needed. Every tidbit of mayo was was required. It's it, it's it's a nice feeling to get done, and you just gotta you know you ball everything up and you throw it away, and you've got a really really nice meal that you can lie to some girl and tell her you made from scratch. You but just, it's only barely a lie. I mean, it, it's things, only barely a lie. It's the kind of lie that Woody would feel comfortable telling a woman. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I did all of this. Like, like you don't have to steep to Kyle level uh, dishonesty uh, when you do this. This isn't like ordering like some catering in and being like, I made it all. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how I roll. No, this is you actually get to do it. And 
I, I would suggest because because I we're, we're pretty focused right now on on what it, on getting women. I feel like that, that everything mm. revolves around that because everything in That's life everything revolves, revolves around, around that. That's the point, right? It's a really cool thing to do with someone to like you, you know to to cook alongside the girl or just to cook while you have a conversation with her. Maybe she's over there having a little wine. You're over there dicing up your your onions, showing off your Gordon Ramsay technique. I uh, I watch those videos, Gordon Ramsay videos, over and over to like learn how to finely dice stuff and how to move my fingers and stuff and how to let the knife do the work and all that stuff. I uh, I'm pretty obsessed it's with it these days. Talent. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he he's, he 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 has a really cool video on how to get every tidbit of lobster out of a lobster. He gets done I've and he's like, it. but wait, we're not done yet. And he starts like rolling, pinning the meat out of each leg and stuff. And uh, it's really cool to see. So yeah, if you want to be an amateur Gordon Ramsay, uh, preparing some delicious meals for the ladies, hello, fresh. What a good idea. And uh, here's one that I think maybe, you know, if everybody's interested in, we could, uh, we could have some fun with the sponsor later on. You've been waiting for this since February 6th. Football season is almost here, and there's no better way to get closer to the game you love than with DraftKings One Week Fantasy Football. To celebrate, DraftKings is hosting a $100,000 contest that is totally free to enter. And if you draft the perfect lineup, you can win $1 billion. That's right, with a B, $1 billion from DraftKings. With DraftKings, there are many ways to play. Choose between public contests with big cash prizes or private contests where you can compete against a group of friends or maybe a subscriber base. DraftKings also has beginner and casual content contests where you'll play against people of similar skill level. The best part is you get to draft a new team each week without any commitment. So go to DraftKings.com now and use promo code PAINKILLER to play in DraftKings free week one contest with a uh, $100,000 in total prizes. Yeah. And if you draft the perfect lineup, like I said, $1 billion. That's promo code PAINKILLER. To play for your shot to win $1 billion uh, week one, the contest is totally free to enter. Why shouldn't you try? DraftKings, the game inside the game. Eligibility, eligibility restrictions apply, so see DraftKings.com for details. I, uh, I've never really done much fantasy football, uh, but, I, but I, I, you know, I watch the Stern Show and other podcasts who get really into it, and then every week, like, the low man on the totem pole has to do something they don't want to do. There's often a punishment, and uh, I think it would be really fun. I... I'm I'm a big football noob, you know. Like there was a time when I watched tons of ESPN yeah. and Sports Center, and like, you know, you watch three hours of that a day, you're up to speed. That's not me right now. Like like I know little tidbits. You still like college? I, I I'm so wishy washy with that. See, in the NFL, your team can your your team could lose a game or two, and there's still a shot at the playoffs, right? Like like no big deal. But in college, it's six. with with the BCS system, and I know they've they've added the playoffs now. It's like damn, you lose a game. God damn it, Georgia. You lost the wrong game. You're not getting in. You can't lose to some middling school for, from Missouri. You know, it's, it's not going to work. You're not getting Oh, come on. What, what was it? The last two years we, we've, uh, we've lost to you, and before that we beat you three years in a row? As so I be. think, are we, still, are we still on the top of that? I haven't been, I haven't been happy with Georgia uh, in a very long time. Um, I, you, know, you, you guys fans, were especially not happy when a bunch of Georgia fans were giving Mizzou fans shit when we joined the SEC, and then we won the SEC East that year, and you guys yeah. were not good. You guys were not pleased with that. You weren't no. pleased when we did better than you the following year. I'm glad either. we fired our coach, uh, but, but I think there are more firings to come. Um, I, 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 Matthew Stafford, former Georgia alumni, is about to become the highest-paid athlete in the NFL, by the way. Uh, so, so I'm very... And he's never about, won a playoff game. 
well, that soon to come. He's that's building not how a you franchise. measure a player. <laughs> yeah, he's building a franchise, baby. But like, like they're putting pieces in, in play. Um, I'm no Lions fan, so who cares? I'm but... just giving you shit. I have no, I, I don't know anything about the NFL. And, and hey, you want to talk about George is bad enough, right? Because we keep falling short. Look what the Falcons did last year. We, I was sitting next to you as it happened. You watched like the pain in my eyes as at, at, at halftime. The Falcons are up. I'm gonna, I think, 27 to three. And uh, at yeah. someone, and I think maybe Chiz was like, well. That one's in the bag, and I was like, no, no, that's that's Tom <laughs> motherfucking Brady out there. That is the best quarterback there's Hold ever been. Beer. He can score four TDs in a quarter. Let's just hang on tight here. And sure enough, like TD after TD, fucking kick a field goal or two, and it's game over, bro. It was uh, it was humiliating. So if you want to experience <laughs> that humiliation in a brand new and even more visceral way with a little something on the line, DraftKings is the way to go. If we do a DraftKings thing, I've been thinking about this because in the past we bet ten dollars on this, ten dollars on that, five bucks on McGregor, five bucks if he loses, blah blah blah. But at the end, you're just, I'm just clicking a button on PayPal. It doesn't hurt a bit. Barely even feel it. <laughs> humiliation, humiliation is the key. Because I was watching ONA the other night and I saw that they, uh, I, I, I guess maybe they're gonna have like Kiss come in or something. Chiz, will you link the photo of her? Yeah, thank you. Like, like pull that up for <laughs> Lady for there's this uh, this poor lady they, they mock endlessly on the show named Lady Die. They told her they were going to give her kiss makeup. You know, kiss. Each of the members has a different uh, thing going on. It's, it's, it's a white face paint within, you know, the one guy's got a star on his eye. And, the you know, Gene Simmons has the stripes or whatever. And it, it's, it's kind of cool. And if you're, a, if, if you're a fan of it, then you paint your face that way, even though it looks a little silly. Because that's the thing, right? You're a rocker. They told her that's what they were giving her. Instead, they painted her face like Jigsaw from the Saw movies. So... <laughs> I say, it's close enough. Kyle still I hasn't say, paid me for that last bet. Really, it didn't go through. No, and the P, I, it got sent. To, it should have gotten sent to the PKA. That's uh, where I uh, checked. I'll check my private one. I'll tap Kitty on the shoulder one more time. I don't know the password to it. I, I honestly like. I couldn't send it to you if I wanted to. But but I promise you, you get your ten dollars. <laughs> but anyway, Kyle, just, about, uh, about just, Lady Di, what you're saying. I'll pay the fig, Tony. Don't worry. Don't, <laughs> I'll pay the fig. Don't have Christopher come break my knees. Like, like I'll get it to you. I promise. Uh, plus fig. It's not in the But what I'm one. suggesting no. is that in the future, our bets are something like this. Imagine if you had to paint your face for an entire episode of the show. If you had to roll in here with my choice of what was painted on your face. I like this jigsaw look. It's, it's pretty fucking creepy. I think that's what should be on the line if we do a little DraftKings. Oh, fantasy. man. If, if you guys ever lost a bet to me, there's a thousand percent chance I'm making you wear blackface on the show. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. The problem that with was, this uh, is I'm not getting paid for my current bets. Right? And, at $10, <laughs> he still doesn't pay up, right? So let's say I lose the next yeah, bet. Right? What? I'm going to wear fucking blackface knowing he won't even, like... Wait, Woody, Woody, hold totally on. Fair. Hold on. Here, here's totally here's something right here. The money hasn't gone yet maybe right now is the time to test the first run of the face painting <laughs> yeah. what if you could tell yeah, kyle to paint his face what, hey perhaps what you're you unfamiliar with the vig we forgive the ten dollars and you come in with blackface <laughs> next week <laughs> not blackface not blackface we're a very tasteful show mm, i'll take the jigsaw cheeks <laughs> yeah yeah if you do jigsaw no cheeks next week face paint here i I have done my best to get your money i promise yeah, you. not good <laughs> enough not good enough i mean it, it's been How weeks now that's gonna say ten dollars since, since Saturday. It's, it's, it's Saturday. It was the McGregor fight, which it was Saturday. Has it only been oh, whatever that is, five <laughs> days or something? Yeah. All right, all right. Time's going a little I told slow for me. I was, like, I was like, Kitty, he told me he paid me. 
I, like, like, no. I told you I told yeah. Kitty to pay, and she'd done it. She well, just, she, I just checked. Well, either the, either the $10 will go through soon after this, or you could do a fun face painting, like paint you up like one of those Bashishka Russian dolls that you put inside each other, just anything like that. Oh, we It'll should be do a survey monkey or something like that. It, it, uh, let, the, let the fans choose what Kyle comes painted as. You say paint him like a monkey, like like the way a child would get painted. At a, <laughs> That's at a great. I said Survey Monkey, the website <laughs> that people you know could choose oh. uh, which one they, they want Kyle to come as. I, I you know because my idea was like so I think we were doing a, a hangout live on Sunday and I was like hey Kyle wouldn't it be fun you could pay me right here like you know during the hangout and he's like nah I can't do it you know I'll have Kitty do it I or can't. whatever. I, I can't. I don't know how. I don't have the password. I I, I don't have it. Look, look, there's excuses and there's results. One I care about, one I don't. <laughs> oh, $10. This is the same attitude he gave that know. poor fan, by the way. <laughs> he earned it even more. <laughs> it, but if it was the opposite, like I bet with Joe's Lozon all the time. Within minutes of the result, the money is paid. He They're... knows his fucking password. <laughs> Did, uh, so, Kyle, you've been watching these Lady Die videos. So I've noticed Chiz linking a lot of these recently. Lady Di is like, uh, what's that guy's name? Beetlejuice from Howard Stern we yes, talked about, yes. where he's basically part of the, the whack pack. The, yes. The whack pack. And they like mock him and make fun of him. And he's like a midget uh, guy with a deformity. This he's lady, the, Lady Di. He's, he's got that thing that you get in Brazil from, uh, from the mosquitoes, uh, where your head's oh, really Zika. tiny. Z well, he didn't have Zika, but, but he like has that deformity. He's got the very, like one third size skull that's cone shaped. Like microencephaly or something like that. Something like that, and it causes him to be, you know, really diminished uh, intellectually. Like, like he's always sitting there, like counting money because he wants to be like a like a baller. But they're like, "How much you got?" And he's like, "Uh, you know, about ten thousand dollars." It's like, he's like got eighteen dollars or something like that. Eighteen like, like bucks. He can't count. See, well, see, th this lady, lady dies in the same vein as that. She's not retarded in the truest sense. She's like a stone cold, severe, severe, severe alcoholic who drinks. Like morning, noon, and night, always. Uh, I don't remember what it was in the show. She would always say she drank like Natty Ice or yep. uh, uh, Milwaukee's Best Ice, one of those like horrible, super, super strong beers. And uh, and they make fun of her so ruthlessly. And the first few times you hear them do it, you're like, oh, this is mean. They're making fun of this poor lady. And the more they pull out of her, the more you realize she is annoying and horrible and like abandoned her son so she could just drink with some dude that she lives with for free, probably for sexual favors. Uh, and it went on like that for years to where you'd listen to her come on the show and you'd see this continual race to dementia that happens when you're like 50 years old and you have been, you know, drinking and like an insane person for 35 years or whatever it is. And in the last interview they have her on, she has be like she's got water on the brain like i don't know what they call it like liquor brain or something like i don't know what the the phrase is wet wet brain i don't know but she's been an alcoholic for so long they start asking waterhead. her like waterhead yeah no that me no no no, no. <laughs> but it's similar to that but they start asking her what she's doing and she starts giving answers like oh yeah i'm still on a navy ship you know i'm i'm out on the coast doing these things and and she was in the the coast guard like when she was like 18 or 20 or something. And she drank so much that right. like the last interview with her is her completely insane. She doesn't know where she is. She doesn't know who she is. She doesn't know what year it is. She doesn't know what job she's at. She, she doesn't know that she hasn't had a job in decades. Like it's, it's really, really sad 
at the end of her like ONA life cycle where you see like, yeah, this was made fun of in a joke for so long, but like, you know, this, this is real shit happening that whole time. Like that poor lady's son just didn't have a mother because she was so horrible. And now he has an insane mother. So, all right. You, you, the $10 will come. The ten- <laughs> what? Why are you giving me a hard time? Huh? No, 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 I'm not oh. giving you a hard time. I'm giving, I'm telling uh, Kyle and Chiz to stop writing about it in the chat. <laughs> Oh, uh, stop swapping that's uh, where email she addresses. It. That's where she sent it. She sent it to the one that I sent there. That I says is blankety blank you. Okay. She sent it there. She says there's a verified account. That's that's, that's you. Uh, yeah, that one's me too. I'll check it. All right. So you're the one who messed up. Oh my gosh. You told me where you sent it, and then it wasn't oh, was there. How, how am I messing up? I did not <laughs> tell you where I sent it. Yes, you did. <laughs> I said. You oh. told even on the show you she said it too. T- well, she said it to me. I can only work with the information that I'm provided. Yeah. This is for ten dollars. Uh, it's I know. not the point. It's not the ten dollars, obviously. It's that, like, see, I, 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 before we did it, I was like, hey, with this bet, let's actually pay, because we have like years of like, hey, I'll bet you five dollars, and then there's no payment ever. And I'm like, I don't really like, because I don't like not paying, and I don't like not being paid. Both of those don't work for me. So I was like, if we do this bet, we should actually pay, and then. You know, and you, then I strenuously tried to pay to, and it wasn't good enough. <laughs> he said, "Hey, I didn't know your account, so I sent it to this one instead, which I also had the login to, and I checked it, and it wasn't there. So, like, I, I found another to fill these questions from, like, I see it a it while ago. On one of my accounts, I, uh, I see it. Thank you. To fill these question a while ago mm-hmm. uh, about what it would take for like a perfect ten to mm-hmm. not." want her anymore i just linked a uh, 10 unusual genetic mutations <laughs> and number nine if you go on there is called uh trimethyl am- aminuria trimethyl aminuria i guess purple teeth uh and it and it says this genetic disorder is so rare that its rate of incidence is not even known but it's very obvious when someone with trimethyl aminuria is standing next to you individuals with the condition because they cannot break down the nationally occurring but pungent smelling trimethylamine uh, they literally smell like rotting fish rotting eggs garbage or urine for this reason it's also called fish odor syndrome it's found in sweat urine exhaled breath and other body secretions yep uh, for but for individuals with this disorder typically women for unknown reasons it shows up in abnormal amounts the severity of the odors seem to peak just before and during menstrual periods and after taking oral contraceptives there may be a link to female sex hormones like progesterone or estrogen yeah there's a couple instances of that in fiction if you watch boardwalk empire um al capone's like underling the 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 the, he, he smelled terrible and there's a scene where a guy beats him for like smelling terribly and he's like crying to al capone he's like you think i want to smell this way I take a shower and three hours later, I smell like this. And, and like Al, and he's like turns around to Al. He's like, what can I? And Al's gone. He's already went to the bar to clear things up. And he literally beats that man to death. And then, of course, Reek, the Reek from the Game of Thrones. for his funeral. Yeah. <laughs> the, the original Reek, that was his thing. Like, like, like he smelled horribly and it didn't, didn't matter if he bathed or not. Um, yeah. You know, like, like um, Ram, Ramsey's um, first Reek. Because the first oh. Reek dies and Ramsey replaces him to like hide under that guy's and then he makes Theon into his new Reek. Okay. I didn't know that. Ah. Yeah. Um, huh. I, I this would be a horrible, co- horrible thing. I went to college with a girl. They gave her a medicine when she was really young, say under five, and it made her teeth turn purple. And she was completely normal and sweet and fine like in every other way, but purple teeth 
is a huge social disadvantage. It's a one-eyed, one-eyed, yeah. flying purple. I, I felt bad for her. Yeah, that's really did sad. Did people make fun of her? Yeah. Of course they did. What'd they say? Just, I don't, they thought it was a hygiene issue. You know, oh. they, they, they blamed her for her purple teeth when in reality it was some She'd been eating blueberry reason. pie all fucking night. No, like, like she didn't tinky brush winky. her teeth. Like, like, like she Fuck let me. her rotten teeth get so out of control they were permanently tinted purple. I went to elementary school with this girl, and uh, her dad's a dentist. Her dad is a dentist, and I just remember like her teeth were all fucked up, like like so gross all the time. And I remember like we'd be driving home from school, my mom would be like, "I can't believe, I can't believe that Doctor blah 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 has her teeth looking that way." And it's like, yeah, no excuses. Play like a champion. And then there's kids who like didn't have like any family support. Their teeth would always have that like thick, fluffy yellow shit on film on them. I don't understand that. Like if I don't brush my teeth, like. They, and they start feeling slime. Like, I wake up, and I'm like, you got cat shit mouth. It's like, whoo, can't wait to get in there and, and mm-hmm. brush those teeth really well. Like, like nobody ever had to tell me to go and actually, no, that's not long enough. Like, no, I'm, I want to get everywhere, right? Like, I don't get mm-hmm. that. But sounds yeah. like that wasn't her issue at all. Poor girl, her teeth turned purple. I hope she got, you know, that I mix. mean, purple teeth, it seems like you could get that, like, just use some white strips, right? Or, or get your teeth nah, professionally think, whitened? Think, Would that not I work? It, I bet whatever's causing that sounds like some, some like something on the inside of the tooth is going on. You need new teeth, I bet. I think she needs veneers. Yeah. Now, yeah. one that's not totally a, an entire turn off. Go up to number seven right mm-hmm. there, if you will. Uh, if she's very hot, I will deal with some ectrodactyl, which is known as lobster claw hand. Uh, individuals with this disorder have a cleft where the middle finger or toe should be. The split hand and split foot mouth formations are rare limb deformities, which can manifest in a number of ways, including cases including including cases including, that's written badly, only the thumb and one finger. Typically the little finger or little finger. This, what? Who wrote this? I don't, I don't trust any of this anymore. The penguin. <laughs> I don't know what to, so, so if she looks like, like the penguin, like, do you, yeah, what are you going to do like when you stop. get a hankering for some crab, Taylor? I know how much you like crab. Like, what are you going to do? You could go in there. Do you... Come on. Can't no, do that. if anything. You <laughs> never take a red if, lobster. If, if, I bet that hand anything, job would be off the chain, though, right? Like, I was actually that... thinking that on the opposite side, that it would be yeah, awful. Get that, get that flipper on my cock, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you wouldn't call it a flipper, or she would really probably dislike that. Hey, call it flipper. Flipper. <laughs> faster than lightning. What if, what, if, what if a chick like that was into, like, being degraded, and so you had to just say awful things and be like, yeah, take it, you flipper-handed bitch. Or, like, just, um, yeah. uh, your, your mom wishes yeah. she didn't I'm smoke so many fucking parliament lights and drink so much uh, <laughs> Jack when she was married, doesn't she? Uh Oh man, you were the fun one at the reunions, weren't you? Yeah. To be fair, if this if this occurs on Tinder for you, you gotta share. I mean, that this has to come out now. Like, if this occurs back. on Tinder and I meet someone with this disorder, I am not going to meet them in public and be rude because that is what Plus, an evil no, person would do. If this happens, <laughs> I would buy her story that she accidentally swiped right. This girl, and she wants to be degraded, and this is what happens. That has to be shared because that is a story that has to be fucking shared. <laughs> with a bucket of chum all right and that's and, and then things got weird taylor you have a story on tinder <laughs> of someone who's, who's really interesting right now is it too soon to share is it active and uh yeah it, it's never too, too soon to share yeah, yeah, she, yeah definitely okay. definitely yeah. too soon to care for that she uses but, melted yeah. butter oh. blue. <laughs> she's fascinating <laughs> I, I was Back to the other Tinder thing I was going to say earlier. Like, I was talking about cleaning. 
uh, before before anybody comes over. And I was tidying up, and I, I do tactical cleaning because I don't want it to be entirely spotless because that's obvious. It's hmm. like this person Holy clearly shit. prepared for this. You leave a you leave a couple <laughs> things out, make sure it's a tactical clean. I have an enormous pile of many, 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 many magic cards and decks sitting on my coffee table. And I was about to start putting those away. And I was like, she needs to know. <laughs> she, needs, she needs to know this, like this level of thing. Because like when you see like on there with like, I like nerdy girls. Like, no, like a million comedians have said, you like hot guys with glasses. Like you don't actually like, you know, nerdy you, shit. Or maybe you, they actually do. Right? Maybe I have a girl over and she goes, oh, is that your fucking tree man tribal deck? Let's break those out and play. Like that would be, that would be the best scenario possible. So I'm leaving those out. Uh, well, I'm not going to leave all of them out. I don't want to seem like I'm painting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not the binders. Do not let her see the binders. If she sees you're that binder. Please tell me you back. actually <laughs> thought that. Please tell me you sat there and thought, oh, eight decks is just right. Ten would be too many. But eight, eight is good. There are, Please there tell are me that. Eleven decks over there. I'm going to leave maybe five or six <laughs> out. Wow. Unless there are more of my favorites, and I'll leave. I'll, I'll just leave my top like six decks it's out. You wouldn't want her to see the binder with them all laminated and shit, and, and stored away like four copies of each on every page. Like, <laughs> then she knows what's up. Then she'll know. Yeah, but the dream scenario would be a girl coming over and she then just, just recognizes looking one of the at decks. the cards. Maybe you left some yes. clues. Like, there's a couple key cards out that would be components of that deck that you just left on the table. She's like, "Oh, <laughs> is that a?" Is that a Murloc deck? You know, like, I don't know whatever the fuck it would be for Magic, but, you know. It sounds right enough. Yeah, Merfolk. It's close Merfolk, to it right? Yeah, that, but... That, that'll be perfect for my... Oh, I love the <laughs> Merfolk deck. Let me shuffle that up with my <laughs> lobster claw hands. And you're like, God damn, lobster claw hands are amazing for shuffling. She's, a, <laughs> she's like one of those work counting Water all over them, you dumb whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to hear the end of this, though. Okay, so uh, strategic cleaning. Strategic cleaning, yeah. and so basically, I clean up everything and make everything orderly, but I don't entirely, you know, uh, cleanse everything. So I have. Do you leave the other decks in like a, a location that's easily found? Alt. Like oh, you know, like, like you if you like looked like in one of my shelves, you'd see it. Like it's not hidden. Right. Yeah. Like, so I just this don't is, think that you're just like your ideal woman. Not only finds the deck of Merfolk. She then looks a little further and finds the other deck. She's like, oh, you sly dog. You've been holding out on me. Oh, yes. She, well, she finds the Merfolk deck or whatever <laughs> deck. And, and then from there, she'll think, wow, this is a very impressive collection of magic cards. And then <laughs> I'll go, ha ha. You don't even know there's more on the shelf over here, idiot. And then I'll show her that. And then, and then we'll play magic. And it'll be a fun, fun evening. This isn't going to happen. But, but it might. It might. A lot of girls play magic. So, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, still or not a lot. Some. O Opie and Anthony's lady die. I'm still stuck on her. Does she have fetal <laughs> alcohol syndrome? Uh, uh, I don't she, know. She has John Candy syndrome. She, she, she is just fucking hideous. They call her Flatso because she's fat, but she has a flat chest. They are as cruel to her as you can be to a human being. I can only yeah, stand I, about an hour of ONA at a time. Not that it's not brilliant, hilarious, and cruel as fuck. It's just that it hurts my soul a little bit to listen to them down on somebody that long, that hard. They're like, shut up, you blithering pig. You know, and she'll just well, they, uh, Did you listen? So they had her in a few years ago as an intern, as like a bit where they're like, oh, Lady Di, you've been unemployed for eight years, just drinking from, you know, 5 a.m. to 5 a.m. basically for your whole life. We're going to bring you in as, a, as an intern. And 
like all the interviews and talking Jim and Ant and uh, um, Opie talking about it and all the guests, like it, it shows really quick. It's not nearly as funny as it is when she's on the phone. It's like she was breaking off to go to the bathroom and like guzzle beers, or if she, they didn't let her drink, she'd be vomiting, going through withdrawal and shit. Like she's just, yeah, she just said it gets sad. Exactly, it gets she, sad after a while because it's like else. holy fuck. For people, this that is a real Coke, woman's life. Spotting who's, who's, people. It's just gone. Spotting fetal alcohol syndrome is one of my talents. And uh, here, I'll, I'll let the viewers compare to... Oops, I clicked on the wrong thing. She might have it, but the bigger thing you can notice there is look at the, the end of her nose. She's yeah. got uh, the alcoholic nose. Yeah. Like that giant bulbous uh, thing. It's fat and but You'll see that look, in people. Look at... Um, yeah. It's, it's called a... Flenium? What is that thing called under your nose that is the two like vertical lines? Uh, filtrum. Filtrum? Friendlium. Friendlium? Yeah. Uh, no, filtrum. Fr Kyle, you know what you're doing. Filtrum. <laughs> I, I think it does look like filtrum. Friendulum. Anyway. Fuck you, Kyle. So, <laughs> this is, I, 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 he tries to mislead me and make, make me look silly. Um, Honestly, I was trying to get it. I was trying to remember that one. I, it's, no, I think it's frenulum. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure this time is different than all the others. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, anyway, check her out. She, she does not have that thing under her nose, those two vertical lines. That's one of the symptoms of, of fetal alcohol syndrome. Uh, she has a very thin upper lip. That, that's another one of the, the symptoms of fetal alcohol syndrome. And then there are other things that are disguised, like the nose is, is supposed to be very specific. I feel like she doesn't have it. But then Taylor points out that nose has been modified by years of alcohol abuse. Like it, This one's not a slam dunk to me in terms of fetal alcohol syndrome, but it, there, there's hints on this woman that that's what's yeah, up with her. She's so full-blown alcoholic, like on a daily basis, that like her face is transformed by that. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably a good bet. There's there's some genetic predisposition to like enjoy drinking Natty Ice all day. Mm -hmm. But I think she's done a lot of damage to herself. You guys been just... around like full alcoholics before? Like, yeah, I don't think I've been around a lot. But like, I had a friend of a friend who was like that, and like, you know, I, I like the extent would... to this person. No, never. Like I, I don't know about I think I, I think it's even then I was still around functional alcoholics but it would be, you know, you 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 turn around and it'd be in the morning you know be hanging out and they'd have gone and made themselves a coffee and you learn later that they kept pouring shots of whiskey into this coffee you know yeah. it'd be two in the afternoon on just a standard fucking day or something and they'd have been passed out three times already from drinking it's it's unbelievable my, my like, dad the had a guy that it has is just like full fucking yeah. blown. There was a guy that worked for us when I was growing up, and I was I was young, but uh, he was an old man even then. And uh, his name was JD. And uh, my dad would be like, "JD, you drinking?" And this literally happened. I watched it go down. He's standing on a concrete floor, and I guess my dad smelled it, or I think JD had been like passed out in a truck, like taking a nap in the middle of the day or something. He's like, "JD, you been drinking? Because you know, you know, you can't be drinking on the job or whatever." And, and JD's like, "No, I ain't had a drop." And just then, a bottle that he had stuck in the waistband of his like sweatpants slides down the leg of the oh, sweatpants geez. and shatters on the concrete like a little bottle of vodka and dad's like what's that that ain't mine <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well then you're a magician jd like like, like what the fuck like it was it, that's sad go ahead and check it there's no vodka in there <laughs> <laughs> was it the shaggy defense we, we, we talked about this a little while ago that wasn't me this wasn't song me. yeah come yeah, on the sofa um... It wasn't this, but uh, Filthy's right. Like this, like shower? Lady Die, that lev her level of alcoholism, like just from hearing about all of the uh, uh, intern stuff she did, where like I think Sam 
who's still on the show with Jim, was talking about how she was vomiting blood into the sink at one point because she's over 50 and has, like, think about it. If, you're, if she's drinking, thir- I don't know how many natty ices you drink 30. a day for someone like that. 30. That's insane. Like if you, that means that she can't possibly be eating anything, right? Nope. Like you can't fit 30 beers. You couldn't drink 30 cans of water in a day and still eat enough food. That's like, how there's this no guy way. Us. Like, like we'd often like try to give him food. And he's like, I don't want that. I'd rather have $3. Or he, 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 he had like alcoholic math. So he'd be like, ah, I need 67 cents. Cause I already got 34 <laughs> cents. And, uh, and, and that'll get me right up to like the, the hundred milliliter bottle of Mr. Boston. Like, like he could do this alcoholic math like, like that. He's like, ah, can I borrow 83 cents? And it's like, dude, you can have a dollar. And then he's, and then you see him go, like the numbers are going again. He's like, can I have a dollar twenty-two? No, you can have one dollar. Like, 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 Jesus Christ! Like, like, it, it, it's sad to see someone who's that dependent. Um, that's their fuel. That's their. That's what they live for. Yeah, it's like uh, if you're like her, like that's that's the same level, if not more dangerous than like uh, heroin withdrawal. Like mm-hmm. if you are someone like her who drinks constantly and then you just stop, you can literally die. Like the yeah. same way that you can die going cold turkey from heroin. Like you'll have, reason, you can have a seizure. Like the the last straw, the reason my dad finally fired that guy is because he was on a ladder changing light bulbs and he had a seizure right there. And he hits the floor, seizing up. My dad and they're standing there with him. Neither one of us have any idea what to do. You know, like like he's it looks like he's dying. We're both terrified. I, I was twelve or something, and we're watching this grown man just convulse on the ground and there's I guess he bit his tongue a bit. There's blood coming out of his mouth. And, and like he comes out of it and, and he doesn't remember anything. And we're like, you, we thought you were having a, a stroke or a heart attack. Like we didn't know. Like we thought you were a goner. He's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Let me. And he's trying to go back in there and I'm get on so that ladder. Fine. He's trying to go back in there and get on that ladder. And we're like, we're going to take you home. And I think this is it forever. Cause if you come off that ladder, the wrong, like you could have easily just died on our watch here. And like, we can't, we can't be having that. It was it was sad guy, sad guy. But we, we always take him something for. He's still alive. Take him something for Thanksgiving and Christmas every year. Feel bad. That is really sad, man. But the the first, you know, calls of Lady Die are all really funny. You know, <laughs> as they're mocking this lady. And and just to be fair, she is a piece of shit person who abandoned her child to drink. You know, be homeless, you know, blowing homeless guys, like living with another dude, like just totally abandoned her kid. Piece of shit person. I abandoned my boy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But she isn't even that passionate about it. Like, ah, just sad. What was the reference? Was it a Game of Thrones? There will be blood. And there's a church scene where where he's slapping Daniel Day-Lewis around and he's making him repeat after him. I abandoned my child. Louder, Daniel! Louder! I abandoned my child! <laughs> He's just like freaking out in that church when he slaps him around. Oh, I love that fucking movie. I've seen it half a dozen times. I'm not sure I've seen it. Oh, that's a great film. There will be good. blood. Oh, that's the one where like oil and there... capitalism and greed. Yeah, and... yeah, and they um, uh, like one guy sort of becomes the parent to that guy's child or something. Like he's a more attractive parent. Does this sound right at all? Like the kid mm. sort of gravitates towards the bad guy. No. Uh, no, no, that's a different. This is the one with Daniel Day Lewis, uh, where the kid goes deaf. I don't think I've seen it. Then it's oh. top fucking tier. I would like, like it, it's definitely my really top hated five. It. Hated it's, you hated it? 
Yeah. How? What did you dislike? Don't know. My brother loved it. I watched it. I fucking hated it. I just hated every part about it. Better than second watching. That's what I know I'm going to do when I hate something. I do it again until I like it. (laughs) Is it really long? (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's well over, over two, two hours, hours right? Yeah. It's 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 it, it's about capitalism, the earliest days of capitalism, and it's this. He has this quote. He's like, "I want for no one else to succeed." Like like Daniel Day Lewis kills it as this as this oil bear, and he's got mm-hmm. this whole thing. He's like, "My name is Daniel Plainview, and this is my boy H W. We run a family business here, uh, and when I say that I can get you timber and start drilling within a week, I mean it because I have connections in the timber business and." these things go by friendship and he's like laying this whole sales pitch out for this town and like they get a little uppity about it they're like well how much money are you gonna give us and he's like i've had enough of this i don't have time for it i'm going to leave and he just like leaves them with like oil pouring out in their streets it's he he ends up amassing an ungodly fortune like a rockefeller style fortune but his nemesis at one point is when he's trying to he, he discovers oil in this place and he's buying this enormous track of land so he can get it all he's he asks the guy he's like how much of this land can i get this He's like, yeah, that's for sale. Well, what about this? Yeah, you can get that too. Can I get it all? He's like, yeah. And so he buys it. He buys an enormous swath of land, and he's just oil rigs everywhere. And part of the deal when he's buying the Sunday Ranch is that the father is a bit slow, but the son is very wily. And the son's like, no, we want like $10,000 for this lease on our oil land. He's like, that's a large sum of money. What would you do with it? He's like, I want to open my church. A church. That's good. Good. Okay. Okay. And so he like, and they have this thing where they hate each other and he's like not wanting to give him that $10,000. And, and they go back and forth throughout the whole movie with this like religious zealot who has this, all the locals like under his grasp and Daniel Plainview, who's like, he's like, you know, trying to bring schooling and education and bread, but more all make his fortune. It's, I fucking love that movie. It's it's top five movies of me of all time. Like I strongly Maybe recommend I need it. To watch it again, I remember just fucking hating it. I don't remember a lot of the details of it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, it's it. funny. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Kyle's sure. over here doing his best Daniel Plainview voice, and then you just have the call to say I hated it. <laughs> we don't care for it, and neither does H W. <laughs> <laughs> it's killer, man. I love that shit. Yeah, that's a that's a great movie. I, I'm I'm so in need of a new TV show to watch. Like I, I just every once in a while I go through a like a rewatch phase of a few core shows. Like I rewatched a lot of Sunny recently, and I rewatched quite a bit of Futurama recently. Which the more I watch Futurama, the more I realize like I've always liked it way more than The Simpsons. I like it more. Yeah, I it's disagree a better with you, show. Kyle. I, I like it. Like I I, I like. I thought it. it was a better show than uh, Simpsons. I oh you you, you thought it was better than The Simpsons? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I like Fry more. I like Leela. I like Bender. I like all the characters. The Professor is one of the funniest fucking cartoon characters of any show. Like, he is funnier than the rest of the people in that show by a lot. Like, every time the Professor says something, it's pretty funny. What happened to your old crew? Don't don't worry about it. (laughs) Like, like in the first episode, when Tyron... (laughs) Oh, there is a... Chiz, will you link the saddest fucking episode of Futurama ever? The one about the the, the thing where they were going to bring the dog back? I, that'll make you fucking cry. That'll make you fucking cry some grown man ass tears. <laughs> that shit is some pitiful fucking shit. I may not even. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm gonna let you guys watch I, it. If no, you, you gotta watch it because you brought it up. But I, watch it. I when I rewatched that show, I literally skipped the Jurassic Bark episode because it's like this is not gonna give me any laughs, and I'm watching the show to be uplifted, so I just skip it. I, I uh, see that. Have you guys seen the the YouTube new layout stuff? It's mm-hmm. awesome. 
I really like it. I, I'd be interested in to hear what you guys think too. It, it, I haven't played mind. around with it much. What do you like about it? Okay. Right now it's just an inconvenience of doing the things I normally do. What I haven't even explored what, what the benefits are yet. So I'm in a position now where I'm depressingly consuming tons of content. And uh, it used to be that the front page was kind of just auto-generated for you and you get what you get, suck a dick. Now, like Reddit, like it has like a never-ending Reddit kind of thing if you use the Reddit enhancement suite. This probably doesn't resonate with a lot of people, but you go to the bottom and it just gives you like six more videos. And, and instead of just showing like what YouTube thinks is maybe your top, 25 choices for right now it keeps going shows you the next 25 the next 25 people i subscribed to a while ago but maybe haven't been keeping current with their stuff it gets recommended all sorts of like there's a it's like youtube used to be 30 ideas and then i'm out now it's like reddit where there's a thousand videos you can just keep scrolling and it shows you more and more as you go to the bottom and i think it's great i, I and it I reacts like to you it, it like, like like I'll get into a trend of watching MMA videos and it's like it's it's offering me up all these MMA and then I'll, it'll be Game of Thrones if it's like the the day after Game of Thrones I like to watch tons of those. Uh, uh, you My know, wife does that too. I refuse yeah, to touch them. Analysis videos. Analysis videos. I really enjoy fan theories. Um, I, I like all that stuff. So like it'll learn from me and start offering offering me exactly what I want. I really enjoy that. It, it's been doing that, but it was limited by the fact that it can only have like twenty five choices, right? You know. Yeah. So if you're an MMA and Game of Thrones and tractor tug of wars hypothetically then you know like it, there's only so many suggestions it can give you but now it's a it's a limitless stream and it's it's great i i, I got into watching um there's this couple building their dream house off the grid and uh it's it's fascinating to watch them go through and and but so there's the building the house which is one level of watching it where you see like the thing progress and they pour their walls and stuff like that then there's another level where you watch like the masculine and feminine relationship play out you know and and how they assign the tasks because the guy is clearly better suited for construction work he seems to have more experience he knows terms that i don't know and such um but like, okay, one guy needs to work the backhoe. Another guy needs to work a shovel. She ends up doing like the manual labor on the shovel because she's not very good at the backhoe. But it's also like the harder job, but he's taking the, the finesse job. And it's, uh, I, I like watching their dynamic play out and how they go through and how they resolve conflicts. And uh, it's, oh, and they have so many haters. They are the sweetest you know, family, they, they, they're married. They want to have kids. They're building this house. They're living their dream. They're just too, they're not super young. I'm going to guess they're like 35. Um, but they're, you know, they've, they've seized life and, and you look through their comments and it's all like, Oh my God, fuck this guy. Look at how he abuses her. Cause she worked the shovel little like, and, and like people will be like, well, why'd she do this? And then someone will offer this long explanation of why they think they divided it, but it's all this like thinly veiled hate towards them. You know, like, you know what? Like that guy's not, he has low dexterity and intelligence. So naturally they assign the, the duties up like this. And, and like, I, I don't, they, they have, I've watched like, I, I know you, I know you guys have, I'm kind of curious now because I know you guys have had a love hate relationship a little bit with the, with the Reddit community. Have you had a similar relationship with the YouTube comments? Cause I feel like as a whole, YouTube comments are almost entirely toxic. Like I get nice comments on YouTube sometimes and I get good questions and good responses. But as a whole, if I just would like to read that and like to judge from that how I should feel about myself, I would fucking go insane. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious. I have no problem with it. I, I love the, the Reddit folks and I love the YouTube comment folks. You're not it's hearing fun. me. I don't 
not love my YouTube fans, but the comments on my YouTube section seem disproportionately oh. negative relative to what the feedback as a whole I get about my stuff is. So I'm kind of curious. Like, what do you guys on, think on of On PKA, YouTube? sometimes I just scan the comments and, and they're usually not deep-seated. You know, it's a reaction to a particular spot in the PKA video. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. On my other videos, the ones that aren't painkiller already, the haters seem to have left. Like, when I go to my paramotor really. videos, it's a lot of people interested in paramotors, a lot of people interested in, like, something that happened that my, my most mm. recent paramotor videos, in my opinion, have been more interesting than most because uh, I did this, like, acrobatics and disaster recovery course, and they all want to know, like, why I have radios taped to each ear, why there's two of them. They, you know, they just have questions. You know, how scared were you? when the, Were you free-falling when that happened? And that's the nature of the comments I've been getting lately. They're, they're pretty good, actually. But wow, that's at my peak, at my peak, you know, they were as rough as they come. So Yeah, it, it seems like, I don't know, again, maybe it's just internet stuff, but it feels like no one would ever speak to me that way in person. And they often speak to me in like a kind of like third person, like I'm not there kind of way. They speak about me mm -hmm. in the comment sections on my channel. That's reflective which, of how they view you. They, they, they view you as, as, as higher than them and, the, and they feel like you're something to be discussed. You're not a person anymore. You're a yeah, thing. Right, exactly. You're a figure. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just a strange interaction. That's how I felt about that guy in the Hangout. You know, when he was like cracking meme jokes about me and calling me old and saying I was going to heal slowly yeah. and stuff. That's what like, I said at the beginning of this episode. That he's not treating you like a person anymore. He's treating you like this this other thing to be discussed. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. I didn't even think about referring that back to me, but that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I usually forgive those people immediately because um, the thing about dishing out a little bit of hate like that is uh, if you, you know, for human beings, it's you feel better about yourself. If, if, you, if you can. If you can throw a rock at someone else, it's like, ah, at least that's not a problem I have. I don't <laughs> fucking look silly. I'm not old or whatever they're cracking on you about what's silliness. And it's like, ah, oh, that person was probably hurting a little. This doesn't hurt probably my feelings. Probably a little more after I finished. You know, maybe it'll... <laughs> no, but I, I usually yeah, right. think, like, like, that person's probably coming from a bad place. Like, right like, now, wait till I get a hold of him. <laughs> I can't do shit right now. He'd kick my ass, probably. So I hop over him if one it's, uh, If it's mean... But it's also pretty funny. I don't mind because it's almost like, oh, you kind of got me there. Damn it. Like a little bit, you know, like, yeah, if, it, like mm. if they like every once in a while, you read a comment and it'll just be like, man, this this Taylor guy sucks dick. I, I wish he'd never come back. And it's like, OK, like that didn't it's not specific enough for me to care too much. And those are few and far between regardless. But every once in a while, it'll be like, do you hear that fucking, you know, accent? Taylor did it two hours and six minutes. Sounds like an idiot. Wasn't funny at all. And I'll like listen to it again and be like, ah, damn it. Like <laughs> you're you're right. <laughs> sometimes they'll sometimes they take the words right out of our mouths too. Like like there'll be like something that maybe a, maybe a particular guest. We're all at the end of the show after the guest departs, and the three of us remain. And we're not you, filthy. Just just to be hundred percent clear, we love you, and I mean that. Uh, but but some I'll just people, pretend I believe hundred percent. Absolutely, I can never imagine. Not a fan of the beard. <laughs> you're you're, you're like one of my favorite guests look. because because of your background and, and and you're a smart guy and you you can talk about just about anything. It's it's really it's really fun. But there are some guys who leave the show and like the three of us will be like, what an arrogant cunt that guy was. Can you believe he even had the balls to like interrupt Woody before Woody was? It was a programming question. Like 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 you know like like why would he interrupt Woody when he's about to answer a programming question or like what? it was a question about Missouri. 
Like that guy was out of court. He just, he just broke right in front of Taylor. You Not know? a lot and, of Missouri and, questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, for example, it's that sort of thing. And like after the show, and then you look in the comments, and someone's like, "Can you believe that cunt so and so had the gall to interrupt Woody on a programming question? Like, what a cunt!" And and we're all like, "Mm-hmm." And then somebody will, somebody will reply to that comment and be like, "No way." I love that guest, and the guys love that guest. It's clear by their body language, and it's like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> we are polite adults, and uh, that's and and that's what and, you and get. And to some degree, when you invite a guest on, you have to be. I mean, you've invited them on. You're not you're, you're not going to recruit more guests by shitting on the guests Absolutely. in person at that time. It's that's just part right. of the program that you're going to try yeah. to be responsible. Yeah. You win some, you lose some. You know, you know, yeah. and uh, and and everybody gets annoyed with people occasionally, like idiosyncrasies, and 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 sometimes people come on. And, you know, often we'll, Woody will give him a pep talk. We all will before the show. It's like, hey, the best guests are the ones who interrupt, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes they take that a little bit too much to heart and they can live <laughs> it on. You know, it's like, whoa, 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 we didn't literally mean like cut us, cut us in half every time we're on a roll here. Like there was a punchline at the end of that that you just sidelined, bro. Like, like chill out. So it, it's a double-edged yeah. sword. It's, it's, what, it's what you're going to deal with. But I, I like it. Either way. It's always a good time. I definitely prefer the over-aggressive jumping in guest to the uh like never ever jumping in guest. part, part of that's a because... format though right i mean it's hard i mean skype is skype is decent it's, it's, it's a pretty decent video sharing talking kind of thing but it's not the same as being in person and even in person mm -hmm. you'll, you'll run into some of these issues like talking over people multiple people with things to say multiple people with share uh, stories to share about something it's a dance to kind of collaborate that and it, it's gonna be tricky and if and if you and you run into people, sometimes really amazing people, or hilarious people, or fucking whatever, who aren't very good at that dance, and then you combine it with like a technological element to it, and suddenly shit gets really hard to coordinate. Especially Watch any CNN work. panel, a CNN panel full of of like politicians and or diplomats and or lawyers and and experts in their field who you just know have taken plenty of public speaking courses and classes and excelled at them because they're all brilliant in their own field but they get in there and that in that hollywood squares format and it's blah 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 and it's like anderson cooper's like whoa just stop you gotta let the man answer you know and so it happens to even the best of the best yeah, and okay. like you said, adding the tech, the technological barriers to it, the slight delays, which you can't always predict. Sometimes the mm -hmm. delay will expand and contract. You know, there are times when, and you won't yeah. even notice it per se. So it can really seem like someone's being a cunt when they're just trying to answer a question. I, yeah. I was, I remember there was a, I got invited to do um, an interview. I, I didn't even know there's a game coming out. I got invited to interview uh, the the developers of this game, and we were having audio issues. And the end result was it looked like I was just ignoring this developer's, like, say, like, talking over him, just, like, going on about stuff when he's, like, cutting him off. And it was literally because I couldn't hear him at certain times. And it's just, it always strikes me when I'm, when I'm you know, and it's really hard to say from the post-production side when you're just watching it. Because all you have is the recording of it. And then you've already had those interactions occur without knowledge of when someone said something versus when. It's, it's very interesting to me to see that shit. So it's, I, I definitely hear that 100%. That it, it can be... I thought the CNN panel exam like comparison was perfect because those guys are just always over like talking over each other and yeah. we do a better job than they do I think, but longer show though there's more chance to you and actually more experience. get hurt and it's not competitive they're often you know yeah, trying true. to outdo one another whereas we're just trying to you know work on the same team, but yeah it's it's a shit show over on CNN right now they got to sort that out. 
I noticed that Don yeah. Lemon, uh, like after the Charlottesville thing, got a few shades darker. Like like he got a tan or something. Like 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 really? like. Yeah, and I I mentioned it, Chiz. Like like, am I am I crazy or is Don Lemon's skin tone like two or three shades darker? And is he or is he not growing his hair out? And Chiz is like, I can't even fucking look at it with a straight face now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like I watch Don Lemon every night, and he came in two or three skin tones darker. Like he got in a tanning bed for for a few hours, and uh, and and it grew his hair out. I I. I, I the darker thing could just be summer. Like I met during my weight loss thing, a lot of people are like, "What do you look so much better, and your skin looks younger?" And and I'm like, "Skin? Like I'm not doing anything. It's just in the summer." I'm working I'm that working. out every day. I'm dark. Yeah, you know, like I'm spending some time outdoors and. Uh, sure, motherfucker. <laughs> I should, but I don't. Um, uh, I'm just spending some time outdoors, <laughs> and they liked my summer color more than my winter one. Which in the camera right now, I'm totally winter. But uh, maybe Don Lemon is just, that's just his August color, maybe. I don't be. think so. His August color. Uh, I'm about to pass another summer staying <laughs> in winter color because the, I, oh, I got yeah. a nice I got a nice farmer's tan golfing a few Taylor, months you ago. You got to go back to the thigh hair, like, right? Like this yes, is back your, to the your winter hair. coat. My... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I and then I. Uh, like every other time since then, I've overapplied sunscreen to the point that I've gotten no color, because I very much don't like being sunburned because I get burned quickly. But I wear it daily. You, I, I bet I'm about as pale as you, filthy. Yeah. I, you, I don't think. I, you I rock beat. the I rock the farmer's tan because I do I do bike riding and like that's you know what I do for some of my exercise. So I get tanned on kind of like back of the neck, like arms. I bike in a t-shirt. I get some tan there, but the rest of me, I fucking burn. If I it, like, I can't do more than about you know an hour and a half, two hours out in the sun at any given time, or I'll burn. And if I go anywhere, anywhere where there's decent, decent sunlight, same deal. So I, I, I feel you on that. Mm -hmm. It's fucking hard to get any sort of coloration in my skin whatsoever. I've had at least a year and a half of this whole area of my face covered, and so when I do shave this, like I, I wonder if I'm just gonna be like super, super pale, or oh, like if I'll, full shave. It, when I do full shave, yeah. Because, I mean, I don't, I'm not planning on it, but I'll have to eventually for something. Probably. I've been with my wife yes, six mask. years. I full shaved once for her. <laughs> I full shaved uh, really? like Maybe three she times. Yeah, I've done it like three she times. She was in the like, last I six like years. you with the beard. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've shaved for real three times in the last six years, Kyle? Yeah. With a razor? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, but you. I used a trimmer and I, and uh -huh. I, and I put. Yeah. And, and and that's it. But I, but as far as a razor, maybe three times in the last six years. Uh, I ha like, like, and every time was like, have to do it. But sometimes I always use a razor on this area. You've gone to nearly clean shaven more than that. Maybe I'm just wrong. It's it's always with a trimmer. Like, 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 I've, uh -huh. only, I've used a razor like get, three you times. You pretty short with the trimmer, too. You can yeah, get a it's real quite nice short. 0.4 millimeters on mine. There you go. That's the lowest I, setting. Half I remember when I was like... Okay. Uh, like 21 or 20 or something, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Those like, because my, my grandpa had one of those like Edward Scissorhands straight razors razor. or whatever, the straight oh. razors. Yeah, okay. And I was like, that's cool. I want to learn how to shave with one of those. So I got a cheap set of those. And, and I did it literally twice ever. The first time was just <laughs> like, all right, all right, be careful. Went for about a and week. then after. Yeah, I, I didn't cut myself or nick myself, not once. I, it took me fucking 30 minutes. I was going so slow and carefully. I, it, it was a way closer shave than I was used to. But then I did it one more time after that. And then the time after that, 
I was like, this is a pain in the ass. There is a reason that people went, hey, do you want to do you want to shave with a knife? No, we got these other things. They're way better. And like and people moved over to that. Like uh, there's the a reason razors, razors are way, it. way better. Yeah. Safety I, razors. I tried it too. Even not the um, not the straight edge that you did, but there's like a step in between where you buy like a, a pretty expensive. I might have been like fifty dollars. It's, uh, it's called the safety razor. Yeah. Is, oh, is that what I'm, I, I thought? The safety razor yep. was like the dull. My wife thing. uses to shave her legs. Safety razor. Huh. You've got a blade. You put it into the thing, you and it's screw it in. Like, yeah, it's like the yeah. 1920s style, yeah. like, like one step. I, I believe they call that a safety razor. Uh, okay. There's a subreddit about all of this Wicked stuff. Edge. I, yeah. Yeah, they were the ones. So I went to Wicked Edge and I like found the right one to buy, and I tried it, and it was terrible. Like I, I didn't cut myself <laughs> like. There wasn't like a particular it cut. It, it, there were like fifteen small cuts. Oh, so I do the toilet paper like thing. I've got Japanese flags like all over my face. Uh-huh. And uh, but I didn't give up. No, no, no. I was like, all right. <laughs> I just a regular man. Now the baby skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. It was like yeah, I let it grow like three days or so. Try it again, right? Like I just need to condition myself. Maybe it's some talent or skin callus that I need to build up. And I, like I tried skin it for a while. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, 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 no, I, I, I like this. this feel is, how rough this my is face is. Mentality right here. Like, like Women love this. shoes and rough faces. Yeah. Like, I, me. Put like, like, Jackie doesn't like a beard. Something worked. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't like quit big after one horrific shave. I tried repeated horrific shaves, and it wasn't getting better. You know, like if, if if anything, it was getting worse. You know, like like I wouldn't fully heal in between shaves. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, this isn't working out, man. You know, dude, bloods like you know, like working its way down oh, like man. a tear. Trimming the scab off each uh, week. Yeah, like 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 yeah, like oh that. That one's deep enough that it's going to last the next shave, and I'll shave oh, it again. And uh, it was a total fail. And then I tried – I know they're a sponsor tonight, but like the Dollar Shave Club style shavers. I'm like, oh, right. That's why everyone uses them. Like technology has advanced. They've improved. And, and yeah. the, the people on the Wicked Edge, I don't know how they do it, but it, it's not for me. Like, that, that's that. the thing that's about the like, these because razors. Oh, sorry. sorry go, go, no, no, go ahead. No, finish that. So no, you said I, again, I didn't mean to take off, and I think I did. So say it again. Oh, I was saying with these razors, like, like I remember using the straight one, and like I was maybe 20 or 21, so at the time, I'd known how to shave for seven years, you know, <laughs> a, uh, a, a while. Like, And so I was doing it, being like, ah, oh, like this this just isn't going fast. It's taking so long. This sucks. And like after a while, I was like, you know how to shave. You know how to do this. You know the amount of time this should take. And you are giving yourself a chore. Like, it's like, instead, oh, I don't go to the laundromat. I have that old tubular thing that you go (laughs) down by the river with. And then I put it in a sudsy bucket and heft it home. You know, like, no, of course not. It's ridiculous. I don't churn my own butter either. Like, it just just revealed itself to me as like, oh, this is is a stupid thing you've decided to do. Like, if if you enjoy it, more power to you. I mean, I guess it's a hobby. Of sorts, I, I, I more I've more just hygiene videos of barbers shaving people, right? And they'll yeah. take a beard like Taylor's. I haven't touched Taylor's beard, but I imagine it to be resistant. You know, it is not a thin like you know Asian beard. This is a, this it's is very thick. Yeah, yeah and, and, but even like coarse hairs, like you know, and uh, like th- those are whiskers, not hairs. That's that's what I'm searching for. And uh, mm-hmm. but I see barbers just like. Whoosh, whoosh, and, and it goes from what Taylor has to what I'm rocking today in, you know, three square Seconds. inches at a time. 
And I'm like, like so there must be some talent out and there. I, and I think well, there yeah, is, definitely because you talk about shaving against the grain or with the grain. And like, I know that depending on the quality of the stuff I use and the I way I do it, like, I, I will either come out of this, like, face reacting to this shit, like, you know, like, breaking out from, is. like, shaving or not too bad. But it, I, but maybe I if, need an if expert. You think, if you think about it, if you've ever seen someone get one of those old-timey shaves in the movies or the whatever, first they have that steaming, scorching hot towel that they wrap around your face. And that, and that moistens and softens all the hair up. So it like, 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 up too, right? Sure. And, and it, 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 it's softening all that hair up. And then they, they add that hot fucking cream that they get out of a machine over there and, 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 and add it on there. And then they get to work, you know, a couple stripes on a belt to like get, I, to hone the edge and they're going to town. It wasn't the, the straight edge. It was the safety razor, but I did that. Right. So mm. I take the thing, I put it in the hall, I put it on my face and I'm like, ah, oh, I know it's supposed, is it supposed to hurt this much? <laughs> <laughs> I only microwaved it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like it's whatever the, the, the third, like we, my wife likes hot showers. So we have the um, water heater on like unusually high. So it's like 160 <laughs> degrees. And I'm like, ah, oh, like, I'm not sure if this is softening my thing or like this is a first degree burn. And then, uh, then I shave like right after that. And it didn't work for me. I, I'll admit yeah. I might have had no talent at it. I don't know, but, but that's one of the sit. things I do in the shower. Even I'll turn beard, the shower head. Shaven, so clearly something has changed for me. Like it's always been, I don't mind a beard. My wife doesn't mind a beard. It's a lot of fucking work to be clean shaven, and it seems like unnecessary work most of the time. So I'm kind of curious. Besides Jackie hating a beard, have you figured out a better solution? Uh, Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> is the only solution uh kyle were you did you have something for shaving oh in the shower i turned the fucking thing on as hot as i can take it and just blast my genitals with it for as long as i can take it until they're red and swollen and angry and then i begin my shaving process i find that the blade really stripes through it gets a gets a lot more done that way less a lot fewer nicks and uh Bad. No, do not use an electric razor down there. Oh, I've done that. I've put my trimmer down there and gotten, you know, your, when your balls are like wrinkled, like like contracted or whatever, they're, they're a little wrinkly on the exterior. You get one of the wrinkles in a fucking electric trimmer. It goes, eh! and you're, oh, 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 oh. that shuts the whole show down. Like, that, I, I have never used an electric razor oh. on my genital region. Oh, I've man. always just been regular I razors have. down there. Big mistake. Really? Uh, uh, Big mistake. Here, let me lay it out like this. If your hair is too long, right? Like, 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 if I were to put an electric razor in Taylor's face right now, it would pull as much as it yeah, would yeah. cut. So, oh yeah, it wouldn't do shit. Just oh, it, yeah. it would be. It would have. Mine has like a beard trimmer almost in the middle of it, like the one that I sometimes use. But it, mm -hmm. uh, so it, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We eventually get a very painful clean shave. Take that and translate it to your junk, and you've got a real issue. Jesus yep. Christ. It wasn't the pulling. It was hmm. ball flesh getting stuck in the blades. Like, like it was the uh, blades cutting my balls. Maybe I would just use beard trimmer. Like, because I mean, that's kind of like, like. I have a Con Air like... uh, digital beard trimmer. I've had it. You know, you charge it on yeah. the, yeah. the ball, and and I swear it's amazing. It's wonderful. I don't have a, a thick beard at all, but like, you know, I as I'm shaving, I, I like I'm continually tapping it upside down in the sink to like get the yeah, hair yeah. back out. And then if it ever gets clogged, like taking it apart is like. You just pull, and it sort of snaps apart, and the whole blade system comes out. I have out something very similar. That's what I used to. Love yeah. that shit. But being digital, I always know exactly where to go because, like, 
like I do like under the neck at like 0.4 or something. I do everything else at like a two or a 2.5 or something like that. This is millimeters. You know, I, I, I really I, uh, think that. I can't do, like if I need a clean shave, I can't use an electric razor. Like when I was like 19 or something, like working at a hockey camp, like I had to be clean shaven. And if I used like that kind of what you're talking about, because it doesn't get all of the hair gone. It doesn't. Like it leaves, a, like it's noticeable. And like if I used one of those, by the end of the day, my boss would be like, oh, so you didn't shave this morning. And he'd be like, no, it just grew back. Like it, it's just like I, I get very bad five o'clock shadow. So I always yeah. go for the very close regular razor shave when I need to be clean all day. Yeah, my uh, thing so only Jack, goes to point. I was going to say, Jackie doesn't like beards, but I think she particularly doesn't like my beard. And uh, it's because it's gray. Like, I, I've been pretty lucky with gray. Like, this is, I don't dye or anything. I have gray Dude, hair. Dude, your hair I doesn't like look gray at all. Uh, what do you I think? I think this year I'm starting to do this year, oh, last yeah? year, something like that. Starting to do a little bit of gray coming in. My wife loves it. She loves commenting on it. Not yeah, really I like Woody's here. beard. Woody's. I love Woody's beard. I don't like Woody's beard gets beard. this salt and pepper thing. In it makes chin. him look distinguished and powerful. It makes your. It, I see your, homeless. You've got. That's what dude, I see. <laughs> no, no, you have a very good you beard. Look like it is a fucking shame. With a beard, you look like like like, like like this is all fucking, irrelevant. You guys have already told me today on this show that the reason you're doing all this fucking personal maintenance is for how your <laughs> sex appeal is to the other gender. And you've already, Woody's already said that his wife doesn't like a beard. She's so very none clear. of this means a fucking thing. But he's also said that he personally dislikes his own beard. And just so you know, I find it to be a fantastic beard. Well, I, I, like, like, I like what Taylor's got going on, but yours makes you look very distinguished, very po more powerful, I would say. Mm. Like, I assume that someone who's rocking that beard is like in charge of a team of individuals. And he's like the, the fucking, you're the, you know, they, they're, they're like, John Snow's the only king. I'll bid mine me too. The white wolf. You're the fucking silver wolf. You, you know, like, like, I dig your beard big time. Like it. I don't see. Also, mine, it, I feel like it grows straight out too much. You know, like it, it doesn't lay very well. I like like it, that. I, I, That's a length thing. Like when you first start growing your beard out, it's like when you have a buzz cut. Or if you shave your head entirely, like th that first bit of hair, it's going to just be prickly and stand up and you can run your hand over it like that. That's what your facial hair is going to be like until it gets to a length where it starts laying down. Like I, my facial, I trim mine at half an inch. So my beard is half an inch long. Hmm. And so if I, I don't even what? know what I trim it. Like I just you guys have a millimeter is an inch. I just have a number on my fucking, uh, I think it's a number, I think a number Four? four is I a half four. inch, maybe. Four is four. Is a nice then number. we both, yeah, have like a half inch beard. Could be a totally but different calibrated system. I have no idea. I but think it's four is a good no. We're, we're both using Imperial. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't use any of that metric shit like so, Kyle and his millimeters over there. Vox came out millimeters. with the video in favor of Celsius over Fahrenheit, and it infuriated me. It was so if people don't know, Vox is a YouTube channel and probably oh. another internet property in the top of that. But uh, they were real liberal slant on stuff. Now, this thing wasn't political, but they're like, it opens up. She asks Alexia or whatever the Amazon thing is, what the temperature is. And it's like, oh, it's 78 outside. And she's like, I don't know what to do with that because she's uh, not originally American or American, whatever. So then she starts laying out all the reasons why America should convert to the metric system. And I agree. But... All her reasons for hating Fahrenheit are like, 
Look, when you convert inches to feet, the math is very complicated. When you convert grams to this... It, it, I Which guess, is a pretty damn good reason, No, honestly. they are good reasons to use meters, and there are good reasons to use grams, and there are good reasons to sure. use kilometers and all of that, but, but Celsius, this is not true. Of I have never converted kilometers to Celsius, right? Like, that's never not... Converted a, kilometers to Celsius. Right. I don't understand that. Exactly. That's my point. So, so when you're measuring weather, which is what I use temperature for typically, yeah, okay, okay. The Fahrenheit scale, regular users have heard this before, flows perfectly for human weather. Zero is really cold. A hundred is really hot. It fits right. If you use Celsius, it's on a scale of like negative eight to thirty-four, maybe. Oh, right? I see. All their arguments that they love around the metric system. And I'm on the same team for kilometers. Got it. So you're, you're pro metric, but not pro Celsius. Exactly. And the two. I understand. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And in in a perfect world, you know, we use systems that, that fit the things that we're measuring. And unless you're, I don't know, a, a scientist measuring things other than weather, then Fahrenheit is your answer. I agree. You're totally right about the number thing, because I really, like, it is just because we're so used to our measuring system. But when someone, like, it makes sense when someone's like, man, it's 95 degrees out today. It's like, yeah, you're right. It's humid. It's hot. Like, 95, that's a high number. Like, if someone from England is like, oh, it's a incredibly dreadful 36 degrees today or whatever. It's like, it doesn't sound the same. You know, in 36, that's probably bananas hot. Right? Yeah. yeah. No fucking clue. I have no fucking it's clue. Super 30 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. 30 degrees. Yeah. I'm actually getting lost. Is that comfy? I know 34 is really hot. I, I don't 30, know. Well, is it 34 is body temp? 98.6? body temp? I don't know. I don't fucking use that shit because <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. I, mean, I know that 100 is, is boiling and zero is freezing. 34 Dude, Celsius but how often do you need to know that? Uh, 37 is 98.6, so I was on target there. Um, yeah. But yeah, 95 it, degrees Fahrenheit, 35 Celsius. Yeah, it, it, but 35 I, doesn't sound hot. There's people who are like disagreeing with us right now, saying, oh, no, 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 you're just oh, not yeah. used to it. 34, 37, that'll make a lot of sense to you if you use it all the time. And I want to be it's like, just yeah. It's true. It will make a lot it, of sense, but it, it doesn't necessarily make it a better system. Exactly, because I can tell you that 12, inch to a, 12 inches to a foot will start making a lot of sense to you after a while. And it will, but it never gets Good. Like I'm pretty good at, at the fractions having to do with construction because I've done a bunch yeah. of it. Yeah. And, um, but it's never as simple as metric when it comes to conversions for distance. Even a guy so like I hear me, you. who's fairly yeah. experienced at it, doesn't find it as easy as uh, decimals. Right? Decimals are way better. They just are. So metric system for measuring length and weight and a lot of other stuff. I get it. Agreed. I'm on your team. But for weather. It's all about Fahrenheit, baby. And then they'd say, oh, no, 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 you don't understand, Woody. Woody, you're not getting it. See, water freezes at zero and boils at 100. Right. I'm not fucking measuring water, and neither are you. Like, it's not a thing that, like, the, 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 the point at which some arbitrary thing, water, as opposed to, like, I don't know, molten rock or mercury or something else, converts from a solid to a liquid to a gas, is not that important to me in my measuring system. What is important is weather and, like, how I feel about being outside in it. And for that, yeah. Fahrenheit if, wins. If I had no idea what temperature water boiled at for the rest of my life, I'd be fine. Because the way I boil water is I put water in a pot and I put it on the hot stove and then I, I wait. And then, I, and then eventually I go, ah, ah, the telltale sign of boiling, the boil. <laughs> and then I know that the water is boiling. It's like 
like the, these incentives you're giving no, you me. But how will you know when water is frozen? Temperature? <laughs> how will you know what what when the water freezes? When I walk outside and it is solid is the way I will know. Like, or when I go to the fridge and I grab the ice that's made for me by my machine, I don't need to know what temperature it is. It's like the the zero and the hundred argument is very silly to me. It's like I'd rather us have to be able to live between like zero and 110 or whatever for Fahrenheit than have all of our shit relegated from like negative what, 10 eight to, to 35. Yeah. Negative yeah. eight to 35. Like, I, I, don't, I don't care for that. Yeah. Let's switch to Kelvin and upset everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since I used Kelvin. Kelvin was chemistry and physics, right? I can't remember the last time I used fucking Kelvin as an actual scale. It's just yeah, no, nobody really uses yeah, it. I, guess <laughs> I know, that. which is even more stupid because here you are. All right, you got a you got a temperature system of Celsius, and all right, you got Kelvin, which is Celsius shifted. Really? Do we need two with that? Like, can't we just agree that we use one of those and that would be fine? Because it seems really unnecessary to shift that. And if you're gonna argue, okay, well, there's a reason for doing that. It's based on X, Y, Z, and I'm sure there is a reason for that. Doesn't that kind of negate the reason for the other one? Isn't there a better reason to use one of them? Now, Kelvin makes it much more intense. If it's 50 degrees out in Fahrenheit, in Kelvin, you get to say it's 283 degrees out. Yeah, but Celsius and Kelvin, I think, is literally just a straight addition, right? Isn't it just like, isn't it it like, yeah, there's just a set number of points in between. I mean, the, the, so the thing about Kelvin and uh, for Celsius and Fahrenheit is the, the, Amount of temperature change a degree encompasses is different between the two scales. But Kelvin and, and um, Celsius, the amount of temperature change a degree change is, is the same. It's just offset, which is fucking retarded. Yeah, it looks like the temperature T in degrees Fahrenheit is equal to the temperature T in Kelvin times nine-fifths minus 459. Yep. Right, but the modifier modifier for the Fahrenheit to Celsius is the same. It's still a nine-fifths modifier, but the, the, what do they call it? Uh, Fuck, I can't remember the the term for this. The the, nine-fifths compromise. No, no, the (laughs) nine-fifths is the same, but it's the addition or subtraction element that changes, which I can't remember the name for right now. They gave black people almost two votes. It was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody in Congress understood fractions at the time. It almost made it out, and Ben Franklin had to be like, Jesus, do people know what you're doing? (laughs) It was worse than the Hubble telescope. (laughs) 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 that's That's tough to argue with that (laughs) (laughs) oh no temperature talk that's gonna be the new hit oh yeah we put that in the seo we'll nail it stupid i love it all those chemistry students just right out of lab work or they're just gonna be zoning right in on this (laughs) for all those kelvin kelvin versus celsius knee slappers we just laid out there Got them rolling over there in bi- in chemistry class. Or the, yeah, it was it was kids. funny to some degree. You have to admit, I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was slow to get it, purposes. but I got it in the end. I, I don't, I don't get it at all. To some degree. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Thank you for making me feel better about me. <laughs> oh fuck all of you! Yeah, <laughs> the worst knowing that. I'll just pretend it was really funny. It was uh, good, man. It was. That one's going on the Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's some quotes by me about me. <laughs> Just put that one on. If you there. don't like crab legs and the temperature in Kelvin, <laughs> swipe left. Yeah. <laughs> With your lobster claw. Uh, yeah. God, I want to meet one of these lobster claw ladies now and see what it's like. I'll let you know if I meet one on 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 the web. Yeah, but all their mittens Is are it custom. Is it both hands? Made. 
Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. This is, I think I talked about it. We had a girl in my high school who had one deformed hand. It was very small. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we've talked about deformities before. It's, it's, it's off-putting. It's, it's off-putting. I didn't notice her. Yep. She hid it so much. And then after I found, after someone mentioned it to me, I realized, I like, yeah, but it was almost like the, um, the posture and the hiding hand. was a bigger deal than the small hand. <laughs> Like, you'd, you'd never see her without her arm, the hand, like, tucked under her armpit or something. Like no, that. it's not strong enough. you got to take my <laughs> strong hand. No, I'm just really giving your other hand. You don't know this reference? Oh, it's no. a yeah, scary uh, movie. <laughs> scary, scary movie. Uh, one of the characters has a little hand, and I mean, like, a baby hand. And there's there's a character hanging out a window, like, like about to fall. And he comes to say to me, he's like, here, take my hand. And they're like, no, no, you're, give me your other hand. And he's like rubbing it on their face and stuff all gross. Yeah, let's watch it. Please, let's watch it. <laughs> this is going to take me back to like 2002 or something when this came out. Hey. I'm at zero. Um, still working. I'm at zero. Zero. <laughs> I haven't watched this in so fucking long. Right? All right. Ready, <laughs> set, play. Thanks, Jews. Yeah. Oh, take my hand. Ah, come on. <laughs> you got this. Take my hand. No, give me your other hand. Oh, my other hand isn't strong enough. You take my little hand. No, get it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he died. I'm over it. Oh, it's uh, it's great. Earlier in the movie, he's like the butler or whatever at this haunted mansion, like hosting them, and he's like preparing dinner and getting that hand and everything. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> he's like it's all up in the turkey, and then it, it, they're like, "Is there anything that you didn't make by hand?" And he's like, "Well, I ordered the pie from outside," and they're like, "Oh, oh yeah, get the pie out." And he's like, "Oh, I see you eye in the first slice," and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I am." And he goes to like cut, and this hand all in it, all in it, and they're. All, <laughs> Everybody at the table goes, oh, and just gets up and walks away. It's, that, that, those movies went downhill, like, like slowly and incrementally, but the first one kills it. The first yeah. one's great. Scary movie. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's like, yep. <clears throat> fucking the turkey and stuff. What a gross fucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't watched any so, of those movies in fucking forever. Filthy, how's YouTube treating you? You said that you're getting demonetized now and then. <laughs> Is it a big deal? Man, it's, this year has been just a struggle with YouTube. It's uh, started off with the kind of uh, YouTube going through that crisis and everything. And fucking, yeah, lower lower rates on everything. And now it's like random shit getting flagged for monetization issues nonstop. And I mean, YouTube's a percentage of my income. And the percentage of my income hasn't been that great this year. And it's kind of been a little bit frustrating. I, I like YouTube as a, as a pay model because I prefer it to a Twitch pay model. YouTube feels less based on uh, kind of random viewers day to day, how do they feel about you and more based on do they like your content? If they like your content, they're watching it. If they're watching it, they're, you know, YouTube's paying you. But shit, it's been bad, bad CPM for me this year. So frustrating. It's frustrating. That mm. sucks. The fourth yeah. quarter's coming. So that's yeah. typically the strongest quarter. And then January comes around and it's, it's a shock every year. Like, what the hell? You know? <laughs> yeah yeah january the first quarter is always always a little bit painful let's hope but yeah let's hope we have a good fourth quarter i'm, I'm totally down for that 
It's kind of strange to me. So, so you guys, I don't know this at all. So I don't know if you're comfortable talking about it or not. Do you guys not monetize for part of your revenue? Your revenue for PKA is based on sponsorship, not revenue, not monetization revenue. Yeah, it, it, I don't want to talk too much, but it mostly comes from the, the overwhelming majority of it comes from the reads in the in the Got video it. itself. Yeah, and we've got a very and we've got a wonderful Patreon. Do I, right. I want more people in those fucking hangouts? I love the hangouts. They right, yep. so like this week, I, I, I started I, Patreon this year too. I really like it. I really like that as a model. It's a great fucking model. It allows your fans to directly give you guys money without going mm -hmm. through any other. Well, I mean, there is an intermediary when Patreon is an intermediary there, but it's a pretty decent percentage compared to a lot of the other intermediaries out there. So I like yeah. that too. I want to do the next mm -hmm. hangout as soon as possible. We'll coordinate amongst us or whatever. Um, let, let me. I'm just gonna type something to you. What? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Taylor? Uh, it depends on the time. I'll have to check. Okay. Or maybe the one at, the day after that one? The day after that will probably work. One of the, okay. okay. So be on the lookout for your next Patreon email. Uh, it, it's probably We're probably going to do a Hangout relatively soon. So uh, I really enjoy those. And this will be like a back-to-back-to-back one because we did two last weekend and, uh, and maybe sometime this weekend as long as we can get our ducks in the order. And uh, are you guys rooting for people to be... More or less like the gentleman that Woody had issue with. I think oh, more. We'll get more, more stories. About me. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, just everybody needs to just take a take a deep breath and and, and be. Me when uh, I was down. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's not cool. Um, but 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 yeah. Well, generally speaking, we have an awesome time in those. I I especially do. I like hearing from those people, especially the ones who are like so fascinating. The, the polygamy thing. I like. I want to get. More, we're delving deeper, sir. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's interesting. I want to talk yeah. more about that. And ma'am. She was and very attractive. She was like six foot something, right? Two. She was like she was six two. Six two. And he was the six polygamous six. girl. You guys heard of monogamish? As a no, term. you so, mentioned that before. It's new to me. All right. Oh, so like so a cheater? You know monogamy. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Monogamish is primarily monogamy with not always being monogamy. Uh, so so if you like monogamish the core tenet of monogamy yeah it's the same thing i'm so, not wired for it I, well that's I, go on. i mean it certainly is not something i would just randomly recommend for everyone and it's a element of negotiation with your relationship is this something that you want or don't want but if for example you guys are fairly secure in your relationship and you're not too worried about a little bit of strange from time to time there is an element there's there's a subset of people who do this. And it's not necessarily swinging. It's not necessarily something like that. But it is a the ability to have extra dyadic pairing that isn't violation of the relationship. It's called monogamish. So if you're very interested in kind of hearing about uh, polygamy, you might want to hear about it's kind of like polygamy light. Think of it that way. Yeah, uh, we'll look into that. Bec look because into that marrying well. a bunch of chicks doesn't seem fun at all. That seems like a, a no. downer. And that's what Woody was throwing seems out there. Seems exhausting. Exhausting. Like, 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 <laughs> but, 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 you know. You heard, heard of the expression of a unicorn? No, same light. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll just throw this out there as well. It's another terminology for that. So maybe you and your, your partner, you know, you're like, that girl is super fucking hot and we'd like to bang her. All right, there's your unicorn. Go chase your fucking unicorn. Oh, I see. That's monogamish. That's the, the third element of that. It's uh, Oh, it's, so this is just adding another girl into the mix? No, because she gets it too. Then well, now I have no issue. It's all that's negotiable. It's your relationship. You do what you want. I mean, if I've never, I mean, I've been on this show a number of times now, and we've had a lot of conversation about sexuality in here. If I can never say anything else past this, I mean, the relationship you build is the relationship you build. 
It doesn't have to be anything past that what you want in it versus what you don't want in it. And you have every ability to define that repeatedly, both as you're entering into it and across the course of that relationship. Fight for what you fucking want. Like, that seems do, totally so many upfront about this. that. So the unicorn thing, I feel like, is swinging that the, one of the partner's hopes will never happen. Right? Like, oh, yeah, Jennifer Aniston's your unicorn. Knock yourself out, Woody. That's a hall pass. <laughs> that, that, that's I, I think it's two names yeah, of the yeah. same thing, you know. Like uh -huh. if they, if, if someone's saying that's your unicorn and you can only have that one, then really this is it's just monogamish seems like swinging too. Just perhaps Sorry. less uh, of it. Uni unicorn, not that same definition for me as what you're saying. Not as your hall passes and this girl is just a guarantee, whatever. Unicorn, just just a general expression as that third person outside the relationship that mm. is wanted by both of them. So okay. anyway, sorry. Go on with what you're saying. All right, but like. The way you laid it out there in the beginning kind of didn't fit with my own mindset because you were like, hey, if you're really secure in your relationship, then you can add another one or whatever. And, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I guess the other amount is if you both want it. Not, to me, though, the like... The secure part is... I think you can be secure in your relationship. Like, I have a lot of trust in Jackie, and she has a lot of trust sure. in me. I, I go on these two-week-long vacations in California. There's no babysitting there. Right, but, but and it doesn't necessarily so lead to a third person in that relationship yeah. at all. But yeah, we're territorial. You know, and, and yeah. I don't think that makes you insecure in your relationship. It's just like, no, uh, I don't think so either. And yeah. I don't want to apply that whatsoever. My kind of the point I was making is if that is a route you want to take in your relationship, the first step better fucking be for sure that you're secure in your relationship. OK, yeah. yeah. And not, I'm like you if you're secure that it will go that way. Consenting, agreeing adults can do pretty much anything in my head, you know, provided I don't think one is. Like there's a power imbalance that's manipulating one of them, or there's any physical harm. Like like there's very few boundaries. Like you, if if you want to do ten person orgies every weekend, and you're both that guy and that girl, good for you. Apparently that's what you want. But uh, yeah, there was a guy in Germany a few years ago who allowed legally another guy to kill and eat him because he had, had like a fetish thing that he wanted to be killed and eaten and so he let a guy whose fetish was killing and eating people kill him and eat him and a like, it, was a real it was a it is, real really thing. like on some like, level is this, like, is this like uh, do we punish him for it do we not punish him for it no we don't the guy said i want to be killed and eaten well i i think you do because you can't what? just really? be okay people. i really want to hear this why you're gonna get a uh, well i was I was going to go like a joking route. I, I don't really give a fuck. I was going to say you can get mad cow disease and, and hurt other people, right? If you eat, <laughs> I going to say like a lion. You don't eat the brain tissue. tissue. Once they get a taste yeah, for human tissue. blood, then you just want more and more <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> You have to put it down after the third one for sure. Yeah. What if that's true? What if human flesh was it, like the reason it's so taboo is like long ago we found that like, yeah, yeah, those guys were trapped on that raft and then they ate the cabin boy and... God damn, it's like honey baked ham mixed with like deep fried Cajun turkey. It's so sweet and salty at the same time and it melts in your mouth like a filet mignon. That's what little boy ass tastes like. Then you're in a mess, right? How because we got, got we all gotta go to China. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, I'd be okay with eating people to solve the population. Go soylent green with it. Mm. Like, like, like it's people, it's made of people 1970s <laughs> movie reference you'd be like it's people you <laughs> yeah yeah that's people like like in the ad <laughs> what kind of no, person would no. you want to eat why like, we don't like, need like to eat a these young people. one what, for sure we can feed the people we don't want to pigs and then eat the pigs like let's not be savages about this. Jesus. The pigs. 
Yeah. Are we going somewhere with this? Because I've seen many pigs eat many, many men. men. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bloodbath, Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. I, 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 yeah. I, 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 I'm not as like turned off to the idea of eating human flesh. I think as the average person is. Like, I feel like if we're in that survival situation, like a legit survival, like like in the movie Alive. I would not have waited that long to start carving into those dead people. Like they're dead and on ice, right? I'd have been like first campfire. I meant, look, guys, my belly's rumbling. Um, we <laughs> first we, campfire. We are, like the first night, like we crashed. <laughs> Probably before you're hungry. You're like, There's still cartons and cartons of peanuts left in yet. first class. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna I need to fucking I'm not gonna survive on these peanuts. Fuck that. <laughs> look, guys. There's not enough legumes in there to keep me alive for more That's than right. days. I say I can't live on peanuts. I'm not a fucking savage. Let's eat the we, dead. We have two. We all know we're gonna end up eating the dead, right? So let's boil them up with some peanuts. It'll add a nice flavor. <laughs> right. Like uh, like Chinese food, you know? Like, like, like we'll have a nice sauté going. We can get some of the condiments from uh, from first class. Get some get some condiments. And at the same time, we'll get rid of all those undesirable peanuts allergy folks those are the first to go sorry kitty like like, like we would eat you <laughs> right away like like no you want to kill the biggest fattest person first i think that, that just seems like the most humane thing to do because a group. yeah because no, the most a, humane thing is to kill the retarded and the infirm first because they won't care as much that's long term we're talking short term this is a short term eating strategy you eat the fatties first and here's why first of all we're in a life and death scenario the fatty probably cannot make it down the mountainside anyway we need and we need those of us probably who eats are more fit, than everyone else too pro- absolutely and those of us who are fit will 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 need that fatty meat for energy mm-hmm. there's yeah. more of it to go around clearly so you you can kill two skinny men or you can kill that big fat hippopotamus flat so half over there. the sacrifice twice the 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 bounty that's right i yeah. think when, when you look at what is lost you're looking at sentience you're looking at the mind not the body so you may be twice as big as someone but it's only one person dying as opposed to two minds dying mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. i don't know if i'm if i'm like trying to hit macros i'd feel a lot more comfortable eating kyle than some fat idiot i don't like, think in kyle a survival got, scenario you're really lean, worried about your you're not like, thinking i need to you're not you're not cutting in the survival scenario Taylor. no in this joke i am like I bet, I, I don't know. I bet, I bet Kyle's got like a lean meat, like a venison kind of taste. Smoky, more like that. Yeah, I bet Chiz is like a nice ribeye, like very succulent. Oh, I, I bet Chiz like flyers have been like bringing out of the playoffs back like, and like forth over the last six years, making like, it one like year on and sitting out the next. <laughs> And it's just like a big honey baked ham, and the fat is just dripping <laughs> off of it. And we're collecting the fat in our metal cups, and we're like pouring it back on top. We're pouring the fat right back on top. Get all those flavors in there, right? I call and, it and George there's... Foreman cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a baby back the ribs, and then what's the other Holy type of quiet. ribs called? The leaner ribs. Oh, the uh, short ribs. Short ribs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, not taking we're trips anytime soon. <laughs> I don't like this I'm game plan. I'm a person. <laughs> like if someone's baby dies, I'm not gonna look. I'm singing the song. Chili's baby back ribs. Like like, like we're going to the spit. I'm singing it. You know, and and, and I guarantee at least one third of the people crack up. It, one third of us crack up at that joke. I Maybe think not. You might mom. be aiming high. <laughs> All right. And if, and if there's any breast milk to be had, maybe we can we can all take a turn at that, as long as we don't get a hold of a cyst or anything. It's sweet. 
Uh, you, oh, the, the breast sift. Well, you, you brought it full breast milk. Circle. It's sweet. Yeah. It's like sugary. Huh. Yeah. Is that, that, uh, that a show, guys? Yeah, but I yeah. totally eat a person. <laughs> PKA. <laughs> oh, where do we find just, you, filthy? Uh, you can check me out on my YouTube or my Twitch channel. I am both actively streaming and uh, posting to YouTube very regularly. So uh, I'm sure links can be provided for that. Check me out there. Uh, if you enjoy the content, I got lots of it out there. Uh, always enjoy coming on the show. Thanks very much for having me, guys. We love always, having dude. you. PK, having you on. Awesome. I mean it.